Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Podcast Network. That's right, when I use that very specific non-existent moniker, that means uh, producer and co-host Alex Wong is uh, is back. Uh, is, there's no like stateside, I suppose, for, for Canada, but back at stateside, jet lag like Jet Li. What's going on, Alex, man? Welcome back from, uh, from Asia. Yo, konnichiwa, my brother. Um, mm. You know, it's nice. All right. It's nice to be back. Uh, forgot I even had a job um, until you read <laughs> out until you read out my job title there. So good uh, to know. Good to know. I got two jobs. Um, you know, on this pod, ha- happy, happy to be back, man. Was good. Yeah, you know, you sound ecstatic, man. Uh, don't don't worry. It's just, it's only because you literally landed. So yeah, take me through your itinerary for the last like forty eight hours. No, this is literally my energy always, um, except when the Raptors had a good team. And won the championship <laughs> in 2019. Nah, man, just 12, you know, 12 hour flight back. Um, it's kind of crazy because like I basically slept through the whole flight. Mm. So so I hopped on the flight at like 4 p.m. Uh, local time in in Tokyo on Monday, and basically landed here in Toronto because of the time difference at um, I guess 4 p.m. Like Monday. Uh-huh. So Interesting. I guess it was like okay. a 13 hour flight, but like. I sleep really well on on flights. Like sleeping on the flights is not a problem for me. Like I fell asleep before the plane even took off, and by the time I checked my, I woke up for the first time. Like I had slept the first like seven hours. Like That's, I just knocked yeah. out. Yeah. So it, it it felt extra weird to be back because I didn't feel like I took a really long flight. Like the first time I looked at the map on the plane, I saw Sault Ste. Marie because we were like an hour away. Oh wow. Okay. So, yeah. Impressive. So, so, but like I've been jet lagged for like eighteen days now. Like, yeah. That's what happens when you go to Asia, man. No, I I've never had a case of jet lag like this, like this bad. Usually it goes away after like a week. But yeah. It's fine. I don't know, man. And I know you got you got the non COVID sickness too. So this is uh this is true love of the game today, man. Yeah. No, listen, I mean, with all due respect to all the episodes that I did while you were away, um, but like you know, the the pod just is is not the same without you here, and so on your first availability to record, I was like, it doesn't matter what the circumstances, like that this the game has to be played. So <laughs> yeah, you needed uh, you needed an authentic Asian meal, basically the podcast version of like an authentic Asian meal. Shout out to my guy Jonathan Chen, though, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, shout out to Jonathan Chen. Um, don't want to expose the situation, but uh, What's when I got si- up, what? No, no, here's the thing. When I hopped on the Zoom, because I, I didn't, I, I didn't know. I, I just, I knew him from Twitter, and I knew his work, right? Right. And but I love when, when I we, on, I love when we spawn new Asians in the basketball community, man. Uh, that's that's correct. That's correct. And also, by the way, yeah, definitely like had like a post like podcast chat with him. He didn't ask for advice, but I was like, here you go, you know, because I just had to. All right, because I'm like, oh, this this is a young twenty year old Asian come up to Raptors Republic. I was like, yeah, that's me. Here's my experiences. And he's like, I didn't ask, but that's cool. <laughs> oh, uh, damn. Yeah, because you're 30 now, man. You're really passing on to the next generation. Man. No, I'm a young vet. I'm, I'm in my Garrett Temple phase, you know? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Garrett Temple's... <laughs> I'm pretty sure Garrett Temple's my age, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big Raptors news. Uh, I don't know if that if that, if that that made headlines in Korea. <laughs> yeah, Did you big, walk by uh, like a, 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 a selection of Samsung TVs and one of them just had a ticker no, the, that says the only update, The only sports updates in Japan is uh, Shohei Otani won 2 for 4 last night as the Angels lose 10-9. <laughs> like, it's literally just Shohei Otani updates. I don't, think, I don't think the Angels won a single game during my whole time in Japan. 
Yo, that's amazing. That's yeah. actually amazing. I actually dude. think they're on like a seven game losing streak. It, it's hard to beat uh, Tungsten O whatever. Or oh, whatever. yeah, Tungsten O Doyle. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, shout out uh, to Jonathan Chen, you know. But yeah, yeah. I know. no, so I hopped on the Zoom with him, and yeah. then as soon as I, because you know, we had the video on, and I was like, "Oh, this guy is like maybe a year or two older than my little brother," mm. and I was just like, you know, like one one day when when we get to the point where this pod eventually gets to a point of being successful, uh, to the scale where like you know how Bill Simmons will bring on his daughter. Oh right, Zoe Zoe Simmons to talk about the twentieth anniversary of the OC. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna I, lie to you. I, 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 I listened to that. You're a, you're a sicko if you listen to that. I turned off the pod. There were two parts, man. <laughs> I made sure I made sure I, I made sure I downloaded that for the flight home, man. You know, yeah, I that's, didn't blast that. No, that's wild. <laughs> when man. you hopped you were... off after Gabe York talked about the G League. Yeah, yeah, I was like, who is this guy? I looked him up, and then I heard the next segment, and I within five seconds, I turned it off. Because I'm like, yo, this is too personal. Like, you talking to your daughter is yeah. is too personal for me but, to, but, to but hear. But you're saying, you're saying when the pod gets to a point where yeah, we yeah. can, like, have, like, a, like, you know, pass the baton type situation. Like, what what, what you want to do with these young Asians? No, no, no. That's going to be the banter pod with, with my little brother. But mm. until until the pod actually gets to that scale, there's no need for this. Like, I think even in the depth of summer content... Yeah. Um, where I'm like essentially interviewing anybody who has written anything uh, about the Raptors or basketball uh, in Canada. Um, <laughs> this guy just said basketball in general, man. Yo, just anything about basketball in Canada. Like I, I, I will, I will eventually talk to you. You got to get Doug Smith on here. You guys should do a live you old mailbag, man. Yeah. Yo, honestly, if we ever got Doug on the program, which I actually don't think is out of the, the question, like we could definitely reach out what? to him. We could get Doug tomorrow. Like, <laughs> okay, no dis- right. no Relax, disrespect right. to dis- the godfather of Canadian <laughs> basketball, but come Why are you on dissing now? Doug like that? No, I'm not on, even you- dissing Doug. Like we're in the same circles. Why are you acting like he's like not within arm's reach? <laughs> okay, fine. You're right. You don't It'll think we like- could book Doug tomorrow for noon? Like. Come It'll on. be like when I had to be my own producer for the last two weeks. Um, yeah, I was like, "Oh, Eric Kareem just wrote a great feature," and I was like, "Let me just get Eric's number." And I texted Blake. I was like, "Yo, shoot me Eric Kareem's number." And within a minute, he he texted me back with just a number, no message, nothing. And I realized he was literally on air doing a Jay's Talk Plus mm. uh, as this was happening. And then I texted Eric, and within essentially like you know an hour, it was already secured. So uh, the producing gig, I I, re- I just remember it being so cumbersome, but at the same time, it can be fairly easy if we do get people within reach but yo if we do actually get doug on here i actually would love to go through his like his history his career you know what i mean yeah like, which is which is covered you know in, in prehistoric uh pre-orders oh word um pre-orders starting um next monday so i'm booking myself on the pod next monday so i mean it's it, you're literally the producer yeah, that's that's so, your call so yeah. so interview me next monday oh okay talk about the book so skim through it again please all right, all right. I mean, I do um, have the PDF version. Anybody who wants to just DM me on Twitter. No, do not DM him, man. <laughs> also, like, if you're if you're sitting down and reading a basketball PDF in August, like, please, man, go go play hoops grids or something. I don't know, man. That's like, just the same level of nerdiness, <laughs> man. That's like that Venn diagram is a perfect circle. What do you mean? No, like, I feel like August should just be like a full shutdown of like just basketball. Like, but yo, here's the thing. I like, I just don't think people are capable of it. Like, I, I think what do it's you like, mean? No, man. Like, even you're capable of it. I know you'd be taking no, days I, off and stuff. No, I'm definitely taking days off and stuff. What am I? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely get to. Uh, I suppose some Raptors news. We got a lot of Twitter questions. We got a lot of Instagram questions. We'll get through those. Most importantly, we're gonna get through Alex's uh, uh, adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of bas- lots of basketball related updates. You know, me meeting up with Takashi 
and yeah, yeah, other yeah. things. Lots of updates. But, but most importantly, this is what offseason life feels like. Like it's like, look, I, I'll I'll take a look in terms of like, okay, what's out there, Raptors wise. Maybe read one or two articles. I mean, to be honest, there's a lot that's just not happening. Um, and then yeah, I, I just go about my day, which is like I don't know, figure out what to get for lunch. Um, you know, go out and play basketball at the nearby school for an hour and a half. I've been doing this new drill where I'm trying to make 150 shots, like just jumpers in an hour, which doesn't mm. actually sound that hard. But when you have to rebound the ball yourself, Damn. you do have to where's like maintain your, at least your, like a 40% your little brother, man? Isn't your little brother like back, like home? He is home. Yeah. So like once in a while, essentially, I'll take him out. You know, what do we do, man? Get him to we, rebound for you, man. No, man. Why? Honestly, I rebounded the, for you, bro. Yeah, I know that's that's different. The the last time, the last time I took my brother out to play basketball, I literally made thirty straight free throws, and wow. I felt like I flexed on him too straight hard, too hard. So I was like, all right, no, Yo, no more. I, of this. I just I just got a forty percent off code on my next five orders on a on a food delivery service that he loves. Oh. So let me know if let me know if you if he needs a referral, man. <laughs> nah, you're a sicko. Let bro. me know if he needs that monkey sushi tonight. <laughs> First off, whoever came up with monkey sushi, man, you yeah, know, one. you know, Japanese people are not making Why? monkey sushi. Man. Why are we calling it monkey sushi, especially in the year twenty twenty three? It's an um, evocative name. Let me just say that it's someone like, from the year of the monkey, and, born in the year of the monkey. I don't want to hear that. And why is there twenty five of them within five miles of a downtown radius? Like, no. I don't understand. Like, the, the, I actually don't understand. First off, I if you essentially don't order any food delivery for two weeks, they will send you that code. They they know how to get you back. Oh, you trust know, me, I, I was getting I was getting those pop ups in Asia, man. It was like, oh, yo, wow. Popeyes, Popeyes, buy one get one free tonight. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, you're outside damn. of an izakaya. You're like, I don't need this. <laughs> but I was like, damn, man, have I been away that long? <laughs> you guys are trying to get me back. Damn. Man. Okay, but you're saying your little bro is gonna come on the pod eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you but, think he'll do as a pod guest, though? Uh, like, does he need some prep? You think? No, I mean, he, here's the thing: he listens to the pod sometimes. Yeah, mostly for basketball stuff, not for like life updates. Right? Because I, I could just call him and we will chat for like two hours. Um, but his friends apparently are like pretty diehard listeners of the the show, so they'll like alert him if anything if he comes up. So he he will have known that. Uh, He'll this he'll know up. that there's a monkey sushi forty percent off code waiting. For <laughs> Yo, relax, man. Relax. Yo, I believe it expires August eighteenth. So first off, got, he, first days, off, he lives in Etobicoke, so there are definitely actually no monkey sushis out <laughs> oh, there. No, man. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So August, man. What's good, man? What? Let's. let's I don't. I don't know. No content. Uh, content wise, it's just there's not that much basketball going on. So we'll we'll definitely do some Canada basketball talk. Uh, we'll talk about your book. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but we have potentially some interviews lined up with people who have appeared in your book as well. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. Oh okay. All right. We will discuss yeah. that off air. My bad. My bad. We <laughs> yeah. haven't talked in, in in two weeks. But uh, yeah, yeah. Most importantly, like I think this is a good time to actually disconnect and do things in your life. So. Um, yeah, I mean, walk us through your trip. So you were in. Let's start. So you you left two weeks ago to go to Korea. Did you go anywhere other than Seoul? No, no, I was in Seoul. I was in Seoul for for a week, and okay. you know, part of the trip too was, um, you know, my friend Tina, who I met when I was living in New York, actually had moved there a few years ago to to teach English. But she's doing it in a town, a small town, like outside of Seoul. So it's like an hour bus ride for her to come into, come into the city. 
but um that week was like her her like one week off like in the summer because i guess they got to teach in the summer too like it's right. a pretty hectic schedule. Oh no, school does not stop for Asian kids. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. is this is what I realized. You know, let's like, ball don't stop. This is uh, yeah, yeah. This no, is but ma- she was able. Don't she, stop. Yeah. She was able to come in, um, you know, like three times during that week. So we were able to hang out. She was able to show me around like different restaurants, um, different places. We ended up at karaoke one night, nice. and so happy to announce that I did my forgot about Dre again. Oh my <laughs> so god! So I did my Eminem. And I think she was kind of shook. That voice is global. <laughs> no, but it was like that's your global jam. No, but we do like we do like Coldplay, like Death Cab, yeah, like yeah, Taylor yeah. Swift, and then suddenly forgot about Dre just comes on. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's just like, and like oh no, and like oh, no. I just like become a different human being. But no, it was no. my it was my first time visit, visiting Seoul. Like it was super cool. Um, definitely felt like a tourist there just in terms of like not really knowing like the different areas and yeah. like places to go to. Um, but no, it was super cool, man. Like the food was great there. Uh, went to a couple baseball games there, which was super cool. Nice. Um, just overall kind of just did a lot of tourist stuff, like visiting different museums um, and different kind of sightseeing places and, and things like that. So um, yeah, no, Seoul, Seoul was great, man. I give Seoul, I give Seoul like a, you know, an, an eight out of 10, eight out of 10, you know? Okay. All right. A um, couple questions. So, w- what is what is the Alex Wong vacation vibe like? What's uh? Are you like get up early, plan your oh, night yeah, out? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like locked the, in the night so before. Like, so like okay. you know how we, you know how we have like a Google Doc for like yeah. our show. You made right? what? You made a rundown for your trip. Bro, you're like, oh, yeah, man. man. Like, oh, like, wow. okay. Like I had a rundown like locked in like before I, I went on the trip. Mm. and basically okay. just like loosely planned out each day around like just going to like specific areas or like checking out specific things and then just lining things up that way and then within each neighborhood i was visiting just have like specific restaurants and like stores and like places that i just wanted to check out mm. so like each day because i was so jet lagged like i was waking up at five like i was waking up at five in the morning like for the first like four or five days Right. And so, typically in Toronto, just for from a reference, typically Alex wake up like eleven or ten thirty. Oh yeah. I'm on my yeah. Oran Weisfeld when I'm here, man. Like if if you're if you're texting me I did have Oren on the pod, like, by the way, while you were away. <laughs> and uh he talked about Liban uh and the color of his urine. So <laughs> I, I um somebody actually at me on Twitter with that. And um I was like, All right, man, I guess I don't have to listen to that one either. <laughs> Yo, that was he. What are you talking about? No, no, that one was he. Man. All right, Once me, you get past check. all the Raptors talk, the the the, the right, I gotta, I gotta check that one, man. And Orn living together talk was sick. No, like, man, they need say. to put them the two of them in a Big Brother house, man. But um, but yeah, actually, man. So I was, I was get I was getting my day started like pretty early and stuff. So I do a yeah. lot of like sightseeing stuff in the morning. You know, grab lunch at a spot. Like maybe go to a market. You know, check out some of the street food there and stuff. And then in the afternoon. Um, you know, probably just do some shopping, like hit up different areas and stuff. And then, and then at night, um, either grab dinner or like do, do stuff like go to a baseball game, whatever. There's a lot um, more energy than you typically have, by the way. Oh yeah. You know, I was thinking about this. It's crazy. Cause like when I'm, when I'm traveling, I try to like, obviously take advantage of like my time there. Cause I feel like if I'm not like up and like out and like doing stuff, mm. um, kind of like wasting time. Like if I want to go on a relaxing vacation, 
like I guess I do a lot of those um, like all inclusive resort trips. And oh stuff, yeah, you, you where, are one, two, three Cancun kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, where I literally went to Cancun last summer. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Like where I just did you go to Cancun this season? No, this season. Where did I go to? I think I went to Cuba. Um, oh right, right. You were on your yeah. own time away. And then I came yeah. back and had to go to therapy. Uh, but, then, hey. but then, um, that's that's kind of fire, man. That's e pray love. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's no, that's pray, pray, and pray, man. Um, yeah, but like when I go on these type of trips, like I, I'm locked in trying to get a lot of stuff done and stuff. Uh-huh. Just, just you. feel like it's a good experience. But I was thinking about this actually while I was traveling. I was like, man, if I should put half as much energy, um, when I'm back in Toronto, um, of like exploring the city. Yeah, because like there's there is a lot of stuff to do here in Toronto, but I feel like when you live in a specific spot, like you you just like you know like you don't have that energy to be like oh, I'm gonna you know especially in August when there's nothing to do like plot out a schedule and like go check out like different spots and stuff like that because like I feel yeah. like I could do the same here in Toronto. You know what I mean? I mean this is the same conclusion I came to like after last summer where I did a lot of traveling mm-hmm. and like I did a lot of like living in Montreal for like a month and I was like this is great. And I had a lot more energy. And I mean, part of it was also just like, you know, I lived in neighborhoods that were like much more accessible. So, you know, you were able to like, just like walk out and do stuff or it was like a two minute walk to the, to the Metro. And so you could, I, I Metro, I mean the subway, not, 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 uh, the, uh, the Metro <laughs> itself, <laughs> no. the popular, uh, uh, Quebec, uh, grocery chain Metro. I don't They're mean pretty that. popular here too, man. Yeah, were they, by the way, were they, dem- dominion before or was that fortino's i, I get all these I, I don't know man i know zeller's confused. is back too man yeah i don't I walk, know what that, I, I, why, why I walked that by is. a zeller's the other day where is zeller's man um see i can't o- tell you man. only some... zeller's i ever remember was cloverdale mall shout out to all my man. west end people no this this is my thing man like for some reason like i know seoul and tokyo like uh-huh. better than like toronto like i couldn't even tell you how to get to the annex from my place man like yo that's actually that, <laughs> yo, that's actually <laughs> no like if, if you took away my phone right now like no maps Liv- no nothing like i'd be like yo i'll figure that out man not like, even to dox you but you literally live on the same street <laughs> that intersects the annex like you can take the 510 to the annex i don't just even know what the, the 510 is man. man what do you um, mean no this no you're no, kidding man no but, you're but joking that's what i'm saying though this is what i'm saying like i i feel like i feel like i could i could like get more familiar with toronto yeah. in a way that like like i do when i like when i mean I, travel. I think like yes or no right i mean i think yes in the sense that like uh if you take a much more active like approach towards like your home life um mm. Like, you can definitely get more out of being at home, but also at the same time, like, I don't know, like, it's the same feeling I get um, when I go anywhere and then come back to Toronto. It's just like, Toronto is really comfortable. It's really nice. I feel pretty at ease. I feel pretty safe. I feel, um, like, just pretty comfortable in general. But, like, in terms of, like, things to do or, like, new things to see all the time in Toronto, like, it, it is a little bit harder. And and I And I... It's not to like put down Toronto in any way. Obviously, I love living here and I I love this place. Um, you know, but yeah, it is a distinctly different feeling than going elsewhere. And and maybe that's just because like we live here, or like we essentially grew up here and we've lived like twenty plus years here. Um, but you you're essentially born and well, not you weren't born here, but like you're mostly raised here as well. So I don't know, but it, is are there that many activities to do in Toronto? Like. If someone know, from, like, just... Seoul came here, would they have, like, a full weeks of itinerary to do? But, I mean, yeah, I feel like, but, like, it's, like... 
You're like, I, oh, I, here's I, the annex. Here's no, the junction, but, which kind of looks guess, like the annex, just a little farther west. Uh, no, but I guess it's like, you here's know, the like, waterfront, which is no, like, it's cool. like you water. know, like going mm. to like distillery district is like nothing for us because we've been here. But I guess mm. if somebody traveled here, like that's worth like, I don't know, a couple hours in the afternoon to like go walk around. Type. I mean, th- it's like three blocks. How, how slow are you walking around the, the <laughs> distillery district, man? Are you stopping no, you, for a cabbage no, or a, no, you crawling, a, a Negroni right? Acacias? Like, is, is that what's happening? Like, I do feel like you could put together like a nice itinerary for like a week, but like. No, you definitely can. You definitely Toronto can. Toronto compared to like a New York, compared to like, I don't know, man, like a Hong Kong, a Seoul, Tokyo, or like even yeah. like Montreal. Like, I yeah. don't know. Like, I even feel like Montreal, there's just. I don't, I don't know. It just feels like there's like there's more stuff to do. But again, like you said, it's because we're like well, from Toronto. Here. Also, like every it just pulls you downtown. Like everything you're doing is like pulls you towards downtown. And like I, I, I almost I prefer almost like to go out and like to different neighborhoods at this point and just yeah. see what the rest of Toronto feels like. Yeah, just feels like there's like a lot of restaurants and stuff. If you think about it, that like I probably yeah, yeah, like, monkey sushi. Haven't yeah, absolutely. Out, that I haven't checked out. You should get a punch card. If you get to all twenty five monkey sushi, it should be like when you collect all the Pokemon. Man. Yo, this is this you got to catch gonna, them all. Yeah, this is legit the new version of Pokemon Go, man. Yo, how many different types of California rolls can you have at Monkey Sushi? Man? Oh my god! Oh man, we need to get a sponsorship, man. Yo, monkey Everybody. sushi, man. Let us know. Yeah, I know you guys. I know you're Chinese people running that place too. So Yo, just go get let your, us know. Go, Hook us go, up, man. Yeah, go get your. Give me eighty percent off, man. Forget forty. <laughs> forty ain't enough right now. No, so yeah, it was interesting yeah. in Seoul too. There was like a uh, like a Raptor Show connection. So one of the Raptor Show listeners, uh, Lauren, she's uh, she's Korean. So then she like recommended a bunch of places for me. Oh, okay, nice to nice. to check out. And uh, one of them was this steakhouse called uh, Born and Bread. And she was like, oh, you got to go check it out. Mm. Um, I looked it up, you know, um, Thai dollar sign update. It was like one of those four dollar sign joints. <laughs> but I was I like, mean, when I'm traveling to the other thing with me is like, you know, like, yeah. money's just whatever. Like yeah. um, for me, it's just like, you know, just want to have a good time. But the problem was, so uh, my friend Tina doesn't eat meat. So so she couldn't go with me. And then mm. they didn't take reservations for one, because um, okay. a lot of because a lot of places you can reserve just just for a solo, but not there. So then through another Raptor show listener, uh, um, Samantha, her friend was actually in Korea um, okay. teaching as well. So I met up with her to go to this place. So, Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, and it was uh, no, it was good, man. It was good. Um, was it but, worth a? Uh... Four uh, wan signs. I don't, yo, that's insane. <laughs> Sorry, I had to um, look it up. I did not know what the, the Korean the currency was on top of my head. Yo, it's the hard. W with the two strikes through kind of looks like a WordPress logo. Anyway, yeah, sorry. it's kind of hard. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like it's hard for any of those spots to be like to to justify the price. But if you decide to go, like, it's a good spot. Like, I would recommend it. Which like, so what would you have? Is it like? So it's basically just like a like a set course meal. And they just cook a lot. They just cook the steak in front of you and stuff, and then they just serve. It's basically it's basically like a high end Korean barbecue meal, but gotcha. then it's like it's like the highest grade like like steak and stuff. Like I somehow ended up at one of these in 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 Tokyo too. Um, the spot called Hama Steakhouse. Like they serve the highest grade like Wagyu beef. It's like A five mm. or something. I was like looking up the grades. 
and like that's another like really high-end spot that the like i don't know man like i'm not a food person to the point where i can like tell the difference like um but like the food was good yeah like all right i just don't know of any like yeah i don't know if ever any of those like four or five dollar sign places are, are like worth it i guess you do it for like the experience and stuff yeah like yeah food was good though no, but here's the thing, though. You can, like, vary it up, right? Like, obviously, you can find, like, tons of cheaper food options in Oh, yeah, in yeah. That's, that's what I love about the high-low stuff. You eat street food and stuff. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you eat four won one day, but you eat, like, one won the oh, other day. Oh, like, like, that's that's what I love easy. about... That's what I love about Asia, like, Hong Kong, you know, as well. You know, I haven't been to some of these other places, so I can't speak on it. But, like, Seoul and, like, Tokyo, too, man. Like, Tokyo is well-known. I think a lot of journalists, um, um, you know, white journalists who like travel for the Olympics, like popularize and let people know about like how great the the convenience stores are there. Mm. Like I'm, a, I feel like I'm you're never... speaking about one very specific <laughs> no, person no, no, that, no, 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 that, not... I, that I am conjuring <laughs> <Not>... <laughs> right now, but, <laughs> no, but I'm going to DM you. Is, is this the person I, you're talking about? I know about? who you're talking about, but like, okay, um, yeah. but like um, even our guy, Wendy, uh, Brian Windhorse, I don't know if you remember when he went to the Olympics, I think there was still, I think COVID was still going on. Or like there was still like restrictions and stuff, uh-huh. and um, he just talked about going to like the convenience store every day, and he was like raving about it. And then I think, and I think like Tim Bontemps, I think Bontemps and we man just like didn't believe him. But like the convenience store food, yeah, uh, options in Japan are like incredible. I feel like this is well known at this point. But like it, it, Anthony it is, Bourdain, but it's also Anthony maybe Bourdain not, literally you know? called their fried chicken um at the lawson chains there the best fried chicken that he's ever had mm. and i do concur like it is really All good right. but it's yeah. funny because like the locals don't care about that stuff because i asked takashi and his friend about it and they like laughed at me they're like yeah it's really funny that foreigners come to japan and then think that like they're having the meal of a lifetime at these convenience stores i mean i think that's part of like the tourist experience right is like you believe like you're told these sort of fantastical things Mm -hmm. about this like very foreign place especially a place like asia where people typically feel like it's like opposite world over there and when it's really not but um but yeah you you believe all these like fantasies about uh where you're going to and then you essentially want to like live out that sort of like experience you know what i mean or like to sort of claim it as your own and sort of either reinforce that fantasy or sort of break it Um, yeah no i think that's so Is that sort of like, did you feel that in a way? Like, what were your expectations going to this trip? Like, what did you want out of the, the trip? Because honestly, I, you know, uh, you know, now that I have Instagram and now that you have unmuted yourself from my account, <laughs> because when you ran both your account and my account, you intentionally muted yeah, from I my account to see your see my own. I just didn't want to see my own stuff. I mean, you listen to the, your own pod, so like, I don't know why you would Yo, want to see, just see your own photos. Yo, I should have brought a mic on the trip, man. The way I was jet lag, we we could have we could have knocked out a couple pods. Nah, man. Nah, it's and it's all good. It's all good. No, no, I, no, I, I had no. to I had to learn the struggle. I had to learn the no, struggle. No, 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 no. I wanted that for myself. That this wasn't even for you oh. or for the show because I wanted to blast it on on the flight. No, nah, you're sick. Because I love because I love listening. Yeah, we should have record. Next time you go on a long flight, we're we're recording a pre-flight banter pod. Yo, I'm not so you lie. have in-flight entertainment, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. On my flight there, as I was going through the movie selection, I was like, "Damn, man, we should have recorded one right after our Hong Shing <laughs> event, man." Which I guess we still got to talk about at some point. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. But I was like, "Man, I was pissed." But yeah, no, I I think I think what I wanted out of the trip, like I was just excited to check out Seoul. 
as a city. And you know, Tokyo, um, like I've been there uh, twice. You know, the first time I went was like I think 2009. Um, oh, marriage just, days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So like I, I don't remember much from that trip. A lot of it has been blocked out. If I mm. ever post photos from there, I guess I gotta crop people out. <laughs> Hey, if I gotta do a throwback, it's okay, man. Let's, we don't we need I'm, to do that. We don't yo, need to do that. Imagine if man. I'm posting photos with like the blurred out faces. No, man. That would be a real cry for help. <laughs> you you circle then... your ex wife being like Glizzy gone. Oh my God, man. I'm gonna have to get the new Google Lizzie Pixel gone. just to edit the photos. Oh, and then, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, and no then disrespect. Second... All due respect. No, all due no, respect. no, no, no. All respect to all humans. Um, And then. And then 20, I think I went in 2016 as well. So like, you know, for me, Seoul is just like kind of exploring a new place. Yeah, yeah, um, You know, being able to check it out. You know, Tokyo, you know, I've been familiar with it. Done a lot of the tourist things. So this time, like I mentioned, like when I was doing my research and putting to- together like my 25 page Google Doc, like there were just specific like places I wanted to check out, like like things I, I really wanted to do there. Mm. Um, and I just, I don't know, man, I, I love... I love Tokyo, man. Like, I love the energy there. Um, like, I, I think it aligns with a lot of just, like, my interests. Like, you know, for me, like, when I go back to Asia, like, I start remembering more, like, stuff that really, like, piqued my interest in my childhood. Like, even going back to, like, basic things like, oh, anime, manga, and, like, things that I used to grow up, like, mm-hmm. watching and stuff. And, like, you know, I really like, I really like the shopping there, the restaurants there. I don't know, man. Like, there's just the whole vibe there. Like, like to me um like i just i just feel like i align with with that city um with tokyo like really well and stuff so Hmm. um for me it was just it was just to kind of get away and then get that experience i I was telling i think i was telling takashi to this when i when i was meeting up with them it's just like you know like i've traveled to europe like all these different places and stuff but like when i'm in asia i just feel at home you know like even though like i'm not korean i'm not japanese whatever Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. i'm from hong kong and maybe it's as simple as like I, I, you know, like I don't stand out, especially when I'm like a solo traveler and stuff. Like I don't feel like a tourist, and I feel comfortable, like just moving around and going to places and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas like some other places I don't. So no, I want to cool, do more man. exploring in Asia and stuff. So you know, yeah. I already already tentatively made plans with my mom to go back to Hong Kong next September. So oh, word, definitely gonna use that as an excuse. Might oh yeah, spring might, pad. Might might go to Japan. Um, you know, might might check out the mainland. Yo, I was gonna uh, say you, you gotta come. You gotta come to the mainland, bro. Yeah, I, gotta check uh, I, I got family in the mainland, man. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't just mean like in Guangzhou or whatever, like on the other side of the border. Like, <laughs> no, I mean like go into the mainland, man. Like, yeah, no, yeah, honestly, yeah. you would you would love you would love Sichuan, man. You would love Sichuan. You probably love Shanghai as well. Yeah, no, um, I feel like I need to yeah. hit up Shanghai. So I'll probably see if I can talk my cousin or like some of my friends in Hong Kong to going with me and stuff. You know, maybe maybe take a trip to Macau. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't, man. No, I mean, I went to Macau, like, I don't know, like, years ago. But I've never been there as a degenerate. Like, Weren't you a I degenerate years ago? Yeah, bro, <laughs> no, man, I went, about? I went what? when I was, like, eight years old, man. You like, said you, well, your parents... You said your parents used to take you as a kid to go to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, to, like, eat the buffet. And, uh, like, okay, you know, all right. Take in some secondhand smoke type vibes, you know? <laughs> I wasn't sitting at the poker table. <laughs> Like raising pre flop, being in Asia with with kings, like holy man. Oh man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This was the thing here. Here in the depth of like, because it's not just like there was no raptor show content. There Mm. was like no like basketball content. Period. Right. So I was like, 
I still need something to like occupy my like time. And so I caught up on like a whole bunch of old episodes of like Code Switch or things like that and like whatever, mm. right? And I was like, but again, those episodes are like shorter. They're so well curated, but it doesn't hold you for long periods of time. And I was like, I have a lot of time right now in, in the summer when I'm essentially off. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and listen to some old Stephen LeBron radio episodes. Oh, so took in, um, what did you guys watch? Oh, you guys watch Rounders. Oh, you was, and Wes was that me watched and Wes? Rounders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, w- I realized I had never actually watched Rounders myself. So it's I not, also, it's I made like sure to watch movie. the movie so I can also, so then I could listen to the pod. It's which, not a uh, great, it's not like a great movie, but I think it's yeah. like, if you like poker, it's like an easy movie to watch, you know, like, it's yeah. easy. Yeah, I, I wanted more poker. Like I don't feel like there's, you know what I mean. Was there not enough poker? Like the like, whole thing was poker. You're just gonna what do you show need? me clips of like Johnny Chang and like Eric Seidel. Yo, that was so hard though. When he watched clips, but then he like sat down at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then he like, who what was that guy? KGB. Like he plays with his with his cookies or something. Is that his tell or something? I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no. Your your assessment was you you couldn't buy into his character because he became a cartoon towards the end. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. was a, also, was I'm pretty my... sure that guy's not like remotely Russian. Like, I think he's just like a full-blooded American who had to put on a. <laughs> yeah, he looked like accent. he was from Nebraska, man. <laughs> like, I was like, this is part of the Nick Nurse clan. That's that's a Nurse brother, man. Yeah, you know, that's Nate Bjorkgren. He from Iowa, man. Damn, I was in my movie review bag, man. That's how bad the global pandemic was. No, the pandemic talk was wild too. Because I'm like, you know what? I think mm. back on it, I was like. Especially, I feel like it, it definitely did capture like the feeling at that time because I definitely remember like society's never going to be the same again, or like mm. we're just gonna like permanently like live with this. And and to some extent, I think that is definitely true. Um, and I'm not trying to downplay the effects of it at all, but I just mean that like I, I don't think at that time I had envisioned like what it would be like right now, where you know you could mostly go back to operating your life at like. I don't know, 80, 90% of what it was before. I thought it was like permanently just going to be like very, very difficult to, to operate. So no, for sure. Man. It was like, kind of a trip. Cause you guys were talking about like the NBA reopening and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, it kind of went off without a hitch. Minus, uh, you know, Daniel <laughs> minus House. the actual hitch review. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the hitch episode. Oh, I gotta listen. To, I gotta listen to the hitch episode again. No, we had, we had some bangers there. I like, I like, I told you off air, man, we got to do Asian rewatchables. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, that's so easy. Like I, I just watched. I don't know if you ever watched the Infernal Affairs trilogy. Like this is the the movies that that um was inspired uh, Martin Scorsese's The Departed. Okay. Like it's like a Hong Kong trilogy series. All right. Um, like a like a you you should definitely look it up. It's like a classic. You know, um, I realized we never watched in, in that because we were doing like because I you yeah we did Rush we Hour did like One a, we, we did, did like Rush Enter Hour the Two Dragon didn't we do Enter Bruce the Lee? Dragon. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, we did Joy Luck Club Gems. at the end, I think. Joy Luck Club. Um, yeah. we did Hitch, obviously, iconic episode. Yeah, I'm surprised we never did a you know crowd, uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon. <laughs> what are we gonna do, man? Break down the choreography of the fights? No, I, I just feel like it's such an iconic movie. We, we I don't remember. I don't remember much like from that movie, to be honest. It's. I mean, it's. It was. It was a Mandarin, right? So. Well, no, we got to do like deep cuts, like Jackie Chan, um, the tuxedo. Like, Ooh, yeah, like, we we do talk about the tuxedo and the medallion all the time. <laughs> do we? I mean, isn't look, there again, like Shanghai Noon? Didn't they try to make Jackie yeah, yeah. Chan and Owen Wilson a thing? No, they made like a Western 
Well, it's not even a Western. It's really just the Jackie Chan movie set they in a Western. They made a Western set. with an Eastern, man. What are yeah. they doing? You can't East make conferences, West, man. Sh- shout out to East Meet West Bistro <laughs> and uh, McMaster. Holy. Yeah, no, we, we got we to gotta get into the deep cuts. But the movie I told you that you need to watch is the first slam dunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is out in he... theaters right now. Like, I, I watched it in Japan. Uh-huh. And I, I actually just came back home from watching it um, today. Like yeah. Cineplex. Yeah. So what's what's going on? I, I saw from your stories that you also like made you turn your own trip into a theme trip. Oh, around, yeah, did like, I? Yeah, some I guess... soccer anime. Oh, yeah. So there's a soccer anime called um, what's it called in English? Uh, Captain Captain Subasa, I think. And it's um, it's very popular, actually. Vivek messaged me and said that he actually watched it growing up. Hmm. Um, okay. and Mark Savella as well said he watched it in, in, uh, in Italian growing up. Um, hmm. so I just went to the hometown of the creator of that anime manga and was just able to check out the city. Cause like the city really celebrates, um, you know, everything like at all the parks and stuff, they have statues, there's like restaurants that are like themed and, right. um, there's just a lot of cool stuff there that I was, that I was able to check out and and learned about um you're gonna need to help me with this um who's this guy uh andres iniesta what bro how do you not know iniesta man <laughs> i thought how do i know iniesta man but like did you say wa- you went to you did a camp new tour like back in the day oh yeah yeah but again i blocked that part of my life out man oh okay so all right i can't, I can't remember if i bro. send you photos i'm gonna have to blur faces okay um, <laughs> that's but- crazy it sounds like a drake bar so i keep going <laughs> um but so he he was one of like a few like pro football players who said that like this yeah, this yeah. anime like actually inspired he played in japan play. for a long time he played yes, for Vissel kobe yes, for like the last like song. four or five years at least i think he's come to like play in qatar or something yeah so so they teams, honored but, him at the subway yeah. station when you go to the city wow like, there's a signed jersey of him there and there's like a whole wing just like dedicated to telling his story and stuff Yo, so, by the way, if you want like a good like 10 minutes, I don't, I don't know how much you are into soccer mm-hmm. uh, other than that you're not that into soccer. But like mm-hmm. Iniesta is probably like one of the few players you should definitely watch a, like a 10 minute highlight clip where the background music is like Darude Sandstorm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, any any Darude Sandstorm mixtape I'm in, man. Yeah, it's like no, a, show, it's like a saturation some... <laughs> hue that's added to the video. Show some but, like uh, Sung, is amazing, Sung, man. Sung Min, man. You know I had to pick up a Tottenham polo when I was in the oh, motherland in Seoul? Of course, that, bro. That's kind of sick. That's kind of sick. Of course, because there's a football sick. pop-up store there um, that, that was happening at one of the big department stores. And so they had like all these different lockers. There's a Tottenham one. I don't think I saw a Liverpool one. There was a Man City one. There was like a Man United. So you know, I had to. There's had a. To I'm trying to yeah, collect. I, I'm trying to collect gear from every team. Man. That's crazy. Right well, so, why? <laughs> so I got Liverpool lockdown. I got a vintage Man U kit. I got Tottenham. You didn't get a G Sung Park. <laughs> Who? Remember um, we remember we gave away that jersey at the live show. Oh, was that the one that Josh from the, Vintage We Trust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he had okay. like a Carling Cup, like G Sung Park, long sleeve United tee from like you know 2008. Show us a Josh from Vintage We Trust, man. This guy gave away a Yao Ming jersey at at our at our first event or our yeah. event with Chris Boucher. Yeah, and then he gave and then he gave this soccer jersey. Like this man just putting out grails to the people, man. Plus, he giving you the family discount, man. Yeah, the family discount. Although I think it's supporting his family more than my family. So, hey, it's, so, it's okay. 
<laughs> yeah, it's crazy though, because like all the vintage shops I went to in Seoul. I was gonna say, how and, much shopping and, did you do? And in Tokyo, I mean, honestly, I didn't do as like like I bought a lot of stuff, but like I thought yeah. I'd be doing more shopping because like I think I just yeah I ended up like doing more like just like checking out food spots, um, uh-huh. checking out different areas in Tokyo. So like I didn't actually uh, like give a lot of time to like shopping and stuff. Like not as much as I thought I was gonna. Okay, because I got some based... stuff for you. I got some stuff for you, bro. Cause oh, like, I appreciate you, bro. You know, since since you know, I know you got me eventually on that ten dollars of of shipping that we're gonna do when we buy those Liverpool kits. Yeah, yeah, obviously, man. Just <laughs> yeah. let me know, man. You let know, me know. I, got you. I also bought like fifty postcards. I think I got more postcards than I have friends, man. Yo, here's the thing: postcards is is like probably postcards my number is, one thing to buy. On, yo, on postcards is the gift card of like traveling gift. What is, like, wait, hold on. What does that mean? Because it's the easiest thing. Like it, it, it can no. be. It's thoughtful, but it's no, like. But you have to easy. write a message on it, though. Here's the thing. I gotta, you gotta write, write a message. message. I'm handing these all blank, man. No, I gotta, man. I gotta You're write defeated. a. No, man. What? Oh, man. What am I gonna write on it? This is from Korea. Like yeah, and some sort of thought that like really you're supposed you to, to that write place them? or that. Yes. Oh, what? I, just, I can't just hand it out. Bro, what is the point? Why you just give me a photo card? No, but here's a card from Korea that you couldn't get from here. Okay, I, I don't mind getting like a stack of uh, postcards or anything like that. I love but, like, collecting no. postcards. No, write a, write a little message, man. Oh my God. See, now yeah. this becomes work, man. Like I, I should have just spent money on a real gift. Then. Yo, half my time on flights after these long trips are just like writing postcards to friends and family, you know? Yeah, damn, man. You're yeah. you're you're a real thoughtful dude, man. No, this is I mean, yes, but also like no, cuz this is just what postcards are for. Why do you no, think for, they have a whole blank space on the back to write? I know. I I know like the traditional like use uh-huh. of a postcard, oh, but if, you tell me you you this is a modern <laughs> postcard. No, like I'm I'm familiar with like pen pals and stuff. You know, you send a <laughs> send a postcard to a friend like for uh-huh. real. Yeah. But like if I'm bringing a postcard back, the postcard itself is the gift. <laughs> like not okay, the message right. no nah, man, man. The, the message is heat man it, the, again the message doesn't have to be that deep but no to me the thoughtfulness is in, in that i spent money like i spent money yeah. on you you know like i bought something for you no like that's that's, that's the message yeah. i mean the message is you, you paid like <laughs> five yen or 500 yen yeah, I, that's how, right. how, how does how does japanese currency even work why is it so why is it such Yo, a high so, number but yeah no but korean's even more korean is like one dollar oh, one dollar Canadian is a thousand Korean won. A, a thousand won. Okay. Yeah. Word. So five bucks is like five thousand. So like, what can you get with a thousand won? Um, not much, I guess. You could probably get. Can a you can you get a can you get street food with with a thousand won? No, like even that they're charging like three four dollars. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, Damn. In Japan, right. you can get away with a lot of stuff. Like like I mentioned, um, you know the the aforementioned journalists. <laughs> that you dm'd me and and yeah. others have, have made it clear you can you can go to a convenience store and like grab like a bunch of stuff and it's like seven bucks meanwhile i gotta be I mean, it's a here. convenience store what do no, i expect man but, but I, bro I mean, that's I, like that in toronto bro i come mean? back here i go to Raba. if i pick up anything from Raba, it's eight bucks you never did the two for five uh gatorade uh deal at a local <laughs> gas station <laughs> what <laughs> man we can't live like this man yeah, no, we, our society is not the same. No, we it's are, we are, there are, there's levels to this. No, this is this is what I'm saying, man. Like, I don't know, man. There's a lot of things I can't respect here. But, no, that's fair. 
anyways yeah gift cards but you know i don't know i got oh. i got specific stuff so not that much for, shopping for my friends yeah i did i guess like not much by my standard but yeah i bought a lot of stuff i had to i had to buy a whole new carry-on luggage because i'd only brought two duffel bags there mm. So, okay, so that's like, three duffel bags. Now, relating to a previous episode, did you declare anything at customs? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. But oh, really? Okay. Yeah, listen, right. man, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to get arrested off of. <laughs> no one's gonna arrest you on the banter pod, man. I no, promise, listen, man. It's listen, not that serious. Listen, brother, it was the smoothest customs process because, like, I didn't know the arrive can app is still a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. And so you can pre-fill out your declaration form there. Right, so you can save yourself thirty that. seconds. Yeah, no, save yourself a lot, man, because then you go to an advanced line, like mm. an express line, uh, basically a Nexus line, and true, then, true, true, so true. I was like the first one out um, of of the flight because everybody, most people, had to go to the normal line. The guy didn't even ask me where I traveled to, how many days I went, what I picked up. He just mm. took my sheet, and that was it. So I, mean, I just cruise right through. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I also you know dress like i don't spend a lot of money so um did you did you put in the, the like oh, i came back with a roughly 200 dollars of uh, yeah, yeah I, I declared 500 bucks oh okay yeah. actually they right. changed the rule now because like you don't actually declare an amount you just declare whether you're over the limit or not what's the so limit like so when you're there when you're out for seven days plus once you're out seven days or more internationally it's capped at 800 800 yeah Yo, this is some broke boy travel, man. Why yeah, do yeah, I have to yeah. pay for something over eight hundred, man? <laughs> yeah, that's such so. an arbitrarily low number. Yeah, so yeah, no. Now that I think about it, I'm just looking at my room. Yeah, I did buy a lot of stuff because I'm, uh, I'm just I'm no, because I was looking at again your your stories and yeah. uh, I mean, there was I only a lot of you in vintage shops. Here's the thing: there were three from from my perspective of your trip. <laughs> there were three three things you did on this trip. Number one, eat like uh like a beef broth with glass noodles. Mm. in metal plates or in bowls i feel like mm. that was primarily in korea you were doing i had a this. lot i had a lot of soup based stuff in, obviously in korea. i mean it's 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 a it's asia and also b it's summertime like you know this is drinking a hot soup actually would cool you down um yeah I feel surprisingly like. though i didn't have a lot of ramen in, in japan that, that's okay that's okay yeah. um number two was you going to different vintage stores and being like <laughs> yo i picked up this you know uh, yeah, I guess I, Nomo, I guess uh, I only I guess I only nineteen ninety six. I really Jersey. only show like five percent of my purchases on IG. Like I'm not big on no, posting that's all my purchases and stuff. And then and then the third was uh, was meeting up with Takeshi. So yeah, let let the Raptors fan uh, show universe. Uh, this is a, oh, yeah, this, yeah, is a, couple, this is a great link up. Yeah, so tell oh, the yeah, story. Oh yeah, a couple there. basketball things. Um, so yes, the Takeshi meetup was was incredible and honestly, like a couple of years in the making. I don't think Takashi needs any introduction, you know, obviously cover the Raptors. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things um, that he mentioned to me when Mr. we met up, I'm here to ask once again about Yuta Watanabe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got an update. That's my guy, too. man. If yeah. I forget, if I forget to update you on the Yuta Ramen thing, remind me. Cause I do. Have oh, an what? Oh um, man. Let's go. So, Story's not yeah, dead. No, I We're took, I done. took, no, I took that story arc international, man. It was pretty mm. wild. So, but he said, because obviously Utah is in, in Phoenix now. Yes. And well, he was in Brooklyn before, mm-hmm. um, you know, he says he doesn't have time to like watch the Raptors anymore, like as much as he used to, because like for his work, he has to follow Rui and and Utah. Yeah. So like he actually yeah. doesn't have the time, but he says that he's only following the Raptors through listening to our show. Wow. Yeah. So, um, All right. no, that really warmed my heart. No. So I met up with him on on Saturday before I left because he 
works on uh, a basketball magazine there called uh, Gekken Basketball, which is a monthly ma- uh, basketball magazine, basically like a slam magazine over there, like super popular. And Sick. he was closing out like a FIBA World Cup like issue that week. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was super busy from Monday to Friday, but we met up on Saturday and we went to a soba noodle spot and he was also nice enough to to bring his friend um kasuhiko shimamoto who mm-hmm. is like a basketball legend in japan so give me the give me the north american comp no so i'll give you his resume man like okay, this right, man right. this man was like the the first We're playing the basketball reference game but no what's, like what's... you don't understand man 19 19 so he's 77 now but in 1973 yeah. he launched the basketball magazine the takashi like um works for now okay so he sick. launched like the basketball magazine in 1973 and helped like make basketball and you got to think about like in the 70s like like come on basketball wasn't even that popular in like the u.s exactly yeah, like yeah, let yeah, alone sure. japan yeah. right and then he became a coach i think he coached for like four decades um you know across like different levels in japan including coaching uh utah when when utah was just 11 years old wow um, and when the NBA first brought uh, uh, basketball games to Tokyo um, in the early 90s, he was the one that worked directly with David Stern to help bring the games here. Wow. Um, Damn. And, and like he, so during the, during our hangout, like he was flexing on me like crazy. So like Jerry Buss, um, obviously, you know, RIP, you know, owner of the Lakers, he had an assistant who was from Japan, who okay. was super close to, 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 to Mr. Shimamoto. And they were, and like, he got to know, he got to know Jerry Buss as well. So he showed me an authentic 2000 Lakers championship ring that Jerry Buss sent. Oh, to damn. Like he, right. just in the middle, like we went to an Izakaya after just to like have more drinks and stuff. And like in the middle of it, he just pulls out this championship ring case and just pulls out a ring. And it's like engraved. Like with all the details and stuff, and this is like the first Shaq and Kobe ring. Yeah, and I was just like, "Damn!" I was like, "Yeah, I got a twenty dollars one of the Raptors one from twenty nineteen." Like, I don't know what you mm. want me to say. Um, but the biggest thing is he's super close friends with um, Takahiko Inui, who's the creator of the Slam Dunk manga. Oh wow! Like they're like close to the point where back in the early nineties, they went to the U.S. together. And went on an NBA arena tour where they visited 15 cities, like just to watch basketball games. Damn. He's also like a national like commentator, basketball commentator here in Japan. So like he's like a true like legend. Bro, you're telling me you met like Japanese Hubie Brown, essentially. No, like pretty much. And like probably wow. on a bigger level. So like Damn. This is why Takashi right. wanted to bring him um for us to connect. And his so there's a coaching character. There's a there's a coach in the Slam Dunk manga, mm-hmm. and he's the real life inspiration for that character. Damn. No, like it's crazy. Like my mind was blown because like, because like Slam Dunk like was a huge like that was the in, like entry point for me for like, um, getting into basketball growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like this just like blew my mind. And me him like his like obviously my Japanese is not great, and his English was like okay. So Takashi was kind of. What like, do you mean your Japanese is not great, bro? Say say ten yo, things in Japanese. On, like, come on, come man. on, bro. You know you All know right. you know I'm learning. Um, oh, but are then, you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then um, but Takashi was there as like an intermediary. Yeah, yeah. To to help us like communicate. Um, but I got to get on Duolingo because because my guy because my guy Mr. Shimamoto has been on Duolingo 
learning English. So like he was actually able to like tell me a lot of stories and stuff. But me and him were just geeking out just over Slam Dunk and stuff. Like I don't think when I told him I was a fan, like I don't think he understood until we started talking. Mm -hmm. Just like about the finer points of like the series and stuff. Like just like how much I was like into it and stuff. And like, you know, the three of us just had a great time. It was great catching up with Takashi. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he just like casually like also just mentioned that like, oh yeah, like I'm the only person to like have interviewed Michael Jordan one-on-one in Japan. Cause apparently oh. MJ came to Japan in like 2015 and he got like a 15 minute sit down with him. No, that's crazy. He like hands me a sneaker magazine. I guess like they published in like 2015. He's like, yeah, this has an interview of me, me and MJ in there. He's like, here's that's a crazy. gift for you. I was like, damn, man. I was like, damn, whatever, yo, we're number one. <laughs> yo, they, they really just flexed <laughs> on you this whole time. No, no, but it was but like such amazing, a, man. No, but it yeah. was like such a great experience, just like hearing both of their careers and stories and like mm-hmm. all the things that they've experienced. Like I, I legit like came away like just so inspired by them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like wow. for them to like lay down these type of roots, especially in in a country like Japan where basketball is not a number one sport or like super popular as like say baseball. Um, or even soccer like mm. it's it's super impressive like these guys were these guys have been like for like decades now combined just been at the forefront of like helping to push the sport there like like for me like seeing that impact was crazy so then we did start talking about um the utah thing because takashi uh was, was, no, telling, was telling mr no, shuamoto he's like yo these these two clowns been trying to set up a ramen thing and i could tell like, mr. yeah i i, I do one-on-one interviews with mj yeah i talked yeah, to david I, I stern could t- i could tell uh, mr shuamoto was cracking up at us meanwhile like, we're like can we have one ramen <laughs> dinner or lunch yeah so then so then the way he broke it down was uh-huh. he told takashi he's like he's like you guys are coming at it wrong he's like the, the prefecture that utah's from it's udon yeah. that's like super popular it's not okay ramen. yeah so That's he's like, fine, man. he's like, yeah, I know you'll, I know you're fine with switching the venue, man. I'm fine with thicker noodles. Let's do it, baby. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have the heart to tell Takashi about the IG DM. We love Utah, man. Because I didn't want to no, get. No, that's lo- not a we. That was a me. That no, was a me. No, no, it was we because you told me to DM. No, I him. forced your hand. I forced your hand. This is why I, was, I need to control my own account, man. I was traveling in New York on a Sunday, and this was when Utah like posted it as like he was at his condo cleaning up, and you frantically DM me. You're like, yo, this is our last chance. He's leaving the city tonight. Yo, don't tell Takeshi. Skip this up. Skip this episode. Takeshi, Yo, Takeshi man, I want you to translate this all. No, I'm on, no, a, I'm on an email thread right now with you and Mr. Shimamoto. So, no, like, no, no, no. I want you to, I want you to relay this message over. But no, anyway, so, so Mr. Shimamoto said he's gonna see Utah later this month because I think he's going to cover the, the no, man. World Imagine Cup. Utah in, gets pressed. No, like in, this. in Okinawa. So he's like, he's like, he's. Like, I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna tell him to just go for this meal, um, and, no, and, and just crazy. make it happen. So, so, so the story, the storyline has been revived. You're making st- his this legend of basketball <laughs> in Japan, who coached sit, Utah when Utah sit was Utah ten, down to have tried. one ramen dinner with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, come on, man. This- Anyways, after all that flexing at the end of the night, you know, I shame, you know, I shamelessly went into my tote bag. And, you know, pulled out a Jalen Harris Raptors jersey. <laughs> and it was like, well, here's what I have for you, Takashi. And Mr. Shimamoto, I'm not familiar with your game, so I brought you absolutely nothing. 
except for some laughs. So then, so then, first of all, Takashi was wearing a 2016 Toronto NBA All Star jersey, which I found out. No, so it's a jersey that they gave out to media when they played in the media game that took place at All Star Weekend, which I wasn't even privy to. Like I mean, yeah, I, I was not familiar. So then he the was one time maybe All Star was in the city. I, I didn't even get credentials. So you know, there's yeah, you were this, you were a youngin back then. Though. I was a youngin back then. No, you were you were in your monkey sushi phase. So like you're <laughs> you're excused. Some would say I still am, but <laughs> yeah. on a different level. So so he was already rocking a jersey, but when I because like I'm like yo, you're familiar with this, right? And then he's like, yeah, man, you joke about it all the time because like he understands like you know the story behind the jalen harris and he was so excited he like threw it on right away mm-hmm. and it wasn't even no like polite thing like he was genuinely excited and he was like i now have two raptors jerseys a utah watanabe and 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 a jalen harris bro he's gonna have fond memories of tampa <laughs> bay man so i also told him next time you see utah wear the jalen harris and ask utah if you remember no ask him who we play for man <laughs> yeah Yo, do the imagine doing the best reference game with just Jalen Harris, man. <laughs> Anyways, Takashi wanted uh to play one on one as well. Oh wait, yeah, please but, tell me you guys found time. No, man. but he said it was too hot, and and he said it's too that, hot, bro. It was like thirty eight degrees there every day, man. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But like, what yeah, about was, nighttime? Nah, nighttime did get uh, a little better, but like he said that if he had more time, because like he was busy during the week, like he actually wanted to like meet at a park. To like play one on one, so like I told him next. No, time, he would have cooked you, bro. Uh, yeah, he sent me footage. Um, he actually sent me footage today of him hooping in the Jalen Harris jersey. That's um, that's sick. You know, so, he's the only. Here's the thing: he's the only person in all of Japan. How many? Like Japan has like I don't know, hundred twenty five million. Yeah, hundred million people. Yeah, like out of a hundred million people, he's the only one with that jersey. First of all, I think it is kind of cool. I think there's only one of them in the world outside uh, of family and friends. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. That um, that's that's fair. Except for you know, I'm sure Sexy Beast and his friends. One of them has like an authentic one. Um, like but here's the thing, because it's not even just any Jalen Harris jersey. It's the purple alternate. <laughs> it's the purple alternate. Plus, I was, it's so funny that it's number two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's so yeah. funny that it's the post Kawhi number two. Hey, so <laughs> that was the just, first guy to wear number two after Kawhi, man. It just killed me. But like, yeah, it's uh it's uh the Jalen Harris jersey is now residing in the Chiba Prefecture. So that's, that's and, hard. And that's Takashi hard. Was super and to think, at one point, excited. you were you were gonna sell it to anybody for fifty Canadian dollars, man. Was that was that a real offer that I put up? I, I, I believe if we go back on Run It Back episodes, oh, I God, think you well, were openly <laughs> asking people if they would well, like this to purchase. jersey that I probably paid one hundred fifty for has been gifted to my dear friend Takashi. Worth no, every man. penny just to see his reaction. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's that, no, that's yeah. actually really cool, man. No, I'm, the, I'm, I'm uh, no, the hangout was you guys great. Up. Yeah. The hangout was great. You know, the other basketball related thing I went to too. Like I checked out um, a spot called um, uh, a basketball cafe. Um, I think in English it's called Ball Tongue, uh, but you can find them on IG Basketball Cafe underscore, and it's run by um, these two really cool people, uh, Murr and Hazuki who, again, this was a basketball-themed bar that Takashi had told me about. Um, so I was able to, you know, I DM'd them on Twitter, just let them know that I was dropping by. And, you know, when I walked in, they were bumping um, you and Assad on the Raptor show. Oh, um, All over the bar. 
was like, I was like, yo, why am I hearing Will's voice talking about like Fred was dribbling too much or whatever? <laughs> and how they needed to replace him. I'm like, yo, this is the last thing that I need on this trip right now. But no, for if anyone uh, goes to Tokyo, that's a super cool place to check out. Um, they're really cool people. Like we actually ended up hanging out for like three hours, hmm. just chatting about hoop and stuff. Um, um, huge, they're huge Blazers fans. So they, they they kept telling me Blazers and and Bucks. They kept telling what? me that they, they they kept telling me that the that that Dame uh, you know there's a chance that Dame might stay in Portland. Uh huh. Um, and I was like, you know, get ready to learn Tyler Hero, buddy. Oh, um, no, no, tough. no. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, they also lived in LA and New York for like a year and a half. Just like super like creative people. Yeah. Um, super interesting people, and it was cool. Just like I, I think like especially of course because they live in Japan and stuff even though they've had exposure to like North America, like I think people are always interested when you're like covering the NBA over here. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Cause like man. we get so close to like everything. And like, it did make me realize like just sharing some stories with them, like even telling them how we played like a pickup game at like Scotiabank arena and stuff. Mm. Um, just little stuff like that. I'm like, damn, I guess we do get to do a lot of cool stuff here in Toronto. Yeah, no, of course, man. No, like, I, I don't that's, realize that. That's why I, I always yeah. say, dude, we, we shouldn't take this job for granted. Yeah. <laughs> but that's more of an offline conversation. <laughs> but, I, don't know if, I don't know if that's even offline, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a lost cause, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's all good, man. No, I, I, sometimes you just need to travel to see a different perspective on your own life. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. now it's back to the regularness of life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now Which you're back is, uh, to forty percent off monkey sushi. So, anyways, you know, did you have monkey sushi out there? <laughs> <laughs> anyways, respects to uh, respects to basketball cafe. Um, uh-huh. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, shouts to Takashi. Shouts to the legend, Mr. Mm. Shimamoto. You know, I, was, I feel like I was you should so... only ever call him Mr. Shimamoto. No, man. no, like this is the respect. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, you know, I guess I should call Takashi Mr. Shibata as well. So. Oh, and at no, the basketball no, cafe, because they know Takashi. Takashi got Utah to like sign some stuff for them to like frame at the bar. Uh-huh. Which which I, I was like, damn, man, like Takashi, man, hook up some signed stuff for us, man. Yo, relax. No, relax. But when, We've but, already got no, but that's Japanese what I'm saying. Hubie Brown to press them about. No, but that's ramen. what I'm saying. When when you're in Japan, you gotta like be respectful and stuff. Yo, you know? honestly, when when that schedule drops, I wanna hear I wanna see Utah circle Toronto on his calendar. He's not gonna circle Toronto. I, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a reservation <laughs> seven months in advance. Oh no, no. So the <laughs> other embarrassing story I told them too was uh when Utah What's came more back. embarrassing than this. <laughs> so there was one time when Utah came back from Brooklyn, uh with Brooklyn this season. When uh-huh. you were sick, remember you weren't there, and yeah, yeah, and and I ran into Utah pregame, and I like cornered him, and I told him, I'm like, yo, it's just me tonight. Will sick? That's crazy, man. <laughs> and, and Mr. Shimamoto was like, okay, what's the point of this? You guys are just stalking him. He's like, yo, I'm telling you stories about Jerry Buss sending <laughs> yeah. me a championship. No, ring. he's he's like, I told David Stern how to promote basketball in Japan. <laughs> And you're telling me you cornered Utah after he hit 50 Yo. corner threes in warmups? I'm like, oh, damn. I've no, never felt like, so small before. This is like you like somehow ending up in a studio with Jay-Z and then playing him Popeye's just changed everything. Yeah. Right? Yo, that's wild, man. Yo, dinner with Jay-Z would be crazy. Dinner with Jay-Z while you showed him I'm the lethal weapon? It's crazy, it's man. It's like Jay Coles, I want him to pass the baton, but he just passed the Patron. Oh man. Anyways, um, uh, no, good times, man. Yeah. All right. No, it sounded like a great trip, man. I'm happy. Um, yeah, you feel refreshed? Like, 
Yeah, I had a blast, man. I'm trying to go to a few more places. I'm, I might got to hop on over to Montreal for a weekend. Yeah. Um, this summer or something. Maybe do a New York or something before the season starts. Cause... I was also thinking of going to New York just for like a random week. Oh, just where? to like, Because again, like we have, I, there's a lot of free time. And like I'm well, going to Chicago yeah. end of uh, end of August. Oh, nice. Uh, for like four or five days. So I'm going to, you know, continue to live out the bear uh, cosplay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Wait, is that a real restaurant there that you can visit? No, no, no. But it's like I mean, there's up. like, there's like certain restaurants. I mean, like, I just kind of wanted to eat in restaurants in in Chicago. I just didn't realize that the the culinary scene was so like advanced out there. But also, yeah. it's Chicago's a very affordable place to live too. I found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess, like, I don't know. Like, it's not a big city. I think no. What do you mean? Uh, Chicago is a huge city, man. Chicago has like, more people than I think in Toronto. Really? Sure. I think the three biggest cities in the states is like uh, New York, L.A., and I, Chicago. I, damn. Okay, my bad on that. Um, I because I remember, but it's probably like sprawled out. Like it's probably less concentrated than like a New York. Because I remember right before the the global pandemic when I went there for um, All Star Weekend when when Adam Silver said he wasn't worried about COVID. Mm. Um, meanwhile it was the rule was hey if you just stand six feet back meanwhile i was like breathing a, i was breathing in howard beck and dan wikey's like entire being at, at okay, the press right, that's, that's a nasty thought man <laughs> no because like we were crammed you, in there there was like 500 journalists in there you were and, like hovering over his ear and you're like what up beck no no and like adam silver's like no nah, no nah, i ain't worried about covid you guys can all go ahead and cough on each other right now in the most crammed room that I've ever been into. But hey, I, when I when I went to Chicago, what were like you I, doing at an Adam Silver press conference? First yo, off, okay, I had nothing else to do, man. <laughs> You're sick, man. I had You're nothing sick. else to do. You're um, sick. But like, yeah, I found out like there's a lot of neighborhoods there, like nice neighborhoods where like you know it's yeah. it's, it's like affordable to live for like a really nice city, like like you t- talked about. Like there's great food there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Chicago is a really underrated city, actually. No, Chicago is mad underrated, man. Um, so I'm excited you know. for you to check that out. Yeah, no, I'm excited to. Uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I will also do some planning because I do feel like I also I, I I go on trips and then I have a lot of energy, but then I spend usually the first day just like scouting out like the places I want to go. Mm. So it should do that in advance. That's a that's a good travel tip. Yeah, I think I think places like Seoul. And, and Tokyo too. Like even though I spent a week each there, like there was so much stuff that I just couldn't get to. Mm. Like, and no, it's so. natural though. Like we're talking about like two gigantic, you know, it's like older cities too. I feel like that's one of the things I think with Toronto, I, I really get a sense of like it's just not that doesn't have like the depth of history that like is just not quite possible um, as compared to like other like like you look at like Tokyo like or that's been there for like thousands of years no yeah and i think or like some at least some iterations of it right yeah uh, i don't know if japan has moved their capital things like that but like realistically like that area has been like settled continuously by the same people for a very very long time and same yeah, for korea and, and um, i think so. like once you're in japan too like i mean the first time i went there i like moved around like i went to kyoto osaka mm-hmm. um and like hiroshima like went to like an onsen as well and it's like once you're there, like if you have the time, you can just like, like take trains and like even take mm. flights within the country and just like really check out like different spots. Yeah. And like really just take your time. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just love that spot, man. So I'm excited right. to. So I'm the new agenda to... is not you're moving to Korea. You're moving to Japan. <laughs> I'm not moving anywhere, man. 
Um, <laughs> right. What are you talking about? No, you're right. Right. <laughs> what? Um, we're gonna we're at a hard pivot. The the subject. So. What's no, up? man, I'm really happy that uh, no, you got you got this time. You deserved it. Um, yeah, I'm and, sure. I'm sure some other travel yeah. questions will come up when we do questions. I got a couple more other stories. All right, good, good, good. All right, so we are officially at the one hour and seven minute mark. So I'm gonna put this in right now. Oh yeah, let me and, open this, uh, this show Google Doc for the first time in weeks. Yeah, and, and I know it's way down in your uh, in, in your Google Drive at this point. But no, I'm back. All right, Pascal Siakam trade talk. So this is the only Raptors news that's out there, and it's yeah. not even. Okay, this is a new part. So Shams dropped um, one of his trade columns and wrote pretty extensively uh, about the Raptors' perspective. Um, so what did he have here? So he, yeah, t- the new notes that he had was that Alan has has offered a package centered around DeAndre Hunter, AJ Griffin, and draft compensation to Toronto for Siakam. Uh, but the Raptors are believed to have upped the price on any possible deal at each turn. <laughs> For now, get, talks are at a complete pause. You'll get yeah. Bobby on the phone right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, these guys negotiate so funny, man. Yo, every, uh, every report is just the Raptors don't want to get a deal done. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. No, came, back, it, came back from this trip and realized no more sugar coating. <laughs> I can all, I feel like there's it's okay, definitely a matter pa- of perspective because there's the no pack- reason for you to care about this, but the package itself is like like not great. The package is not great. And also it doesn't there's not enough money in there to, to match Pascal. But like if you're looking at the Atlanta salary. roster, like who really on there? That's what I was you, saying before. But who who really on there are you like he has to be in this deal? Probably like, AJ well, Griffin. Probably like he had like but a like pretty aside pro- from these names, like season. do you want like Okongu or something? Uh, again, like if I was Messiah or Bobby in the situation, I'd be like, listen, I, this is the starting point. I what I want, I want mm-hmm. your best prospects, um, and you know, like a future pick if you have something to offer. I know obviously they're a little bit pick def- deficient just because they made the uh, the Murray trade last year, but like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really looking to take on Murray. I wasn't really looking to take on John Collins. Um, uh, I guess I wouldn't have minded, but like again, like those weren't sort of the assets I wanted to get to. I wanted to get to some of the younger guys. Also, it's worth noting that the Raptors have now filled out their roster, so any sort of trade like this, where it's like a four for one or like a five for one, like most likely would have to involve other teams where you reroute some of the other pieces. Because uh, again, God forbid we save a roster spot for my guy Jeff Down Jr. You know Jeff Down's sick looking at this man. <laughs> Jeff Down got, on his yo, he got a free OVO gyms membership, man. Yo, here's the deal, man. So what's 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 Jeff Down's like official contract situation? He's like I think officially it's, it's more than a training camp invite, though, right? So it is no, a training camp t- invite. No, typically when you go to training camp, they offer you like 50k guaranteed, right? But he and has zero guarantee. You make if the he roster, make the and you roster. get minimum. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So after all if he that, if he makes the roster, he will get paid the minimum. Yeah, so, but so two, as yeah, of right two. now, he's getting zero dollars guaranteed. That's wild, bro. Man. They they sell in, yo. Honestly, Bobby and Bus- they sign him like it's like one of those like phone deals. Like you got a <laughs> yeah. you got a Pixel Seven for zero dollars a month. <laughs> no, they literally have a Edge free trial. Plus. No, this is a free trial. Like they really have a free trial on this. Like that's <laughs> yo. that's that's incredible. Um, but yeah, two two Raptors knows number one. Like you know, Jeff Down continues his tour of Toronto. I saw him prominently featured in the Carabana photos. Yeah. So I feel I like think he just wants to like you know who can put together a week long you know? itinerary in Toronto? Uh Jeff Down Jr. 
Yo, you know, I think if you if you need a seven day itinerary, I think he's got you. What you're going to OVO seven <laughs> times? Yo. You're going to the facilities also, there. Also, did did Raptors Twitter make a big deal out of the fact that I, I think I think the official account posted a bunch of them working out in L.A. Yes, and Otto Porter was in the background of one of them. That's important news. I mean, it's that's good news, like yeah. that he's healthier, like in warm up gear, like he was like yeah. part of it. Yeah, like, I'm, that's actually good news. That's actually good news. No, we like, could all definitely jokes aside. use. We could definitely use um, who could possibly be the best shooter on our team next season. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know about best shoot. Yeah, actually, it's either him or Grady Dick. He, he has definitely made all, more threes than anybody else on the roster. The and thing probably is, has he'll the pro- highest career three point percentage. The thing so, is, he'll probably you know what, not. Right. He'll probably not qualify though, because he'll probably be five of seven from three <sighs> on right, the season. We don't need to do that. We don't. Honestly, if he's if he's able to stay healthy for more than half the season, I would actually be ecstatic. Well, Takashi asked me what my expectations were for the Raptors next season. I said absolutely nothing. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say Takashi was going to ask you if Otto Porter was playing. I was oh, like, no. yo, oh, what? Takashi did ask why why did uh, why did Utah, um, you know, not why did Toronto give up on Utah? Uh, yeah, the, the the question of why did Toronto with like any sort of roster transaction is mm. is a hard question to answer these days. <laughs> I usually just say Nick Nurse. Um, no, so, yeah. yeah, no, but the Pascal thing, I mean, I would love... I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, I, I guess all the reports is, like, he's not showing a willingness to sign an extension with the team that he's going to go to. Yeah. Which, which I by guess, the way, I've been, I've been seeing this because I, I even yeah. saw, like, one tweet from, um, I think, Kristen, who covers... Kristen, who covers the team from, like, um, Brooklyn, and he was sort of like, how is the Pascal situation different from the Dame situation? Mm. and you know with all due respect like it's it's very different um as if when you are entering the last year of your deal and teams are acquiring you and probably contacting your people or you directly being like hey are you willing to extend here you are under no obligations whatsoever to go out there and say yes i'm going to sign with you now maybe you could keep it a little bit quieter but realistically i actually don't think it was siakam's camp that actually leaked that idea i think it was sort of that that was communicated to teams but in a private setting. And then obviously in the scope of sort of newsbreakers trying to find out what's been going on in this situation, that information gets relayed out to certain other reporters who then put it out there. So it wasn't like here, um, Chris Haynes, well, ironically, it was Chris Haynes who put this out too. So shouts to Chris Haynes with respect to his game. But like, it's not like Dame being like, or Dame's agent being like, Chris Haynes, like, this is exactly what's going on. Please say this exact thing. Um, in, in any case, it's not the same because he is, if he wants to go into free agency, that is completely his right to go into free agency versus when Dame signs a contract and is in the first year of that extension, I believe, and then dictates that he's only willing to get traded to one team that absolutely. And and also potentially threatens the idea that he may not show up, although kind of, he is going to show up now. Like it's two completely different scenarios. Um, And it really just comes like, again, like you, if you enter free agency or you have the ability to enter free agency, that is your choice as a player. And then no one could really fault you for a doing that or be like choosing your own destination from that point onward and having sort of that own control of your career versus if you sign the contract and you literally sign away that flexibility and then you try to exercise flexibility, then of course, then it's a entirely different scenario. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. And like Pascal yeah. is, well so I, I don't, I actually right. don't see any sort of similarities between those two sides. No, and like Pascal's well within his right, like a year from free agency to he would be like one of the best send that message players in free agency next summer. 
Yeah, him and OG and an OB. Oh, boy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but well, this, I, that was the other I, note from Shams. But we'll, let's talk about the Pascal Fred thing first. No, but I will say, I mean, I don't know. You can correct me because I know you're the Pascal whisperer. But um, I think I think it, all signs are moving towards just the two sides, like, moving on. Like, if you just, mean, look, at the, if you just look at the roster, too, like, just the very basics of, like, where Pascal is at his career – you look at how much the roster has turned over on this Raptors team now. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pretty young squad. Like outside of like a, a Dennis Schroeder, outside of a, a Garrett Temple. Like they do have like the sketching of like a young core group, mm-hmm. barring what they do with the Pascal situation. What's our, what, what is our young core group? Just to be clear. I like Gary. Um, Scotty, a, but he, he's 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 going into under restricted free agency. Yeah, but I'm still waiting for the follow up of Chris Haynes saying they were going to sign an extension. Okay, all right, all right, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> so assume that's an extension. Gary's still relatively young, right? Scotty, he's 24, I believe. Yeah, maybe? anyone anyone under 25, like I would consider. Uh, uh, okay, like young. All right. Um, like Scotty, yeah, 24. Yeah. Uh, Grady, Dick. Who else is there? And so our young core has two shooting guards in it. Yeah, I mean, this okay. is how the All team's right. been I, I, built. Just, just to be clear, I, I just want to be clear. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's like you can see is OG the, roster. the young core. I mean, I think OG's the biggest question mark in terms of like, I mean, he's going to head to free agency because they can only offer him like what four years, one hundred seventeen or something, right? Mm. That's like that's PJ Tucker money in today's economy. Um, so. Yeah, I know. I think OG is a big question mark, but it's like, say, assume you trade Pascal and trade OG, you get all these pieces back, and then you flip your you flip your roster over. Oh yeah, I forgot Jakob Pertl's still on the team. <laughs> Yo, this, this is what I'm saying. This is so like, funny, man. What Combin- kind of what? combination? They have a combination of win now and rebuild now. <laughs> Yo, they're so funny, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, what that's what is the what is the young core? You know what I mean? No, like, but they I, need to they need to reweigh the roster. Like, the roster needs to weigh more towards like a younger group. So, like, say even if they somehow go through with this trade, get like DeAndre uh, Hunter and get AJ Griffin. That's two more guys, right? Like, two more guys. Are, on are they side. now your young? But now you have three shooting guards as your young core <laughs> what, between you, AJ Griffin and sh- Grady Dick and Gary. Are you shocked by an imbalanced roster? They're going to so, somehow rebalance it with only shooting guards. So it was Vision 6 9, but now it's now just <laughs> shooting guards? Oh, man. This roster is a mess, man. And it's like, we're not doing this deal unless we get Kobe Bufkin as well. So, like, oh, yeah, is he part of the young about... core? Like, <sighs> honestly, to me, the only guy definitively. In the young core, like that, I know guaranteed is going to be in the young core is Scotty Barnes. Yeah, no, I think that's right? fair. If if Grady comes out and plays really well and, and is is shows enough potential and promise in, in productivity as a rookie, um, then I I'm happy to add him to that core. I think he's the most likely one to join him in that core. Yeah, definitively. And, and I think we but should definitively it's yeah. just Scotty. No, I think that's fair. But it's like I think sometimes too when you look at Pascal, it's like yes, I think Pascal you know, clearly would, would raise the ceiling of this team. But I think you have to think about from Pascal's perspective too. Like, you know, like what's, what's the future for him here for like the next four or five years? Like as he's entering like his thirties and stuff. Well, especially now that his name has been in trade rumors this whole time. Like, you know, like some players go through trade rumors and it happens Mm -hmm. like, like Jalen Brown, for example, like, you know, his name came in trade rumors. Um, 
last summer when Kevin Durant was available. For yeah, trade. again, he was offended that he was in trade rumors for Kevin Durant, one of the greatest right. players of all time. Sure, and and honestly, that's how NBA players probably operate, right? It's like, okay, yo, you, you're. It's not that Jalen Brown thinks he's better than uh, Kevin Durant, but it's sort of just like, oh, we're not as committed to this as as sort of you know we might sort of pretend to be. Okay, sure. then, then you kind of feel a little bit differently, right? Um, like for Pascal's perspective, it's like they did not only have they've that was only a very temporary thing where Jalen Brown was in trade rumors. Sure, uh, for for Kevin Durant, that was like maybe a month. This is like going on month three. Of yeah, and and Pascal reports and reports are too like the trade. there's no extension that's been offered. Yeah, yeah, right. I think that's the, I think that's the other big part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so again, if you're gonna if you're gonna look at all the clues and the signs, it's like clearly, you know, like yeah, like I, I, I mean. God, we're really gonna go into another season. We're gonna have to run with the Masai and Bobby aren't afraid to get uncomfortable. Yo, they're they're, that's they're, gonna they're be the not first afraid. Four months of this season. Yo, they they're are actually not afraid. that's actually a red flag that they're not afraid, man. Can they just be afraid for once? Yeah, and just make some moves. They're not like, afraid. Yeah. Oh my god, man! They're like they're like at a fork in the road, and they have like nine directions. The, this no, roster is so confusing right now. That's what I'm saying. We couldn't we couldn't really name the young core. We can't fully name like what the, even this trade with Atlanta. Like again, like the crown piece of this would be you really believe in AJ Griffin. Okay, you bring AJ Griffin in now. Can he now play with Gary? Can he now play with uh, Grady? If he can't play with one of those guys, then all of a sudden you got to move one of those guys. So you sub- you're making another subsequent trade. And yeah, this is this if, is if not you bring in Kobe Bufkin. Yeah. Now he's slider. He's not going to be a defensively a plus right away. I, I believe in him. I like him as a player. I wouldn't have minded if the Raptors took him 13th overall. So I'm not trying to go back on that. I'm just saying that you bring him here. Now, all of a sudden, Scotty is not the point guard again, right? So now you have him in, in this lineup with him. You're defensively, it's starting to look a little bit shaky in terms of how, you, how are you going to play all four of um, in your long-term core with Kobe at the point guard, AJ Griffin at two, Grady at three, Scotty at four? Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay is that kind of look normal to you who is is Jakob Pertl your center there also did we just trick Jakob to be like hey we're bringing you back you're bringing back the the, the bench mob you Fred Pascal and then all of a sudden one by one they're gone yo right? I laugh every time I remember that Jakob Pertl's on this team yeah 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 you remember watching Jakob Pertl at the re-signing he, he looked thrilled um <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm not to continue with anything. Not to, he might he might have just not been enthusiastic to do media with uh, the three media members there and also the rest of the MLS oh, employees. Man. I just I just think I just think the further we get out from like last year's trade deadline, the worse it's gonna yeah. look. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's already looking kinda bad. Like No, that's know, fair. Like I don't know, man. Like they just it's the same stuff we've talked about from last year. Like we just need we just need a direction. If the direction is to start tearing it down, like, man, I would love if an Indiana or something joined in on, on trying to bid for, for Pascal. Cause it's to me, it's like, you look at Indiana's roster. I feel like there's just like more appealing pieces there that they could potentially. Oh, a hundred percent. Or maybe they get in on OG instead or something. I don't know, man. Well, that's the other part too, is that OG, uh, is up for extension, but as Shams notes, that his max extension is like four years, 114 or something. Yeah. And that he would get more than that in free agency next summer. So it's unlikely that they get a deal done. And it's like, okay, at that point, you have to ask yourself two questions. Number one, like, you know, what are the trade options out there? Have the Raptors ever truly 
seriously entertain any trade offers for OG Anobi because as much as we see Pascal's name like this out there, it has not been out there to that extent with OG, which is a little strange to me, mostly because Pascal is definitively a better player than OG. Different players, but Pascal is definitely better for me. Um, but the other thing too is like, can OG ever get to that level where you're completely comfortable paying him four or five years, $150 million or not? What What's the deal? Like, what okay? What what did uh Jeremy Grant get five years like one sixty? Yeah, it'll be essentially the same deal. That doesn't even sound that crazy now, given like the given like the salary cap landscape. Yeah, like, so five years one sixty to Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant is twenty nine. Oh <laughs> yeah, what? How wait, old did no. you think he was? I thought he was like twenty six. No, he's been. Oh, he's twenty nine. He was on Detroit. He was on Denver. Wait, why did they pay him five years, 160? Yo, they paid him five hours before Dame requested a trade, man. It's wild. Yo. No, but 5160 for OG doesn't even sound that bad. He a 94 kid? No, that's crazy. No, my thing is just... I could have gone to high school with him, man. (laughs) My thing is just, I don't know, man. Does it make sense Uh in a scenario where you pay both Pascal and OG? Uh, if you're paying OG the extension amount, I like that his at his current extension right now in the summertime, which will be again four years, one fourteen ish. I suppose that's not even that different than like five years, one sixty, um, on a per annual basis, you know. But at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, again, for me, I would just like to sign them to better deals and then trade them from a position of strength. You take away essentially like the idea that like a, a team acquiring Pascal wouldn't really be assured that he'd be anything more than a rental. Um, and then you would, and the same thing with OG, you have much more like cost certainty in terms which of, which is like, why I don't understand. Make. Why haven't they put that extension on the table for Pascal? Uh, I, I don't know. And as I, uh, as Grange reported, um, a couple weeks ago when we were talking to him on, um, one from, you know, when I was in Vegas, when the, when the Pascal rumors were like, literally like people will even come up to me on, on Vegas and ask me some things about it. Um, but it was like definitely much more fervent at that time. And he revealed that the Raptors did ultimately offer extensions to both Pascal and Fred last, last summer, uh, or yeah, last summer, not, not this summer, 2022. And, um, yeah, but apparently it was offered like, kind of like not late as in like, whatever, there's obviously like a normal deadline to this, but like, yeah, it was offered like pretty later on, like after training camp was already over at that point, I think. Um, so if it follows a similar timeline, then I don't see why it wouldn't happen again in that same kind of fashion. And at that point, you just need to know what the answer is. You know what I mean? Like, like I, for me personally, I would just, I would, if I have the option to get them to say yes to both of their current extensions, I would just lock them both down into contracts. And then we roll into the season, see how it is. If it's not good, you have the option to trade Pascal, um, uh, next off season which now he has four years left on his deal and is much more like if Atlanta wanted Pascal, then they probably pay more because it's like, well, we know he's not going anywhere, right? He's, we, we have him under contract for four years at that point or with OJ Anobi, again, you can get more for a player when they have more years on their deal. In the meantime, you got to see at least for a season, Hey, does this kind of thing, is it even remotely interesting to you to see this roster coming forward? You know, like maybe they sort of find something in that mix. Um, I know it's not like the most exciting sell, but it's it, even similar to like when they traded Rudy Gay, for example. And it was like, I wouldn't say that Kyle DeMar, you know, Gravis Vasquez, Patrick Patterson with JV and Terrence Ross and Amir Johnson was anything that was like 
that looked good on paper, but they captured something and they were like, oh, this is cool. And then they kind of cho- chose to uh, roll with it rather than sort of take it apart. So like you, you, I mean, maybe you can see how that goes, but again, like my only concern with this is just like, okay, the player's name could be in the trade rumors for a while and all that kind of stuff is fine. And again, if you ultimately just want to move on and firmly move on, that's also fine. But if you still want the option to sort of like, just like retain him and, and ultimately extend him after all this, like how do you manage that relationship? You know what I mean? Cause again, like it, it's been out there for months now. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like from a relationship building standpoint, it's been, it's been terrible for for the raptors with pascal this summer and i think the other thing too is like you got darko rakovich coming in as a first year coach like i feel like you want to give him some certainty on the roster too right like whether he he has a trade yeah whether they make the trade or not it's like sure like you know like it's the nba like maybe they don't make these moves until the trade deadline and stuff but it's like if he's here if he's here to build like whatever organizational structure, culture, all this stuff. Like, you know, you're bringing in a first-year coach to, to, to you know, come into a roster that's, like, in flux. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's putting him in a position to succeed either. If anything, I'd trust someone like a Nick Nurse more to navigate a situation like this. Who Who is – actually, let's, let's do a quick, like, sidebar. Like, who is put in a position to succeed on the Raptors? Could be coaches, <laughs> right. could be players, could be media. You never know. All right. You have a list? No, I just mean like who is being like optimized. Like I would say that like uh throwing Scotty into the fire is not really optimizing his role, right? Sure. Uh I would say that uh having Scotty OG and Pascal operating all on the wing together when all three want to initiate an attack from similar areas is not really optimizing any of those three guys. Um yeah, I would I don't say Yaka playing without a pick and roll partner is optimizing his uh ability to 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 use the offense maybe if he was able to play with more movement shooters you can use him more as like a dribble handoff kind of hub offensively you give him the ball on the high elbow and and let him make some plays there but again it's not fully optimized because you don't have many movement shooters on the team your best movement shooter is probably grady dick who you just drafted Um, yeah i mean that's that's the thing about fred leaving too is like you know if fred came back then you just sell the plan on like running it back with with the starting five that was at the end of last season, you know, with a new coach, you know, with with these whatever, you know, small Yo, man, the Charlotte Hornets couldn't couldn't handle that that starting five. <laughs> Yo, the Washington ne- Wizards they couldn't handle. They'll it. never forget. They'll they'll never forget that twenty twenty that Fred dropped on them in Charlotte, man, and Yo, a pod man. with Ahmed and CJ Miles right after. Yo, him him. Fred and uh, Fred and Wilt, the only two players to hold the franchise uh, record in both points and assists. <laughs> Yo, that's how you know stats are lies, man. That's, those aren't lies. It's just a quirk. That's all. <laughs> no. I mean, he did have twenty assists. Oh man, but yeah, I, I don't Bryce know. Bryce McGowan's couldn't handle that. Sorry. <laughs> no, man, that guy pitched for the Jays. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's no. Dustin McGowan. No, we might we might just gotta table this Raptors talk, man, because it ain't looking so pretty right now. Like, there's not, a, there's not, just not a lot of reason for like optimism, or, or just like things to like look forward to right now. I don't know. Yeah, and, and like, look, and here's the thing: as you as you heard on your visit to the bar in Tokyo, <laughs> like there is a scenario where like a whole bunch of things click for the Raptors, and this team could be like competitive. I know, but once you get into a whole bunch of scenario clicks, that's how you know you have a mid team. Yeah, of course, man, of course. But like, you're again, asking like, for all these things. 
to like pan out. It's not out. like the team is like terrible, but again, like the team. But they I could be objecti- terrible. Objectively, they could be terrible if they traded Pascal. Here's the thing: like, let's say you trade Pascal for um, this some variation of this package. Also, what are you doing with DeAndre Hunter? Is he starting for you? Because you're going to sign if you're, if you're going to trade Pascal, you're presumably going to keep OG. So OG is starting three. Same position that Hunter wants to play, or if you play him at two, now you're knocking Gary to the bench, which again he's now on the extension, or you're sort of uh, knocking. I don't know. You're also cutting off like Grady's minutes, also AJ's minutes. Like so, you know, you're running into a scenario where it's like this doesn't fully make sense uh, on, on paper, unless you want to play OG as a four, uh, and then you know, I mean, again, who knows, right? But regardless, let's say you make that trade. Um, Who's going to lead the Raptors in, in scoring? You would think. <laughs> so Pascal in this scenario has left to go to Atlanta, Bro, uh, and legit, we legit, we have we have AJ Griffin. Legit, and, it uh, might DeAndre be Dennis Hunter. Schroeder, man. <laughs> Schroeder's about to average twenty mm. on twenty five shots. No, this, okay. this roster is tough, man. This roster ju- is tough. Here's the thing: it wasn't like the Raptors were like excellent on offense, even with Pascal here, right? Like Pascal last mm-hmm. season ranked 29th in the league and scoring at uh, twenty three point eight points per game right but let me just let me just run through like the, you know the list and you just tell me if if a raptor can conceivably score more than this guy next oh, year. oh god and beat at 33 luca <laughs> no. at 32 dame at 32 shea at 31 Giannis at 31 jason tatum at 30 steph curry at 29 kd pascal, at 29 pascal's the only guy that can at touch, 29 pascal's the only guy that can touch 25 plus Donovan Mitchell at 28, Devin Booker at 28, Kyrie at 27, Jalen Brown at 27, Trey Young at 26, John Moran at 26, Zion at 26, AD at 26, Larry Markkinen at 25, Julius Randle at 25, I mean, Fox at 25, Levine at 25, Ingram at 25, Edwards at 24, Damar at 24, Jokic at 24, which is kind of hilarious, Pascal, uh, oh, sorry, he was 26 in the league, um, in scoring at 24.2 my bad i don't know how i misread that uh so he's 26 at 24.2 jalen brunson at 24 Kawhi at 24 paul george at 24 lamello at 23 can we get anybody scoring more than lamello this year no pascal's the only guy who can score 25 plus man can someone score more than bradley beals 23 from last year i mean og could potentially do it og could score 23 could what did he average last year wasn't he close to 20 og and anobi i would have to go to the next page he might not give you the efficiency though is the problem okay that that is a problem no this team is not good on offense this team is just not good like how many teams in the east can you definitively say they'll be better than next og season? scored 16.8 last year oh man why did he's I think 78th he He's sandwiched between Buddy Heald and Benedict Matherin and Christian Wood, who's still a frigid, by the way. All right, let's get those guys from India. No, 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 no. We, 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 I mean, uh, again, you run into issues where you're sort of like, you know, cramping up your roster. But yeah, like last year, the, the NBA had 58 players who scored, who averaged 20 points per game last season. 58 players. The Raptors wouldn't have a single player this this upcoming season that you can guarantee me will score more than twenty points per game just based on their ability. Yeah. So how are they gonna make? How are they gonna not be a bottom like five team in the East? Fifty eight players is two for every team. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to see which team that you can say for sure they'll be better than. Detroit. <laughs> like offensively, they were already at a rate last year where their effective field goal percentage was like 29th in the league. 
or like 28th in the league. At one point, I think we had, I read a Grange article. This is in December. So maybe the stats improved from that point, but the Raptors were like 29th in effective field goal percentage. So that's just regular field goal percentage plus an extra point for making threes. Um, they were 29th in like essentially just shot making. How accurate can you make your shots? They were 29th in the league in offense and 29th in the league defensively in terms of how much they were allowing from their opponent. Yo, the Raptors are not going to be good next year. Yo, Takeshi, man. I appreciate you listening to the pod. <laughs> like Takeshi, man. This is basically what I told you at dinner, man. They're not going to be good next year. Yeah. But keep listening to the pod, man. Yeah, our second leading scorer last year was Fred at uh, 19.3. That was 60, 61st in the league. Gary at 73, you know, uh, 17.4. Maybe he leads uh, the team in scoring. Yeah, I don't know, man. No more Raptors, man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, And again, if, if we can't even guarantee that OG is going to give you 20 points a game, maybe he will give you 20 points a game. And honestly, maybe that is the most likely option. Um, I would probably, if I had to put my money down in terms of like if the Raptors traded Pascal, I would actually put my money down on OG to lead the team in scoring. Um, but again, like, does that... Yeah, like, is, is he going to score at a level where you're feeling confident essentially giving the max contract to him, to OG Anobi? And honestly, I'd probably say yes anyway. Or I think, at least his if, max I think with his defense and stuff, like, honestly, okay. like, I'm comfortable with, with giving him that money. On a championship team, who, who, what is OG, what's, what's his role? Yeah, but... Like, let's yeah. say on the Nuggets, what would what, what his role been on yeah, the Nuggets? Yeah, but this is like more Aaron asset... Gordon? But this is more asset management at this point. I don't think you're giving him a contract that's, like, not tradable. Like given his talent and stuff, right? Like it's the same thing as like, as like, oh, you should extend Pascal so there's more value on on the player. All I want for the Raptors this year is do a good job with asset management and then come out of it knowing exactly like you That's know. That's all I clear, said. That's all clear, I said on the show this whole last season. With a clear and then Fred picture, left for nothing. With a clear picture of like what direction you're going. Yeah, it's the same stuff as last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's because they don't really make trades. So no. the team kind of just, just looks what it is. No, you zoom out from since the Tampa season. I mean, I guess they had a good season coming back to Toronto. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, man. It's been tough. This roster is a mess, man. Do we have, it's it's a nasty roster. Do we have a it's, bottom it's five very roster? Expensive. Do we have a bottom five roster in the NBA right now? Well, I mean, typically you would have, like, teams that are good or that they have young cores. Yeah. And the teams in the middle are the ones that, like, you know, like, Chicago. Uh, I think we're the most middle team. It's got to be us in Chicago. Yeah, we deserve to play that nine ten playing game, bro. We deserved no, it. Like we really we have fully deserved most, it. No, we have the most middle team because you look at even the worst teams. Like Spurs have one by Yama now. Houston yep. have a bunch of young guys. Portland's uh-huh. gonna rebuild. Utah has more young guys that you can be excited about than us. I think. Uh, young, young. I mean, yeah, Larry Markkinen, like alone, I think is even Walker more... Kessler too. Walker Kessler, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's I tough. Mean, this is why it's like imperative that Scotty like is amazing. Like it, it's he's well, either amazing or path. like this whole thing is just is is just needs to be like ripped down to the studs. Yeah, might might be ripping it down to the studs, man. Well, yeah. 
But uh, at that point, I'm like, then why are we trading players when they're on expiring deals at this point? Like, can we, if they're willing to extend. And going to sit here through all this. Yo, the Spurs are going to, like, make the finals in two years. You know how sick Yak was? Yak was like, yo, I'm, I was minding my own business in San Antonio. The team was, it was kind of lit. I could have been the center alongside with, with Wemby because they want to play Wemby at four anyway. Or I could have been traded to the Boston Celtics, which, like, you know, say what you want about the Celtics, but that team is going to the conference finals like every other year in the Eastern Conference for the last decade. Maybe two decades, feels like. Man. How long ago is 08? Yeah. And then his point guard leaves him. Now, yeah. now his close friend might get traded. Now I'm asking about media day. Like, yo, well, how do you feel about writing a pick and roll in German with Dennis Schroeder? Like, yeah. Also, who's going to be good interviews on this team? Schroeder, I guess. Schroeder, Schroeder, Schroeder is absolutely already one of the best interviews. Um, Garrett Temple. Oh yeah, you know Garrett's a good dude. Typically, He's, vets are always good interviews. You need to you know grill that. him. You need to grill him about the MBPA because <laughs> like, he's one of the VPs. I'm gonna sit down with him not for an interview but for an audit. It's like, yo, man, what is wrong? Like, why did you say yes to the apron? Like, what happened there? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's it though. Who who else is good? I guess you and Gary have a good rapport. Gary, but Gary's good, like not in a post game setting, you know. Like Gary, post game is so locked in and serious, yeah, which I is swear, completely fine. If you got to sit down like, with Malachi Flynn again in December <laughs> oh, after he has a two game stretch, yo, I I, I like way, Malachi was too. Malachi man. Nice, at the guy, ball, nice guy. Was he at the Baldo stop run? No, no, he wasn't. What? I was a little surprised by that. No, he's he like the Baldo stop guy. Okay, no, that's Ekum. All right, relax. <laughs> oh, yeah, shouts to Do Ekum, not man. disrespect Ekum. Shouts to Ekum. Hashtag lit in real life. Yeah, yeah, I remember man. that. Yeah, that was a great photo of him, man. Iconic. Uh, yeah, how, how, you know was the, okay. how was the ball don't stop run? This, was, right, so here, this was at yeah. U of T, UT Scarborough. Yes, this was at UT Scarborough, which Amazing. I did not realize was so far. Yeah, that's my... I opinion. mean, I, I know where it is on a map and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, conceptually... How did you, how like, did you like, get there? Did you take a bus? Okay. here's the thing. So, that... Um, that Tuesday, I believe it was on a Tuesday. No, it was on a Tuesday. It no, was you went. You went to the Patois Thursday. Like first, Thursday, so. yeah, it was Thursday. So got invited to Patois um, to um, just like sample um, these like new uh, patties that they were oh, unveiling, yeah, which were amazing, are, by the way. Like genuinely, so so good. So they opened up a new section, um, a, a patty shop right next to the actual store itself. So it's like um, Dundas and Bathurst, roughly um or palmerston i think is the exact intersection palmerston and dundas and um so yeah they opened up a patty shop so they invited me down there it was it was really great collaboration then when adidas did a, the whole thing together it was really cool very cultural um and also just the patties bro they're actually so good i mean i keep thinking about trying to go back but like they had like a crab one which i've never had crab in a patty but it was uh, just amazing and then they had an oxtail one which i knew was going to be good and it was better than i thought it would be so I got invited to that event, met some friends there. Faisal was there. Shout our guy. Um, oh, yeah. I saw you guys were all, you were both rocking kits too. Man. Well, it was the thing. It was an Adidas collaboration. So I was like, can I just only, can I wear all Adidas to mm. this event? Cause no I'm no just, Adidas Puma Nike combo for you. Well, no combination. <laughs> <laughs> typically. Typically a man that's like you, me. That's you walking into SVP, man. Yo, Drake stole that from you, man. <laughs> This guy's been saying combination for nah, years. Man, no, no, SV, no Central C, all right? It's, it's SVP for me. Uh, and so, like, 
you know, I was like, okay, this, this is doable though. I, I'm sure I have enough Adidas. Um, what I, what I put together was this, like the, the one of the new Mexico team, Mexico kits, oh. which is, is really nice. Um, mm. I bought that off, off the street in, in Vegas. Um, Oh, I was damn. just going for tacos at, at Summer League, that, and then I walked that's out. That's your version of street food, man. Uh, yeah, and then, up and then those, bro, there's a guy literally right beside me selling these kits, and I was like, "Oh, this is sick." And then, oh, yeah, man. I was like, "Yo, can we get this like uh, Adidas jersey?" So I got that kit. I was also wearing it that later that night in Vegas, and I, I didn't realize, but he was selling the kits because there was some like Nations League game or something happening in Vegas. Oh, so damn. like all up and down this trip, it was just like Mexican people wearing their countries kit and then me and i was like am i just cosplay like it feels a little awkward but anyway so i wore this kit it's a really nice one and then i was i don't know i had like a pair of like tennis shoes or something like that that was adidas but it was like blue and the kit was red so it didn't really fit but i was like whatever man for adidas i'll come out and wear this this outfit showed up and then yeah same thing with Faisal. Faisal was like well this is easy for him because he's a united fan and, and they have uh adidas assigned like a to, to essentially be the kit sponsor for like i don't know it's like a it's like a Yo, five United, year, a hundred million yeah, or something like U- that. United's United's new kits look fire, man. That green one, bro. You're, yo, you can't just be such a, like a. You can't be such a hoe <laughs> when it comes to these kids. I man. can't. I can't sample every single team. <laughs> no, man. That's my goal, man. Yo, what's, pick uh, a team, man. What's Derek Brandeo's team again? I forgot the name. Everton. Oh yeah, I need. I'm gonna get an Everton kit. Yo, get the get the kit when they had like Chang, like the yeah, yeah. The first, I need the it Chang. just says Chang with the I need elephants the Chang on, it. on my chest, man. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, put the no. Chang on my chest. <laughs> need, oh man, I need the Chang, man. Yeah. Oh man. But, but yeah, yeah no, was, so, one, so, so you I, went to the event. Event was cool. Went to the event. By the way, people, are like I'm not even trying. This is not a paid advertisement. Just try the patties yourself. It's actually the best yeah, patties I've ever had. A paid advertisement. <laughs> well, that's not not absolutely everything. Oh, but, I mean, in this conversation, yes. Uh, but then I was like, <laughs> okay, the, the the afternoon of, I was like, oh, this is because I just realized that the ball don't stop run was happening that same night. And I already committed to, to going to the Patois thing. But I was like, you know, like that was like at six o'clock. The game itself was supposed to be at 730. And I was like, well, maybe I stop by for an hour, you know, meet some people, take some photos, all that kind of stuff, enjoy the patties and then find my way over to Scarborough. But I was trying to get a ride out there, and like nobody else was going. Like I, I asked, like Lee Van Orn, guys like that who typically would go to these events, they weren't going. Um, but you know who was going? Our man, the Mainlander. Mm. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, so I, I was on my scooter when I, I went from home to Patois again, like downtown on my scooter. Then I scooted to the office, left my scooter in the office. Oh, that's crazy. Ca- uh, caught an Uber from there to to go all the way out to um, Scarborough, and then yeah, like it, like I, I didn't even have credentials or I didn't like sign up in advance to get credentials. But I pulled the same move as I did last summer, where I showed up and I'm like, hey, I'm I'm with Sportsman. They're like, oh okay, here you go. Mm. So I was like, oh wow, okay, no nah, big that, flex. That, that's a flex. They just opened the doors, and no, the event was sick, man. First off, because I, I I saw the lineup coming into it like. Last year, they had Malachi and Scotty, which was cool from, like, a Toronto Raptors perspective. But objectively, like, the run, it, honestly, it was pretty good last year as well. But this year, I thought it was on a very different level. Um, you know, it, the the players involved in this one, so, like, they had, like, Shaden Sharp, who, in an open run, is amazing. Like, you definitely want to see a guy like that. Like, there was, again, like, I mentioned it already, but there was, like, three different plays where he had his head, like, well above the rim. And I just so happened to be standing on, like, a stanchion, like, on the second level that was, like, slightly above the backboard. And I was standing, like, maybe two meters away from the backboard. So I could really see them, like, elevate and, like, 
jump right in front of me. And to see Shannon Sharp in that setting was just nuts, right? He was just doing crazy things. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. was there. Another player who, again, like you just want to see these like really crafty, you know, offensively gifted players, but also athletically gifted players. He was doing some nice things out there too. Your boy, Haywood Highsmith. Honestly, oh, no way. Double, double H was there. Yeah, Helly Hansen was there, baby. Get him a, get what? him a sponsorship. Man. What did he do? He was actually he was splashing like thirty foot threes, and he was he was doing really well. Honestly, he took the run most seriously too. He was trying to lock up. Um, Kenny Lofton Jr. was there. He, they gave him a, sh- a pair what? of shorts that Yo, were way too small a for crazy, him. This is a crazy lineup. No, actually, I'm not even I'm not even done. There was more players. KJ Martin was there. All so I saw Kenny was all I saw was Trey Burke, man. Yo, and then Trey Burke was legit the go at that of the run. He had like 53 points, one MVP, and all that stuff. Um, but for the so for the first half, like you know, uh, our friend the, Jeremy the Mainlander was he was there to you know do media, so he's taking all these photos. Um, and then second half, he's like, all right, I took my photos. So let's go sit in the, in the stands. So we're sitting in the stands. And the whole time he's like, yo, you know what? This guy would be, he was talking about Trey Burke. He's like, yo, this guy would be perfect for the CBA. Let me contact my boys. Whoa, man. This guy trying to get him, yo, this guy yeah. trying to get him a contract overseas. So man, that's the second half, we were just yelling like, yo, you get, better, get, you know, get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> get ready to lace up those peaks, buddy. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, he was, he was, he's, Jeremy was absolutely serious. He was like, yo, this, he would man. actually be perfect to play in the CBA. But yo, he was like, honestly, I was watching and I was like, you know, as compared to like, let's say Malachi, for example, like Trey Burke absolutely has more skills mm. to, to offer a current present team than a guy like Malachi. Again, like I'm not even trying to slander him. I understand that Trey Burke's been in the league a long time and he's, he's older, all that kind of, kind of stuff. I'm just saying like skill wise, he was doing really well. And then, yeah, similar to last year, the run, if you remember, like at the end of it, when the game was over, um, people just start rushing the, the court, trying to take photos and selfies. And I'm just like, yo, like, I don't know. We just need basic etiquette. I understand that this is just sort of how it goes. Um, yeah, but people, and this are, very is our culture people are very thirsty for that stuff. But but like, yo, come on, man. Like, I, I think we should just, we, you could be thirsty, but like, can we, can we adhere to like crowd safety? I don't want to be like a nerd, but like, it, it is kind of awkward for any of the, the, the players to be able to like, like essentially yeah, have to plus, like push their way to the locker room. Plus you want to make it comfortable so then these players want to come back again and like do these runs. Cause yeah. like, it seems like, and like l- luckily nothing happened. Like not, nothing yeah. bad happened at all. People but like got something photos, bad could happen signed, because of like, just like how yeah. chaotic it is. Right. Yeah. Like, but yeah, no, just, just from the videos and stuff, like it, it did look like a pretty hype environment. No, and, it was sick because they, they shows, that's shows where the star, shooting yeah, stars shows some, shows, shows some my goat echo, man. Lit oh, in yeah. real life. Um, Really legit got FOMO missing that, <laughs> which is crazy, but definitely got FOMO. So, no, it's it looked like a crazy event. I'm I'm shocked Malachi wasn't there. No, I, I was a little surprised too, but I mean, who knows? Maybe the Raptors are. It seems like the Raptors are in LA or something. But uh, I mean, I do know a lot of Raptors were definitely in town. Um, well, not not a lot, but some Raptors were definitely in town. Like Gary, for example, was in town. Because uh, again, that, that's why the NBA was pretty much like how the NBA was in Toronto felt like, you know. Oh yeah, Carabana speaking, and all that speaking kind of, of stuff. stock, yeah, I saw a lot of people were stalking down LeBron when he was in Yorkville and stuff. Yeah, this is well, just like a common annual thing now, I guess. I, I I suppose it is rare to see like celebrities just eating out on the patio because LeBron could have just eaten inside and it wouldn't have been as much of a uh, spectacle. Not that the the behavior was, you know, I mean, I judge the behavior regardless. Um, But like, yeah, I mean, if he could have opted to like eat back room or something, 
you know. Yeah, so we're gonna blame LeBron for this. No, I'm not blaming LeBron, but you know. Uh, anyway, yeah. So what he was eating there, Fred was 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 with him. Drake oh yeah, and then, and then I saw LeBron and Draymond went to a concert. Oh yeah, LeBron was throwing up sets at uh, the Brett Fias concert, which who, is uh, who is this person, bro? What? Yeah, I don't know, man. You don't listen to any R and B. The last R and B I listened to was probably Donnell Jones, man. Yeah. Nah, that, who is that, man? The guy who hit twelve threes for the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. But he, uh, but he was throwing up. Yeah, he was throwing up sets at an R&B show. Is what you're telling me? He was calling pitches and strikes. <laughs> and then I saw, and then I saw Draymond and KD courtside yesterday at the Team USA game. Yeah, and definitely did not get friends vibes from them. But why were they both wearing the same identical black bucket? Oh hat? yeah, because the game is about a bucket, man. Hey, that's hard. Shouts to my guy Ekum. I should have I should have got you Ekum, like a signature from Ekum or something because I yo. was at the office. I could have conceivably took the Hooper sweater and then gone to see Ekum and got it signed. Oh my god, man! Yeah, yeah. next year for sure, man. Next no, but the event was actually pretty sick, man. No, it, it looks sick, man, and I think it's super cool, especially at these type of runs. Like you always see them on on social media. Like they take place a lot, obviously, across the U.S. Right? Like you see like pro ams in like Seattle you know, different leagues. And like, I think it's cool for Toronto to have this. Cause I think Toronto, there was like a Toronto pro-am that was taking place to a lot of Canadian players were there. Um, like Dylan Brooks. Um, and a lot of these people were there too. So I think it's cool. I think it's cool for Toronto to, to have that during, during the summer. So, you know, seventh shout out to my guy, Ekum. Yeah, no, for sure, man. And then also shout out to my boy, uh, uh, Jeremy, because yeah, like we, uh, yeah, we we drove downtown to so like it was like midnight. We like drove to Chinatown, mm. and he's like, "Oh yeah, let me take it to a spot." And then yeah, like we we just went to this spot that was like literally you got in there it was only like mainland Chinese people in there, um, and we sit okay, down. That's, that's 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 your scene. Yeah. Oh, we, I, you want to fit in, man? You want to fit in, bro? Just, em- just embrace the rest of us. You know, we're we're literally the same as you, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> uh dangerous territory on this episode but no, yo we literally okay. sat down and like what did we order we ordered i'm not even kidding bro we ordered like probably like 60 or 70 skewers damn yo it was just like all we had was skewers and then we had like a, like a cold like mung bean noodle kind of yeah. like salad kind of thing damn as like a main great, yeah i heard uh, yeah you told me you guys chill for five hours man no we legit chilled for like five hours so this guy told me his whole plan uh for life etc etc you know how to make it in this industry, all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's that's not mainly. He was telling me right there. Raptors PR stories. I was like, all right. Raptors PR stories. You comparing everyone in Raptors PR to a Chinese politician? Uh, yeah. I, once I told him that it was uh, the same thing as. Uh... <laughs> Yo, maybe just leave it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. Just kidding, just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. No, and then, yeah, it's in classic mainlander fashion, we were like sitting down and ordering, and I was like, yeah, let me get those chicken hearts. Uh, mm. on a skewer and then he's like yeah let me get the in like lungs mm. so we got lungs on a skewer we got that we got the the regular just like lamb skewers as well mm. no it was crazy bro we literally legit, damn, the two of to, us I... just sat down and ate for like 70 skewers damn i need to know this spot man yeah i'll hit you with the spot man actually just yeah. ask jeremy for the spot you'll be excited we, you know three of us gotta go honestly yeah um yeah i might need to bring another hong kong representative just just a balance oh just even out. it out yeah right. yeah so yeah we'll... Evie's available <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh you took some questions oh you could take cash actually cash cash is definitely uh <laughs> he's definitely not a mainlander he's definitely a hk boy like you 
Cash is an HK boy, which is pretty funny, man. Yeah. No, and it's not even funny. We're absolutely serious, man. What he All said, right. I, I will get the fried squid on rice. Oh, man. All right, man. I feel like I'm about to crash soon. Let's get to these questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, right. Sorry. Let me write it down. Where are we on the episode? One hour, 55 minutes. Yeah, this is this is going to be a chaotic episode description. Okay. All I have right now is Korea slash Japan. Don't Pascal, worry, I'm, I'm just going to list out like keywords. Yeah, it's questions. Gonna a, it's going to be a combination. Um, no, so... <laughs> stop it. Stop. No, I, I had to come back See, and it's... I had to come back and kill one joke. It's even worse when you do it. Dude. <laughs> uh... I feel like that's the only meme I miss, man. Oh, and and the fight in uh, what was it? Was it in Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man. That was I, yeah. That's I wasted that was, all uh, my data watching that on my last day. Um, yo, I think that's where Twitter like changed their algorithms, where they're just like, "Oh, you watched one of these videos? Here's like twenty five <laughs> different angles." Here's every angle of it. Yo, legit, like it was like looking at the LeBronto shot. You know what the like, Sports Center top ten? Oh, on? Yeah. ten <laughs> angles. Yo, ten angles of a of a heartbreaking buzzer beater. Like, why? Like, that's just overkill, yo, man. That's <laughs> wild, man. Like that's why ESPN has pickleball on now in prime time. Man. Like, we're, like honestly, if ESPN's gonna pivot, like just just have poker on, like no, all the NBA, time. NBA players come and sign with the Raptors, and they're like, we can't find ESPN. Meanwhile, ESPN <laughs> showing the Raptors is just ten angles of OG <laughs> getting scored on. Angles. Yo, ten angles as well. But yo, this is the only time I've ever seen ten angles of the same event, man. I saw that guy with the chair, like from literally twenty different <laughs> oh, angles. Yeah. Man. I saw a guy jump in the in the water oh, just because yeah. he didn't want to fight anymore. No man, like, that, he it, legit just swam away. I'm not even saying uh, the, the the closest thing I've seen from that uh, as an Asian perspective, mm. uh, speaker from our you know racial delegate is like you know when you see like those movies where J- Jackie Chan has to fight like just like ten Asian guys. Oh, I thought I thought you meant when the Georgetown team uh, go into a fight in China. Oh, with Otto Porter, yo, I can't <laughs> wait to ask Otto Porter about that, man. Yo, oh, that man. for people who aren't familiar with that, so Georgetown played some like exhibition games in China, and for some reason a fight broke out. And then, like, yeah, like it, it was just a little scary. Cause, no, uh, it was a it was a pretty wild fight. Man. Yeah, it was kind of malice in the palace, but uh, it, the palace was the imperial palace. So. Oh man. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All Questions. Right. So I got the IG ones. You got the Twitter ones. All right. Do let's you want to go, go first? Or? Let's just go back and forth. All let's, right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's do a combination. Um. So. Oh man. You you go ahead first. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Uh, again, apologies. We, we're not going to be able to get all of them. Uh, let's let's go. Okay, so this one from Sahal. Uh, what was the biggest L and biggest W that Alex took in Japan? Biggest L. I didn't really take a lot of L's. I mean, the humidity um, was was kind of wild. I guess mm-hmm. I, you know, when I okay. flew from Seoul to to Tokyo, I, I did get stopped in customs. Um, they they were going through my bags um because they had i guess they scanned my bags and i had bought i had bought um you know a vhs copy a korean vhs copy of uh goodfellas um two of them <laughs> that is for, a hilarious thing to for find joe, upon searching you have for to understand jo, for joe cash and and mark saval wanted to get you know each of them uh, a, a personalized gift and I, I guess one of the things that they look for when you're passing through customs is that you're not like smuggling in like 
DVDs, VHS, and like videos and stuff. Oh, they thought you were a bootlegger. I mean, yeah. So, so that yeah. was like they like searched through all my bags just just for those two items, and they were just really bewildered why I had that. And so I, it's probably hard that. to explain that one, honestly. Yeah, it was. Did he but speak like, English? Uh, but ah, uh, you know, we we try to make it work, and then no. How would you be able to explain to someone else who doesn't speak English uh, a that lot of you times, have a Korean copy of Goodfellas? <laughs> How would you communicate that? Like using your hands and stuff? Like. Uh, you know, you use your hands to pull up Google and go to Google Translate. Um, oh, okay. Sometimes that did work. Um, yeah, L's? Not a lot of L's, man. Um, so that's that's about it. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, give me an, hit me with an IG question. Oh, yeah, IG. Let's see. Let's. You see. said you want a combination, man. Yeah, yeah, combination. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to avoid all these trip questions until later um rank your top five video games you play oh, video man. games right i mean yo why do you always say this like you you grew up in like the 70s or something man. i mean i'm gonna list mine it's gonna be like resident evil the first one yeah okay all right five favorite video games i'm gonna say video game franchises because again like just definitively just one item in their catalog is a little bit difficult for me mm. so so what pokemon is like one whole franchise yeah, yeah pokemon's one whole franchise honestly picking one favorite pokemon game is not too hard for me it's pokemon emerald but mm. um yeah so pokemon is in there for sure uh fire emblem pretty much the whole series i got started with sacred stones but i've played a couple since then as well fire Emblem's definitely there for me uh favorite oh man this is so tough okay what else is in my favorite games? Um, Me- Me- Mega Man Battle Network series is pretty great. It's been remade for Switch, so you can play it now too. Um, that one's pretty great. That's three. Soul Calibur, the franchise, the fi- it's a fighting game franchise, is pretty sick. Really enjoy Soul Calibur. I think they discontinued it now, um, but up until PS4, I even had that. And then the fifth game, man. Damn, no FIFA? Yeah, realistically, FIFA's probably got to be the fifth one. But there's honestly like I, it's it's a hard choice because there's some other options like a few, low key Wii Sports. I kind of love Wii Sports. Oh, I used to love Wii Sports back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. You talking about just the original? Like you just play those yeah, like, yeah, basic yeah. sports games and stuff with they the controllers. Get, they, it came with every version of the Wii, right? Like if you bought a Wii, yeah. you get just Wii Sports. Yo, and like Wii Sports was very fun. Wii Wii Sports was just like a, a very friendly like a group hangout game. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. like. Like it was that, and like I don't know if you ever play like Super Smash Brothers. I never really. Liked yeah, yeah. That game. No, Smash Bros is also in consideration here. Yeah, but I think FIFA does take the cut because you know I I did make like a you can create your own player, so I made something kind of similar to me. Although I kind of look like <laughs> oh yeah, I'll I kinda, the head, man. <laughs> I kind of look like a Turkish Slatan Ibrahimovic. Okay, I, I, I could actually see that. Yeah, <laughs> in the video game, no, but I, I, I created that. it in like FIFA eighteen. So can that you was make, actually can you make it so he's wearing like every brand. Uh, no, actually, you actually have to choose which one you sign with. No combination? Uh, Damn. No, no, not for athletes, although that would be pretty funny. Um, but I started that campaign in 2018, and okay. I played that until that game broke. Like, it literally will not load for me anymore, but I played it until the 2026 season. So That's wild, man. And I'm that's, playing, like, full 10-minute like, games for, like, 60 games a season. Like, you really had, like, an eight-year career, for real. Yeah, I had a Garrett Temple career. Although I was scoring like <laughs> six goals a game, so I wasn't Garrett Temple. But, I can't wait to bring yeah. a Garrett Temple jersey to Japan next year. 
<laughs> Yo, Takeshi, man. No, I'm gonna give it to uh, the other guy, Mr. Uh... Oh yeah, Mr. Shimamoto. Yeah. Mr. Shimamoto. Sorry, yes. Yeah, sorry. that's that's the legend. All right, what's yeah. next, man? No, what's your what's your top five favorite video games, oh, man? Man, I didn't. What did I play growing up, man? I don't know, like Street Fighter. Okay, Mortal yeah, that's Combat. Yeah. Uh, every okay. version of Mario Kart. Uh, Mario okay, yeah. 64 was actually the game I think I spent the most time on when the N64 came really? out. All right. Yeah, because that was the first time they did Mario in like a 3D like RPG type like environment. Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. all the Mario games on Super Nintendo, it's just like whatever. And probably just like all the, um, I guess like either NHL, NHL or Madden. Oh, yeah. Like early. Like, but it got too complicated, man. I was talking to my friend John about this too. Like, what got complicated? Shell, like, I feel like just, it's still very simple. No, just like games, like, like even Madden, like with the play calling and all this other stuff. Like it used to just be like, you know basic i don't know man games got too complicated that's that's me just being old like it used to just be a couple buttons and that's it man i don't know not not a huge gamer to be honest no but that's a respectable list yeah i I think i played a lot of video games um more growing up but all right what's next brother uh yeah okay so next question never felt this tired of my life Yo, relax, man. We're gonna get through this. We got another hour in you. All right, get some more water. You need to take a break. We can take a break. No, no breaks. Yeah. All right. No uh, non-ball related. We will have some other basketball related questions, but like probably guys, not. Know we... Just turn it off. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair. Um, Niru asks non-ball related three places you haven't traveled to, but you would love to. Um, Vietnam, Thailand. Um, I'm trying to think. Try to think of a third. I don't know. What do you have? What are you gonna say? Laos? You're just gonna complete yeah, the Yeah, sure. Uh... Let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. What about you, brother? Uh where do I wanna go? You'd be I going watched... to like you'd be going to like wild places, man. I know, I know. My first answer was like it, honestly if I can just kind of go anywhere. Uh I, I definitely really want to visit Central Asia. Yeah. Um so probably start in like Mongolia or something. Oh yeah, damn, man yeah i just i don't know mongolia seems sick yeah um i i don't know what i would see there mostly nature and stuff like that but mongolia looks kind of sick maybe some museums and stuff like that you know um so that will be yeah man where else do i want to go i mean like uh, honestly some of these places are so accessible like like going to europe anywhere pretty much in europe it feels fairly accessible so i'm I'm gonna be like oh i'm gonna want to go to spain or something like Mm. if i really want i could just go like next week <laughs> you know like no it's true uh where else would i really want to go honestly i i, I kind of really want to see like just like my friend in, in india i have a friend of mine who i used to live with at university and then he mm. moved uh home to india he lives in like one of the northern provinces so wouldn't mind visiting like the more mountainous parts of yeah i want to india maybe yeah, I wanna, see pakistan i want to check out dubai Bangladesh. too man my, my God. dubai sounds dubai seems pretty sick too yeah, I know V. I know V went recently. He he grew up there. Yeah, but I think he went back like last year or something. I gotta right. next time he goes back. I I gotta be just. I gotta just tag along, man. Yeah. Yo, me. Oh, me and, 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 v and then Turkey. Dubai. And then Turkey. Oh yeah, Turkey would be. Sick. Definitely want to go to Turkey. I, I wanna I wanna go to Italy again, but with cash. Yeah, that's different, man. Yeah, if you going to some place with like family there is an entirely different experience. No, but that's what I want though. Like, so you trying that, to go to you trying to go to Calabria? Yeah, like have that have that home field advantage type feel. You know? Okay, all right. Play play with the home team there. 
Yo, I, this is so problematic, but whenever I envision, whenever Cash talks about back home, I'm envisioning those scenes from Godfather Part 2, where De Niro <laughs> is, like, in the countryside, and then, like, a car blows up. Yeah, that's, like, the most stereotypical thing to, like, picture. <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry, Cash. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> that's wild, man. That's, like, when he thinks of us, he just sees, like, Bamberg Circle. <laughs> he should, honestly. <laughs> he just sees... That's, that's, compl- that's not even racist. That's just fair. <laughs> he just sees... Or I go to Hawaii with Bobby Webster. Uh, just like yeah. wake up with Bobby. Yeah, which island is he on? Oh man, I don't is he know. He on Kauai. Got to You think he thinks about Kauai and Kauai? Man, that's, he's at Kauai his whole life. Damn man. Man, uh, um, yeah, I gotta visit the Ayalani school, man. Shout yo, honestly, donations. yeah, yeah. See what's good. No, see. say donation like combination. <laughs> <Sorry>. No, man, what? <laughs> donation uh uh, what about japan were you pleasantly surprised by and disappointed by um there wasn't really thing like i was pleasantly surprised by like i guess i'm always pleasantly surprised when i go by just like how kind and polite people are there Mm. like this time i like you know there was one time when i when i made a restaurant reservation but there was two restaurants in the same area basically with like the exact same name so I actually mapped and went to the wrong restaurant. And when the restaurant realized that I had actually made the reservation at the other place, one of the staff like left the place and walked three blocks to show me where the restaurant was. Just like little things like that. Yeah. I mean, that's not I, even a little thing. That's pretty accommodating. I feel like, I, yeah, I feel like you, you hear like similar experiences from like people in different, a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that what it kind of says to me is like, maybe we just live in a more like, um anti-social society here in like what we're used to in canada and, and, and the states and it's not to say that like that wouldn't happen somewhere here as well but you know i think it's just like people there are very just like altruistic you know not to say that people here are not like helpful but it's like i think it's more likely i think just the culture there the way you're raised obviously very yeah. different it's like i feel like here in north america if you do something nice you know it's got to be like a, it's got to go viral then on tiktok or like you've got to share it somewhere on like social media. Like nothing nice can be done without like you know something else accompanying it for like attention. There is like a very much like a grind culture here. Like um, everything is sort of like a systematic like trade. Hmm. Um, yeah. Disappointed. I don't know, man. Um, I just feel like I don't want to judge because like I'm a tourist as well. But I feel like there are tourists that go there and like don't really respect like the customs there or just like they're very loud and rude in like restaurants or like mm-hmm. bars and stuff at places that like i think just there's a certain decorum and like you'll okay, see yeah. a lot of groups of tourists there like i was at i was actually checking out this pizza place there and like um there's just a group of like foreign like business people that went in there and they were like banging the tables and just like in general just like being rude to the point where i could tell like the staff and the chef were like clearly annoyed and stuff so yeah. it's just like I feel like sometimes there's just like cultures like clash. That should be the number one rule of traveling is you have to respect the the customs of the people who are yeah from there. Yeah. Like you know, like when you go to a bar here, it's different, right? Like you know, like I don't know, like it's just you and I never go to bars, so I, yeah, I don't know what's well, actually I mean, different. But I mean, yeah. what about Hong Sheng after nine p.m.? Um, yeah, that's so... a club. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> That's the only time I've gone clubbing in the last 15 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, twice at Hongqing in the last month. Shouts yeah. to Hongqing. Um, but yeah, I think it's that. And I think that's like, like you're right. Like in general, just like respecting mm. like the customs there. 
Like, I just find yeah. it rude when people are like that, you know? No, that's fair. That's fair. Or, like, even simple things is, like, we joke about, like, obviously, I don't know a lot of Japanese, but, like, I, I tried my best to, to like, speak Japanese when I could. Yo, say anything in Japanese to me right now, man. Why are you like making me say Japanese, man? No, I just, I'm just so curious. Like, <laughs> I, 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 what, no, what's I the progress like, you made? I don't like being put on the spot to say these things, man. Yeah. All right. Just let me say combination. Um, so <laughs> say that in Japanese. No. <laughs> say combination <laughs> in Japanese right now, that. man. Let me look at that. No, that's disrespectful, man. Because I'm gonna say oh, it in okay, Japanese, sorry. but in that accent. Um. Okay. What what you got, man? Uh. Okay. Next question. Let's take a basketball ish one. Um. This guy's ish Smith is, right now. <laughs> this one from Arsh. Uh. If you could combine two. NBA player skill sets and physical profiles to create the ultimate player. Any era, what would you choose as your two? Uh, so let's two see. NBA players to do a fusion dance. Yeah, who's who's the healthiest? Who's the Iron Man? Um, I need someone who's Ooh. like who's been like wildly healthy, and I want to combine them with Kawhi. Oh wow! So you just want to harvest someone else's ACLs? <laughs> no, no, but like I just want a. You Kawhi. know what? That's fair. That's fair. You know what? I want to fuse just PJ Tucker, I guess, and like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, you know, I actually never remember PJ ever getting injured. Even though I never yeah. looked like PJ was like ever like so cut and so in shape. PJ always looks like he's two two quarters away from retiring. Sometimes, though. yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he's out there fighting. <laughs> never forget all the credit he got for holding KD to forty five points a game. Bro, wasn't he talking trash to KD's mom and stuff too? Oh yeah, but then they yeah. told each other they love each other and stuff. Yeah, I respect that. Like they were that's barking. How, that's, but, how, that's how the game I, should be, man. I would feel the game is out of bucket. Sorry, yo, man. Um, lit in real life, man. Um, that was actually the series, by the way, that inspired the who you are at the elbow, who you are in the mid range game. You're one dribble, pull up, you're two. That was the series. Katie, oh, because Katie was going off. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh man, I, I thought I thought PJ Tucker had him had him locked up based on the national narrative. Um, no, I would fuse Kawhi with um with PJ Tucker. All right, so I think there's a there's definitely a lot of combinations you can do with this. Combination. Like, okay, they're, they literally ask this a combination <laughs> <Yo>. question. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Uh, but there's definitely definite like you know things you could do with like using Steph's like absurd three point range and add it to different players. That seems less interesting to me. I think yeah, what yeah, I imagine wanna... fusing Steph and Zion or something. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> so he can shoot threes, but Back... also just bully people down low. I kind of want to see like a super athletic, like, like stronger guy, like a Zion, like a Charles Barkley, but like mm. fused with like Victor. Cause we never seen tall guys that could also really jump. I just don't think it's like physically possible, mm. but imagine if Victor, not only was he like, cause Victor already, like if he stands up, he has yeah. to jump like six inches to dunk the ball. But yeah. imagine if Victor also had like a 40 inch vert, like if you took Shaden Sharp's vertical. And you gave it to <laughs> but Victor. if you did that, you're basically playing NBA Jam. <laughs> Yo, that's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, add that to the video games, man. God damn. NBA Jam? Yeah, of course, man. Who is your combo, man? <laughs> Who's my combination? Yeah, who is your combination? <laughs> your, your NBA Jam combination. Uh, oh, God. I, I like playing with Seattle a lot, man. Like Gary Payne, Sean oh, Cam yeah. type. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's actually why they had a machine. Uh, they had an NBA Jam uh, machine at Summer League, and I played oh, it for nice. like five minutes. Hey, and, did they? Yeah, that, did, that's did what they, I chose too. Did they have that? Um, they used to have this like a uh, like table tennis tournament. It's like media, but then like NBA GMs. Like Daryl Morey used to play in it all the time. 
Like this used to take place what? at Summer League all the time. Yeah, it was like a thing. I did not hear any wind of this. Yeah, I don't think I I'm saw. I'm also a rookie. Of I know, but I, I feel like I would have seen it on on Twitter because like a lot of the bloggers participated, Yo. and I think like Maury like made it to like the semifinals or might have even like won it one year. No, I will make fi- my personal Yo, life mission to take the- down Daryl Yo- Maury, man. Yo, Maury finally made the finals. <laughs> all um. that work. That's sick. He probably wasn't afraid to get uncomfortable. <laughs> oh man, no, nothing makes me more uncomfortable than table tennis, man. I get so sweaty, but I'm yo. If in, you man. if you took down Maury in that tournament, I will. That that would legit be epic. I'm I'm confident, man. No, that would legit be epic, man. Anyways, what was your fusion? My my fusion. So you're was fusing like, Wembayama with someone like with Zach yeah, Levine, like, <laughs> like yeah, like Charles Barkley and 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 and, and Wemby. No, this, That's guy my talk, combo. this guy talking about Charles Barkley, like he's watched more than five YouTube vids. I, I, I watched one of the five YouTube vids uh, in the last <laughs> week or so. And I was like, honestly, it's kind of sick watching him, man. Like, I, I love that style of player. They're, Yo, they he was really like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, too. Well, yeah, because I've seen him in real life. Like, he's not that tall. He but... was short as hell. But he was bodying guys. No, so he... imagine that level of athleticism on Victor, because he would literally, yeah. No, Charles kind of sick. Also, most player. of these combinations aren't even better than LeBron, which is actually kind of sick. No, that's true. You could fuse like two top ten NBA players, and they wouldn't be better than LeBron. Yeah. You know, I, f- I feel like I wasted my fuse by using PJ Tucker. Uh, yeah, that, that was that but was I just, kind of nasty. I just want Kawhi healthy. Like, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, when he was healthy, he was dominating Phoenix in the first round, but unfortunately, yeah. he only played two games. Man, that was crazy. Remember when he just ripped KD? Like, I still believe... just trying to go into his regular dribble package, and Kawhi just like, no, nah, I'm gonna take that and dunk it on the other end. When has KD ever owned Kawhi in the playoffs, man? Uh, I guess Spurs OKC had some series though, like like OKC won, OKC won't beat them. And I guess I guess it is kind of close if you think about it across. But the that course. wasn't like peak Kawhi though. Yeah, hmm. I just think if Kawhi, I mean, this is obvious, but like if he was healthy, his yeah. resume would have been like insane. Yeah, like yeah, I absolutely. Still, like, I still think like if he a, was man, if he yeah. was healthy this year, I feel like the Clippers legit would have came out of the West. You tell me mm. they could have beaten Denver. Yeah, I think it would have been a little hard to beat Denver. Denver was <sighs> they don't have anybody to throw at, at Jokic at center, man. No, that's fair. It would have been like Marcus Morris get out there and try to play switch basketball. Like, no, it's not gonna happen. No, that's fair. I just yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it just makes me sad that like Kawhi just can't can't put that put that like one year together. No, if we had a Raptor show bingo, like uh, us talking about Kawhi out of nowhere for no reason, <laughs> Yo. it's like one of the free squares for no, sure. No, but like, it's like when it's, you know, maybe the only championship you'll ever see in your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least you, we were there for it, you know? What are you going to do? Okay. Um, let's find a basketball one. Um, why haven't the Raptors made a single legit good move since getting Scotty? Uh, name one good post Scotty drafting Scotty move. I mean, I'm sure there's been drafting Grady's fine. I don't think that that's a bad move, but but he hasn't played, so you can't really evaluate it. No, no, you're right. Uh, it's been tough. I honestly, I didn't mind getting like Precious as the piece in a sign and trade. Like, what was Kyle's value? Oh yeah, I forgot about Precious. Adam, Adam to the to my young core, man. Oh okay, all right. Yeah, Scotty, Precious, Grady. Yeah, damn, man. Okay. Damn. They got to put okay. them on the season ticket poster, man. Ooh. All right. Damn. Did you see Scotty's selling condos now? Um, oh, yes. I got an email about that. I sent that to uh, 
um like consigliere maxavel right away yeah yeah <laughs> nice i was like this is not looking good for the franchise anyways um all right what you got man what was the question <laughs> the question was just why haven't oh, the raptors made a single legit good because I, I just don't think they like really committed to the direction like i think if they committed to like uh, we want to win and we want to add to this group i think they could have done that in some ways, it did do that with you know adding Yaka Pertle, but obviously that makes what's kind of done <laughs> way Yaka too late. Yaka Pertle is so funny now. Well, yeah, it's, it's also it's like the most obvious intent that you know they didn't really want to rebuild is the fact that they traded a pick that's only top six protected. So it's like, not- what are we even tanking for next season anyway? Like we're talking about like oh, there's like sixty players in the league last year who scored twenty or more. We don't know anybody on the Raptors outside of Pascal who can score twenty. So we got rid of Pascal. We become one of the worst teams in the league. And then, so what? Are we guaranteed to get one of the the, the picks? Are we are we guaranteed to get our pick back? And if not, like, why why are we even? Apparently, the, isn't the draft so bad that it's like it doesn't matter if you throw away your pick in this draft? That's why we did it. Yeah. So like again, it's, it's all very confusing. Good. But um, you but no, I think they, they just don't commit to the con- direction. And I also think this other thing too, just in terms of the front office, like they don't care about the speculation, but maybe they should. Like, is is like brand reputation like not? an important part of your business and that's not to say that like any coca-cola needs to come out every single day to to, to dismiss oh, like oh, this, this or that this, this guy's entering draymond he's about to bring up but, apple and ibm but you know what i mean like if you want to work for apple alex we can still podcast together <laughs> <laughs> and i work for microsoft i can call you on teams but you calling me on facetime like it's fine no but like no but seriously though like i i think they should care a little bit more in terms of what their perception is not to say they need to address every rumor but like when you have just rumors out there, especially the way that the the game is played nowadays, like people fester in these rumors, and it just brings down the credibility of your team even further than the fact that you guys were five hundred last year. Like okay, five hundred, you should feel like ambivalent to like slightly negative, but objectively, five hundred is five hundred, right? Like you should feel mostly okay. Like well, not mostly okay, but you should feel like just meh, like about a five hundred team if it's really about the wins and losses. But it's like overwhelmingly confusion and sort of uh, being upset because I think in, in the in the mind of fans, especially in the modern fan who thinks about the game like all the time and reacts to all the little pieces of rumors and all that kind of stuff, the when they're all kind of just negative pieces or pieces that kind of suggest like, hey, you, these guys don't know what they're doing, then obviously that brings down the value of like and, and the experience that people have of this product. So it does matter. Like it, you know what I mean? Like I don't think it's Bobby Masai's number one job to combat narratives. But it's absolutely a part of like pro sports, you know. No, I'm completely with you. Um, I think too is interesting. Um, I think it was like I think we were talking to Bobby. You were talking to Bobby. It's like I think they were surprised too around the trade deadline. I think he referenced this when we did a live event too. It's just like how fans were so negative or felt like felt that way about the team, and it's it's sometimes interesting to hear how they view the team and the disconnect with like how like majority of the fan base looks at the team, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's the... fair. And, and obviously fans are going to fluctuate way more than sure. the front office. Like I don't sure. want a fan running the front office, but yeah. at the Although same time, kind of the front office should be very, very well. Yeah. We should be very, very entrenched with like, or should at least be very aware of like what the perception is and not to like publicly try to like counter spin, but even just like come out and address some of these things head on. Would be yeah, good. No, I think I think that's fair. All right, I actually need to take a break. I've drank too many liquids. All right, please, we are going to take a quick break, stamp. and then when we come back, we will have more Twitter questions and Instagram questions. So stay tuned. All right, hold on. 
Welcome back to the Banter Pod. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Will Lu, Alex Wong. We're taking uh, questions on, you know, everything in between. I think our typical Banter Pod ratio is two non-basketball, one basketball question. So what do we just end off on? We just end off on like a non-basketball? No, we just end off on a basketball question. Yeah, we were ripping the front office, I think, for uh, like five minutes. No, I mean, yes, yes or no. But I, I just think that, like, yeah, if, if, you know, let's say Bobby Webster came on the Raptor show once a month and we could ask him some of these questions, then we can kind of allay some of these concerns or at least get their thinking on this side of things so that it can counter, not counterbalance, but at least address some of the things that are out there. Uh, you know, it, it might keep the fan base at a much more, like, even place. I mean, ultimately, the the what we need to see is, like, great moves and the team winning again because of those moves. But, uh yeah, the, I th- I do think that like there is an in between to be hit there. But anyway, um, next question that we have. So, uh, what do we want here, man? Oh yeah, Orin asks uh, best meal that you had. Let me ask it in the Orin voice. Hold on. Oh God. Um, Orin Weisfield, um, <laughs> the Guardian. Um, Alex, I, I'm just I just wanted to know like what was the best meal that you had in your trip in Seoul. Why is Tokyo. His, why is his voice crawling, man? <laughs> why does it sound like the Yo. decibel levels are crawling towards the mic? <laughs> why this does it sound so he whiny? He sounds like Kyle Anderson. My Dude. guy, Lee Kyer. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's got his own name and everything, man. Yo, no, me, yo, you don't even understand. Me and the mainlander just eating 70 skewers of, of beef lung. Meanwhile, we're talking about Lee Kyer. Crazy, oh man. man, do you think Kyle Anderson, Kyle Anderson might be more Chinese than me, man? Um, I, I definitely don't think so, but no, he is. It, a, he has a grandparent that is Chinese, so I think he's a quarter Chinese. Actually, he's still he's still on Minnesota, right? He is still on Minnesota. Yeah. Okay, Remember so when we he need punched, to uh, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> we need to check. Remember oh, when... I, I guess the other way around. Sorry. Remember when? Who was it? Was it J? What? McDaniel's. What's his first name? The one on Minnesota. Oh, uh, yeah, Jaden. And then he punched the wall and missed the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a play. Well, yeah, he did miss the playoffs. Yeah, but it was also he missed a play in too, which is oh, that's hilarious. right. No, because when the when the schedule comes out, we got to circle Minnesota on the calendar. Mm. We got to get Kyle Anderson in the pod, man. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it's the McDaniel's brother about uh, uh, battle. Oh sure, yeah, you can take that one. Jaden um, versus Jalen, no, but no, yes, we should actually definitely interview. No, we need know, to get Kyle uh, Anderson, and I and like no offense to to slow mo, but I feel like that's a pretty easy request. Yeah, he was he he's in he's in the Doug Smith zone of within <laughs> reach. To. No, but I don't know why you thought it would take two weeks to book Doug. I just assume honestly. Should we do like, a mock? Should we do a mock booking to see if we can book him at noon tomorrow? <laughs> uh, no, we shouldn't do that. Leave him alone. But my my thing was just like. Is Doug not like at a cottage somewhere having like a beer? Like, yeah, that's he, what I, I mean, assume that like no, that's you know, fair. But you don't think we can get him on four? Demographic he's, would be. He's on a forty-eight hour notice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, he's definitely gettable within forty-eight hours. Absolutely. You think he got? Do, do you think he has a, a USB microphone that he can plug into his laptop? Yeah. See, see that one. I'm gonna have to go ahead and say no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. I think you. I think you're getting that raw audio. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we, I know so. we had some audio complaints. That's my bad. Honestly, that's my bad as the the technical producer on that Zoom call. I could have asked for a different like input on Zoom. It sounded fine to me on Zoom, but I, I saw a lot of people have some uh, acknowledgments or complaints. Do not direct that at Jonathan. Just that's on me. That's not on him. Yeah. Just leave, wanted to say that. Keep going. Keep going. 
yeah, leave leave Jonathan alone. Yeah. Um, we've now taken him under our wing. Well, so. I mean, we didn't really ask for if he wanted that, but uh... <laughs> oh yeah, I've also never met him or talked to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's he's under the mentorship now. Oh, best meal. So I went yeah. to this. Uh, speaking of skewers and stuff, I went to this yakitori place mm. in in Tokyo called Yakitori Kodama. And so it's an omakase style yakitori place. Okay. And uh, Chef Kodama, I guess, is is really famous there. And I did not realize. So this was a recommendation um, from a chef friend in Toronto, Wallace. Um, I don't know if you've met him from like CCY events and stuff, but like he had recommended this place to me. So you have to make a reservation to go there and stuff. And I didn't realize because I haven't watched um, like the David Chang uh, Ugly Delicious um, series. Mm-hmm. that this was like one of the first episodes um where david chang went and like featured this restaurant oh really um, oh, yeah because cool. they were asking me because a lot of locals were there and i was the only foreigner there so the staff was asking me if i had heard about this because of netflix yeah and, and that's when i looked it up but like basically omakase style and you, you can see the chef like you know you just sit at the counter and stuff and i don't know that's like that's the best yakitori I've had. And like, they serve all the different parts of the chicken, like, you know, chicken heart, chicken tongue, liver, all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. then with like, you know, like other courses and stuff, but like, it's like a 15 to 20 course meal. And it's only for like, for like the, the value that you get is pretty good. I think it's like, it was like 75 bucks. Oh, are you kidding me? 75 bucks in Toronto. That's three courses. That's not 20 courses. But the meal was so good that, um at the end i tried to make another reservation um oh, for another day Damn. um like during my trip but it was it was fully booked actually it wasn't fully booked the only spot i could have booked was at the same time as meeting takashi so oh, obviously okay. i could not i could not you know cancel on him that's fair um so yeah that was the best meal so if anybody going there i highly recommend that what's the so, place called again uh yakitori yakitori kodama so okay. kodama is just the name of the chef Right. It's episode one of like David Chang's Ugly Delicious. Yeah, I um, remember watching that. It's like he, he's like, he's talking. He oh likes, yeah, he starts sobbing and stuff. I think he's like, like yo, like check. I uh, didn't know what I was gonna do out of college, so I just went to Japan to learn how to make noodles. <laughs> Japan is like the number one uh, midlife crisis place to, to for for uh, <laughs> yeah mid midlife uh, quarter life late life <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it fits any age range man yeah. It's like uh, what Italy is like to. Uh... Anyway, sorry, keep going. Um, uh, yeah. What's uh? Yeah, what's what's your question? Oh yeah, let's see. Sorry, there's just a lot of these trip questions. No, you um, got. People want to know, man. People want to know about your life. <laughs> We're getting another Pokemon question. All right, let's let's do it, baby. I <laughs> you got it. you got this one. Yeah. What are the what are the Pokemon types you would attribute to some of the new Raptors? Um, at training camp oh this is sick all right all, all right let me on. take a so, five minute nap while you do this who, who do we got so we got grady i don't know why i'm writing this down uh we got marquise uh who do we got man you know what honestly just for you jeff Downton. yeah jeffy uh el jeffy um <laughs> no man <laughs> please <laughs> You don't want to call him out, Jeffy. The the amount of hype we put on we put on Jeff Down has been insane, man. I'm calling him JD, man. McDaniel's. Okay, okay, all right. So Grady, Grady, very outgoing, very uh, 
uh, let's say offensively focused. Um, so probably like a fire type. Um, honestly, Gritty might just be a pure fire type. I need to see more of his personality to really understand the other side of it. But he gave me like the fire Pokemon starter vibe, you know, like kind of like more uh, just energetic, ambitious as compared to the other Pokemon. Um, you know, so Grady's going to be a fire type for me. Marquise, uh, kind of small. So unfortunately, I'm giving a bug type. <laughs> Damn, man, I don't even know what this means, but that doesn't sound good. You know, like, typically speaking, when you're thinking about, like, the smallest Pokemon, uh, they're, they're typically bugs, so he's he getting a bug type for me. But, like, maybe, like, a bug fighting type. You know, he could be, like, a like a Heracross, for example, my favorite Pokemon. But, uh, yeah, he he, he he a part bug, part fighting type, let's just say. El Jefe, um, he is... No, a, man, a, we're a, not a, making El Jefe happen, man. Uh, Jeff is a normal type, um, mm. as in, you know, he has no type... Uh, advantages so nothing he does is super effective on anybody but also very few things are super effective against him because he's you know pretty good at defense uh and he's immune to ghost which i don't know what that is in basketball terms but uh yeah jeff is a normal type pokemon maybe like the first normal type that you see on your route like a ratata or like a bidoof or like a ratata uh... <laughs> yo honestly is that, is that what drake said at the end of his verse on travis's new album <laughs> He's like, y'all scared of the six. Ratata. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Jet play, lag, no, play this, play this for your little nephews, man. It's going to be heat for them. No, please, man. <laughs> play them hour, uh, two hours and... No, uh, my sister's going to listen to this, man. Two hours and 30 minutes. Yo, please, play this play this for them, all right? Play this Ratata. for your kids. Um, and then, uh, who else is McDaniels? Is, McDaniel, is, is he? Let's just say Jalen McDaniels, so more defensive type. Uh, doesn't seem that strong offensively, so let's give him like a. I don't, I don't know, man. Like a steel typing, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like a steel typing. Yeah, he's like a, a you know like because the original there were like I think eighteen Pokemon types originally, and then they added more in like the second and third generations, and then they added Fairy later on as well. But yeah, it's like originally in the league, there weren't this many like 3 and D kind of guys. But then like midway through the series, like I feel like the league added more 3 and D guys like, uh, you know, Jalen McDaniels. You didn't see a lot of these guys in like the league like 10 years ago or even 20 years ago. Uh, so it's a newer type introduced, more focused on defense. Um, yeah, and adaptable in many scenarios. Steel types could be part of like defensive type teams or offensive type teams. Like, you know, it's a... Uh, yeah, I know this is this is this is uh, not <laughs> anything you understood besides Ratatouille. No, so no, let's just move on. I close I close my eyes for five minutes, man. It's great. <laughs> this guy was back in the <laughs> back, <laughs> back in Japan. He's like, why did I come home for this? Yo, you don't understand. I thought I slept fourteen hours last night. I went to sleep at two. I like had this super long sleep. I woke up and it was six a.m. <laughs> You understand how crushed I am when I check my phone, man. No, this is anyways. I have replied to every single email. If I haven't emailed you today, it means you're actually not important. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. Uh, Um, No, I've replied to every single email. All right, that's fair. All right, what you got, man? Let's ask the next question. It'll be a basketball question. This one from Stephen. Ten seconds left. Who shoots uh, to tire for the win? Jamal Murray or Shea Gilchrist Alexander? Uh, Shea wasn't Shea one of the most clutch players? But what about Jamal? What he did in the final or the whole playoff well, run was also pretty crazy. I can only pick crazy. one, man. I can't pick a combination. 
<laughs> so maybe like, they can run a small, small pick and roll. You don't no, know. Oh man, please. If we're doing a whole year of small, small pick and rolls, I might need to upgrade Joel Fun and Joe Cash to weekly. Oh, oh man. Me. Um no, I'm going with Shay, man. Going with he, Shay. He got the length too, you know. He'll he'll find a way. I would say Jamal is a better option, obviously. Wait, if you did they get say jump? Did they say they have to take a jump shot or just ten seconds left? You need a bucket. I think it's probably just who needs you need a bucket. Okay, I'll go game. with Shea, man. You know the game is about a bucket. Uh, yeah, I probably go with Shea too. Like one on one is just really difficult. Um, but I can definitely see a late double team coming, and it's to me the more important option is like can RJ Bear hit a wide open three? Oh shoot! When True. the double comes. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm excited to watch the team team camp. Oh yeah, man. no, the roster is kind of nice. Actually, you you know me, like I try to quit basketball well during the season, but also like in the summer mm, mm. as well. Again, like, offline conversation. <laughs> but like, I I'm really excited to watch the uh, this team Canada team. Just yeah. please don't please don't disappoint me. Like I feel like there's so the expectations are so high mm. for this squad as it should be. No, it always is, but the team is really good. Like, okay, so this is uh so we discussed this yesterday, me and uh and and Jonathan on the podcast. Um so um yeah, let's just say that just tell me which which of these rosters would you rather have cuz like to me there's two equivalent team Canada rosters right now. So I think conceivably we're actually sending like half of our best team. But like our current team right now is Shea, Lou Dort, RJ Barrett, Kelly Olnick, Dwight Powell. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, let's just say Phil Scrub, Dylan Brooks, Melvin Edgem, Kyle Alexander. Let's say that's your 10-man rotation. Like, that versus 10 players who aren't at this tournament right now, and I'm just, I'm assuming Murray isn't there, but who knows, maybe he does go. But that could be Team A. Our, our B team could be Jamal Murray, Andrew Nemhard, Benedict Matherin, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Chris Boucher, Omax Prosper, Trey Lyles, O'Shea Brissett. Like, yeah, I, I actually have a hard time picking between those two teams. I probably picked the the current one just because Shea's the best player out of the group. But like, no, I hear you though. That the talent is pretty spread out. We have a B about... team as good as our A team right now. That's nuts. Yeah, no, th- but that's the thing. It's like on paper you would expect they can, you know, do all the stuff like what, like finish second or whatever, and be able to to qualify and stuff. It's just that like, if you watch Team Canada like the last however many years, the last decade. There's just mm-hmm. been like so much like heartbreak and just things. Going yeah, of course. Wrong, right. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like this team's stacked. Anyways, I'm excited. This seems pretty stacked. No, no. The fact that we even have a potential choice between Jamal Murray or Shea for the last shot. Like, yeah, we didn't have a choice before. It was Corey Joseph running a pick and roll with Kelly Olenek. With no, all like, due respect sh- to those guys. But like, it's just a different level, you know? <laughs> well, Jamal sounds like he might not play, right? Because he's not traveling with them for the yeah. exhibition games. Yeah. Um. And I guess they they got to be careful, like Denver or whatever. But like, man, if Jamal was there and Shea, you have an argument that the you could have two Canadian players like be the best player in the tournament. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. No, Shea's on that level. I, I no, Shea's I, I definitely on that agree. level. And I feel like Jamal on an international level, like we've seen him, like what he can do. Um, we talking Pan Am. Yeah, man. I don't remember. Oh. Wasn't he playing at Ryerson or something? One of those tournaments? It's like 2018. Yeah, damn. The thing about the old... I guess 2018 was five years ago. Damn. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm actually excited. So I'm going to check the yeah. Team Canada schedule and watch the games. Yeah, they're right. going to be on at like 9 a.m. Are you ready for that? Are they on? Oh, okay. Then maybe I'll just check the box scores. <laughs> Yo, um... <laughs> 9 a.m. is fine, man. Come on. 
All right, next um, question. Non-basketball. Let's go. Uh, still basketball, but basketball oh, okay. movie uh, tier list. Oh, man. This is like its own pod. Chelsea, okay. You know? uh, we can't do tier, but like, I don't know, man. Let's do a top top three or something. All right, all right top three. Coach Carter, uh, number one for me. <laughs> I still never watch Coach Carter. Yo, add that watch to the, Coach Carter, man. Add that to the Asian slash non-Asian rewatchables. Oh, the I love how we're just stealing <laughs> a full pod. <laughs> we're going to do Apex Mountain. <laughs> No, no, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna do a steal different the one, man. Yo, we need to find our Joe House, man. Who's our Joe House? No, we're gonna be like, well, who's what's on your Mount Fuji? Who's who's the guy who always just go goes and eats ribs before a pot? Yo, it might be Lee Ben. <laughs> oh, no, come on, man. Respect Lee Ben. No, come I respect on. Lee Ben. You're catching know, a wild stray I, over nothing. I know he got Omax on on speed dial. <laughs> Uh, but his food tastes be old men, man. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So wait, what you okay. got? You got Coach Carter is number one. I got Coach Carter is number one. I gotta watch that. I have. Oh man, this is kind of tough. What else? Like, what? What else is even in contention? Like, love and basketball. Like Mike. I've got. I've, I've, I've got my top three, but I want to hear yours first. You know they they have a a couple of basketball scenes in Hitch, so um, <laughs> no, nah, this guy's gonna say Hitch and the 2019 Toronto Raptors. I have that on Blu-ray. It was a movie. Hey, hey, what do you have I... on Blu-ray? The 2019 Raps? Yeah, remember we have oh, one of those championship yeah, the DVDs. Sets. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I should bring that to Japan and show Mister Shimamoto. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably more impressive than what, than showing him a Jalen Harris jersey, man. A worn Jalen Harris jersey. Out, I was really like, yo, I watched this too, Takashi. It's only been worn twice. Twice with a number on the back. Holy. And once was to soccer when I think I gave up seven goals. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were posing score with it too. FC. Let me look up basketball movies, man. I don't know why I can't think of them off the All top right, of my head. All right, my top three. Number one, Uncut Gems. Oh, I was going to say Uncut Gems. Yes, yeah, Uncut Gems is absolutely in there, That's too, a yeah. basketball movie. Number two, let's go with Hoop Dreams, the documentary. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Um, And then number three, the first slam dunk, man. I really need you to go watch it. Go with your brother and watch it. It's a standalone film. Like, you don't have to know anything. Mm. You'll cry during the movie. You'll get into it. We can do a react pod. We can do three stars, Gerald Henderson, everything. You have to watch this. All right, so you know what? I got Uncut Gems with my number two behind Coach Carter. I think I'm going to put number three as, like, honestly, I I, I, really, I do like Like Mike. Like Mike is fairly fun, you know? There's some good NBA cameos, too. I feel like that's yeah, pretty important for a basketball decent movie. Decent soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, man. That's classic. But there's, I mean, there's there's other good ones-ish, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Sports <laughs> movies are kind of mid for me, man. Uh, Yeah, a lot of sports movies are, like, not good. Yeah, I prefer probably prefer sports documentaries but that's probably because i'm like a genuine fan of sports versus not even a genuine i'm trying to be like elitist about it like i i just like the sport it is like as itself versus like some like fictitious telling of a of a sports so. oh yeah did i did i ever tell you i almost produced a 30 for 30 no what oh yeah all right i yeah. guess i'll tell it um yeah sure so i was in new york at the time and i was yeah. working as an uh as an, a part-time accountant for yeah. uh jonathan hawk who like is a director and he's like directed like a bunch of 30 for 30s um and then he like as i was like working for him he started he knew i was into sports and then he mm. asked me to like pitch ideas and stuff and we were actually looking to do a 30 for 30 i don't know if you remember when 
when Donovan Bailey and Michael Johnson had a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Sky Dome, the 150 meter race. That's a good determine. 30 or 30. Yeah, fastest man in the world. So and they're gonna run 150 meters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then Michael Johnson pulled up um with with an injury. So then Donovan Bailey just won by default. And right. then did this like iconic interview and like called Michael Johnson a chicken. Um Didn't which get, I guess doesn't did, sound that hard when you say it now. <laughs> no, it definitely doesn't sound that hard. You said <laughs> yeah. iconic and then you just called him a chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was iconic at the what, time. Was this was it before or after it turned out that he potentially was on BDs? Which no. I don't necessarily care about, but like yeah, no. You th- are you thinking about Ben Johnson though? Yes, um, I am. Yeah, yeah. Was Donovan Bailey just completely clean? My bad. If, if, if I so. think, yeah, I think it was. Oh, okay, I my bad, my I bad. Not to slander a Canadian. Yeah, legend, no, no. Bad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, he only he said it's sue him. I, I, no, I only know um, who. I only know hoop. I don't know run. Yeah, allegedly, <laughs> you don't know run is crazy. <laughs> no, I don't know run, man. This guy sorry. doesn't know run. Oh, call me a run casual, man. <laughs> this guy doesn't know sprint, man. <laughs> I'm a casual, man. <laughs> Yo, this guy's I don't know hold down R two, man. Not me. Run, this guy's run DMC. Man. No man, call me AT and T because I'm not Sprint. <laughs> Anyways, so we we had like secured um, Donovan Bailey, and I think they were gonna pay Michael Johnson a bunch of money mm-hmm. to like be part of it. Oh, but, but he didn't then, show up. No, but then no, like okay, sorry. it was it was gonna it was gonna go into production and all this stuff. But then that was right around the time when Bill Simmons got let go by by oh, ESPN. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he was the head of 30 for 30 at the time. And that's right. like who, who you were pitching. And then they like, they like flip 30 for 30 over, I think to like John Skipper and stuff. And then the project just died, mm. but it was, it was very close to happening. Damn. So, um, a man named Skipper didn't know run. That's tough. <laughs> nah, man, no more <laughs> run jokes. It's horrible. These please, are all terrible. Man. Please, this man. is a, a one please. minute long of just breaks please, on the podcast. Man, give us, if you're still listening, just give us a one star review. No, 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 we no, no. Need give it. us a five. Give us a five. No, give us a one, man. Humble give us a five. Humble no, bring us, us back on the podcast charts, man. We've just, I've been doing so few pods that yeah, it, it happens, man. We'll get back to number one. Uh, I know. I tried to pull up the number one in Japan, and we were like number four. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean we have yeah that's it's because podcast P has been putting in work, man. Bro, I'm telling you, man, I was early on the podcast P thing. I told you it was the best player pod. Yeah, it I'm clearly have to is. get back on player pod. The one with Clay is pretty good too, because Clay yeah, apparently I, played I with the, the white guy. Do you listen to all the smoke? Mm, not as much. I just don't find. I like Matt Barnes. I don't really like Stephen Jackson as much. I see. And it, I, it has like a more visceral like burry athlete energy but i don't yeah. like because i see like. clips from like interviews that i find interesting but then when yeah, i yeah, yeah. No, when it's I a good play an episode yeah. when i play an episode sometimes it's it's, it's hard for me that's fair and but, yeah I, I like i like pj's pod you know i'm a i'm a jj reddick pod hater so oh yeah I'm i've dropped i've dropped off i mean i'm, I'm still taking a break from player pods, I, right? it really depends on who the guest is at times you know yeah it's hard for me because like i feel like i just consume the best stuff via the clips anyways though that is true. The funniest like, thing too is yeah. uh, when we got into Sahal Abdi's car uh, the <laughs> night of Hoop Talks, and we were going to Hong Sheng actually because we what, do four things in the city. Oh, he was listening to Pat Bev. Bro, this guy only had four pods. One, one of us was ours, but obviously uh, couldn't yeah, play uh, our pod back to us. A New York Jets pod. A New York Jets pod, probably some <laughs> Tottenham FC. Like you know, you know, we're 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 finishing. Oh, is fourth. he a, is he a Tottenham supporter like me? <laughs> Bro, what? Oh, that's right. Uh, you got it. You got a. 
sunny jersey. Honestly, that's kind of sick. I like that. Is he uh, um is he like a longtime Tottenham supporter? Yeah, yeah, he actually is like about it about it. Yeah, this guy was tw- <laughs> tweeting about Oliver Skip having a brace against Barcelona <laughs> in preseason. I know this is crazy man. Not even Damn. John Skipper, Oliver man, Skipper. How, how, how uh, you feeling? How you feeling about? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Finish the finish the story and then. Three oh pods. yeah, and and then yeah, the team had like four pods, and then the other pod was the Pat Beverly pod. Yeah, which I guess he was early on because I do see a lot of clips of that now too. But someone needs to line up all the white podcast um, co-hosts and do a photo shoot with them. Oh, who he pod with? <laughs> no, it's just like do a photo, do like a magazine cover. Shoot. Oh, the, yo, the slam cover shoot, but it's just <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, the '96 draft, but it's the player pod but co-hosts. It's, it's Tommy Alter and and the yeah. six Tommy Alter clones that are just holding <laughs> microphones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's that's go. What, that's what I need. Yo, man. that's my new that's my new goal in this game is to become a Tommy Alter clone. But the first Asian, the first Asian Tommy oh, Alter clone, man, please. Man. No, I think I think you're gonna be main host type. I think I actually can become. <laughs> um, uh, oh man, that's wild, man. Yeah. Damn, what was I gonna say? I can't remember stuff now. I'm so jet lagged. Um, all right, is it yeah, your player, turn? Po- or yeah, player pods. Yeah. Uh, next question. Let's see another. Let's see another Raptors one. Okay, so Scotty asks, uh, "Has the Raptors' role definition issue improved? It seems like <laughs> is a Scotty problem last Barnes year." Asking this. And, and, he- he should be. Well, the question is about Scotty, and he's like, and now we're trying Scotty as a point guard plus wing slash log jam. Is it better or worse? I mean, uh, it depends on what you think better is. Like, is better like you better in terms of we ultimately want to see Scotty run point or like in, uh, initiate all the offense. And in, in this case, that I would say they actually did move towards more clarity, probably by accident though, because it seemed like they actually wanted to retain Fred. Uh, and that that was sort of out of their hands, but I mean, I, I mean, if it doesn't work out next season, I think that that not necessarily means that this whole idea doesn't work. Uh, it might, might mean you need better roster construction around it, but uh, I don't know. At least I can kind of see like a little bit more identity. Like again, they can fully lean more into the Vision Six Nine thing. They now have a center to play with the Vision Six Nine thing, which I think was a missing aspect, even with the fact that they can play all those wings. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a big if, and that, that plan essentially needs to work. Um, and we have seen it work at certain times. Like you can start, like pull up like two years ago, the Raptors played the Denver Nuggets and it was like Scotty and Pascal leading the offense that game and it looked great. So, you know, can that one game sample be extrapolated to 82? Obviously that's hard to say if, if not unrealistic, but you know, it's, there are examples, even in the Sixers series, like when they took two wins off the Sixers in the first round in the playoffs, like they played vision six, nine ball at that time, except it was Ken Birch in the middle. And now you have Jakob. Is that not like better than that? I mean, I would say it is, but um, I don't know. Yeah. What it's not said. that exciting when you build this whole thing out. Uh, the other part is, are you into nineties anime classic, a slam dunk? They have a new movie out and it's pretty great. So yo, you got to watch the movie, man. Can you please just go watch it with your, with so it's your, a new uh, movie. Yeah, so it's okay. it's a standalone movie. Okay. Like you don't need to know anything. Like obviously if you all knew right, right. everything, like it would like it's a great basketball movie. Yo, I, I will watch it, man. Don't worry, man. I will no, watch I need, it. I need you to watch it. I feel like it's okay. gonna change your life. <laughs> okay, man. why? Tell tell your brother I'll buy his ticket, but not not yours. <laughs> all right. No, man. Just take your take your bro, man. All right, all right, all right. We will we will go see a movie. I mean, last time I took him to see a movie, we saw Oppenheimer. Yo, I Which, still gotta like, watch Oppenheimer, man. I gotta buy. I gotta get find these IMAX. 
Yeah, we, I just saw it in standard. It was still quite good, but uh, it was funny because it's like three hours. It's like kind of like a, a movie that questions a lot of things. Um, you know, obviously it's a very serious topic. Yeah, I was uh, reading. I was reading a lot about his bio. Yeah, for sure. And then the, my point is though, like you're sitting in the movie. It's really intense. Three hours presented in this beautiful way. Um, and again, it leaves you with a lot of like just sort of like feelings of like just ambiguous feelings, you know, and, and a lot of things that you're sort of pon- uh, like, I guess, considering. And then you walk out of the theater and it's like everybody is dressed in pink and it's like they're taking photos oh, yeah. in the Barbie booth. Yo, did you, did you it's watch- just an entirely different experience, man. I'm did you watch you. Barbie? I watched Barbie in Korea. Uh, no, I mean, I'm scheduled to see it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Barbie's yeah. Barbie's fire. Man. You saw Barbie in Korea? Yeah, Barbie's fire, though. All right. No, I mean, uh, I, I believe it, man. Uh, Our boy Simu is in it. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> for what? Um, Nothing, man. All right, let's blast through some of these. John, what's one thing you wish Canada can adopt from Japan? I don't know, man. Politeness. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, street food culture or, oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Like convenience sub, like store, tr- convenience store. Subways and trains, like, high-speed yes. rail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, high-speed uh, rail, Shinkansen. Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't know what you just said there. Right? <laughs> well, you wanted one Japanese word. So oh, there we go. All right, nine more to go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, lots of things. Honestly, I it was even cool to see, like, especially that town that you went to where, like, a lot of that soccer manga was, like, yeah. like, like uh, attributed to, like, or, like, plastered all over the place. Like, I don't know. I, I wish, like... Toronto looked a little bit more distinctive and we kind of celebrated. You want distillery district to turn into like Sergi Baca town? No, but like the fact that we have a distillery (laughs) district is kind of distinctive and it's like one of the more distinctive places. Mafuzi district. (laughs) Oh, by Uh, the way, Serge was in in Seoul. Um, I think like... Oh, yeah, you were... You were telling me you were trying to bother Jordy. You're like, yo, let's link up. So I messaged Jordy. I'm like... I'm like, yo, how long is he, he he in Seoul for? He's like, LOL, he just left. <laughs> As if he was going to come bring his daughter and we we're going to hang out. <laughs> hey, shouts to, shouts to Jordi and, and Serge for setting up the Shams interview, though. They set oh, it up just right. to slander Bud. It was sick. Oh, man, that's what happened? Oh, man. Bro, because, you know, like like shams did like an interview and he put it out there it's like a seven minute interview with, with serge who was wearing like a tank top and in, in his living room so maybe he was in korea as this interview yo happened. he might have been there man yeah. i'm gonna was, check that background and check all the five star hotels it's definitely a pretty like dressed down version of serge because we see him dress up a lot obviously that's yeah. one of his hobbies and um yeah he was just kind of explaining to shams like he's like this is why it didn't work out in milwaukee like you know you know bud just never communicated with me and kind of disrespected me and and you know this and that and he's like i couldn't take it anymore and i asked out and i was like damn all right what was this what what did this serve in terms of like you know signing elsewhere and stuff like that but uh yeah, yeah. I, I see he's still been working out a lot like in the summer obviously like oh, of course ready and stuff so maybe no, it's man. an opportunity overseas man and i don't think that'd be like you know a terrible I mean, way to end a career for a man of Serge's talents there's definitely many opportunities available to him um we are going to move on to the next question and um yeah, this is problematic. I'm just going to ask you this. Uh, from <laughs> then Why are you asking me, man? <laughs> this is kind of a joke question from oh, from 43 okay. Cent, uh, one of the staples on Raptors Twitter. Oh, yeah, uh, I know 43 Cent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get rich uh, or die trying Canadian version. 
Yeah, yeah, that's why it's forty three cent. You know, the, the conversion rate. Anyway, um, uh, who do you? I wish the conversion rate was actually just that. But anyway, uh, uh, who do you? Who is the most tradable asset on the Sportsnet roster right <laughs> like, now? You can't talk about this, man. <laughs> and what do you think you get for them? Move on. <laughs> Why'd you even ask this, man? Yo, imagine there were trades in, like, other industries. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it'd be sick. I'd love to be a GM, man. You know, again, this is where the Draymond, like, Apple versus IBM comparison <laughs> yeah, that's falls right. apart. That's right. Uh, I, I don't think Steve GM. Jobs just trades <laughs> <laughs> somebody for Steve Ballmer. Like. Oh, man. All right, man. Ask another one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too problematic. All right, Arun asks, uh, I need a full recap of the Ineas uh, Vissel Kobe experience. I just I recapped it earlier, man. Check hour one. All right. <laughs> uh, this one from Mids. Is it possible for the Raptors to have a better season than last year without Siakam through elite team defense? We better be uh, the we better be the old four Pistons. <laughs> how how many great defenders are on this team? We have well. If you subscribe to the theory that every six nine player is just by default an elite defender, then uh, then the team is pretty good defensively. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. No more Raptors. I I I, I just I don't think so. No, I, I think the Raptors to be good needs you need Siakam there and also to have uh, an elite team defense. I covered this with uh, with Assad a couple episodes ago, but there's, like there's just nothing that's their path to like making team. the playoffs. There is nothing elite about this team. No, there really isn't. And again, you take Pascal like Pascal is part of a good defense. Like I I don't like he's not a negative on defense. Like so I, I don't I don't yeah, I, again, like you take Pascal out the team like and go just just do the exercise yourself. Go up to stats.nba.com, look up the the top scoring leaders and just ask yourself very honestly without Pascal on the roster and let's say you put in like whoever like who is going to have any chance of having a better sco- like just scoring season than any of those top uh, sixty players? And you might say, well, Darko Ball is be more you know egalitarian offense. Okay, that's fine. But you're telling me you there's no way you can even have a, 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 a your offense is guaranteed to suck if you don't have a guy who can score twenty points, especially in the modern NBA. And it's yeah, not it's that looking- simplistic, but like we don't have scores. We're already deficient on scores. We've now slashed our two best ones in one offseason if they pulled this trade through. Like you're. And then what we're going to be here talking about all season is like, oh, and then Scotty wasn't able to just magically will the team and make this magical jump. And if that doesn't happen, then what? We're just even more upset about the whole team. Like, and we're all just anxious by the time the draft comes around. It's like, oh man, we've, we kept, we kept our pick. Like we're the Dallas Mavericks in, in the draft this this past season, except we don't even have Luca and, and Kyrie to actually like fall back on. Like, like that's, that's, that's your eight month forecast. So just, just yeah, get ready to learn. <laughs> get ready to learn what? Man? Get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. We're watching Lee Kai Er. Oh my god! Man. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait till this schedule is dropping soon, right? It's got to be. Oh. So we, well, we gotta, is, we, is ESPN going to do a whole schedule release show again? I mean, if if there's no pickleball that day, probably. Oh man, come on, man! Like, Allow pickleball, man. I feel like older people need a way it's to. It's cool, man. But if you're gonna put pickleball, can I get some mahjong then? Like we've reached that level. Honestly, let's let's do mahjong. Yeah, there should be yeah. a World Series of mahjong, like, and it should get the same hype as poker, man. What is the world in this case? Just <laughs> I guess just us. Just Chinese diaspora, just and then and then like Asian versus countries. Hong Kong. Bro, that would be like crazy. That would be a great bracket, 30 for 30. Yo, Macau bracket, mainland yeah. bracket, and then just an international bracket. 
I mean, that's kind of hard. Yo, round of 64? Yeah. Damn, man. That would be kind of hard. Um, All right, hit me with a question. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Was I, I know you're fading, man. I'm, I'm, keep, I'm, I'm no, keeping man, you I'm, awake. I'm, fa- I'm fading like MJ right now, man. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. What's the one thing on your trip you would have liked to do, see, or eat, but ran out of time for? Um, there was actually this um, this uh, temple in Japan called Tamagawa Daishi Temple. Mm. So it's this shrine with a like a hidden underground um, of like just hundreds of Buddha statues. Like you pay okay. like you pay like five dollars to go in to check out the shrine, but you ask them to take you to the to the underground, and you just kind of walk through this like underground tunnel with all these like lit up statues and like you're not you're not you're not allowed to take your phone in there and stuff but like people have snap photos i checked out online it looked crazy um i actually wanted to check that out but ran out of time so all right that's the one place why are they hidden underground um i don't read that much into it um okay. all right uh will you be adding your japan trip uh ig stories to a highlights uh no but i've had people message me if you want the google doc i have a whole google doc of recommendations i can just send it to you yeah. So just message me. Recommendation. Uh, <laughs> no, man. Yo, I feel like our brains melt whenever we do this stupid program. No, you don't understand, though. You got a non-COVID um, illness, and I'm, like, jet-lagged. Like, I don't even know what time it is right now. I feel like I'm time-traveling. It is uh, I've been 7, since, I've 7 been p.m. Since, oh, my God. I'm not even going to get to nap before going to this no, you, chronic inconvenience. You, you'll be able to nap, bro. It's at 10 o'clock. Like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, All right, what you got, man? Let's let's rapid fire through these. Let's uh, go. Who, who's more important for the Raptors to have a bigger year, OG or Gary? Uh, OG for sure, man. Okay, what kind of bigger year do you want to see from OG? Because he was uh, already all uh, defense and uh, average seventeen. Just you know, average twenty plus. Okay, and how's he gonna? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what? That that's fair. I would say OG's baseline is already so high that I kind of. Nah, I, I would say OG as well. I was trying to think of a way to answer Gary, but. I mean, it'd be great if we kind of need both of them to have a big year. You know what I mean? But I think Gary is who he is at this point. You know, like, you know, he's going to get why? you the scoring. I never understand, though. There's other things you can do with his game, especially if he can but, score, he can draw attention, and he can pass. Like, anybody can pass. I'm not expecting him to pass, like, you know, Luca or Tyrese Halliburton. But, but like, he's just a gunner, though. There's a certain players that are just have that mindset. <sighs> players don't all round into, like, all-around players. Yeah, but I mean, isn't that what coaching is for? I, I don't know. All right, so we're put, put, pinning this one on Darko, too. Yo, Darko's to-do list is like Yo, a 40-page Google Doc, man. Darko's to-do list, beyond saying Scotty Barnes is the future in every interview, no matter what. <laughs> yo, that was definitely the number one clincher in him getting the job, too, man. It's like, yo, <laughs> say the right things. <laughs> do you think that's what he said at the mock press conference? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, anyways. Anyway, yeah, next question. Um... A lot of people are saying that the Raptors need to build around Pascal. What NBA team in the NBA? What NBA team in the NBA? All right. What NBA team uh, already has a roster that fits around Pascal in a vacuum, of course. Wait, are we we talking about NBA teams that fit around Pascal or in a vacuum? All right, whatever. Just which which team will be optimized for Pascal's play, for example? Um, I think he'd be really nice on Indiana. He'd be really nice on Indiana. There's I think he'd be really uh, nice shot blocking center. He can play four pretty seamlessly. There are guards that can take away the playmaking responsibilities. Uh, so that he doesn't do everything, but he's also the go-to scorer on that team. You think he would be good on the Clippers? Uh, yeah. I mean, 
Oh God, why do you make me think about it? But, but yeah, I mean, weird, yeah. is that a weird fit though? No, no, absolutely not, because the Clippers already play a lot of switching. Uh, they already have um, a lot of really good one-on-one scores, and now you add a third great one-on-one score to Paul George and Kawhi. Like, it's kind of nasty. Like that OKC? is a, that's an inc- incredible team. OKC, honestly, like mm, I would want to see a little bit more shooting around that situation. Also, they don't have a defined center. I mean, I would say like Chet Holmgren was their center, but right now I think he's a little bit too young to sort of hold down that role full time. But I mean, in a, as an offensive environment, absolutely, Pascal have a better, easier time. That's why. In, that's in why OKC. I want a team like Indiana. Like a lot OKC, of teams man. would fit better. Like Pascal would thrive on a lot of other teams. Like I think Pascal thrives in spite of the roster built around him in Toronto, versus like, you know, Pascal's benefiting from the roster in Toronto being what it is. Pascal's a pretty like malleable player too. Um, yeah. That I feel like you can just fit in. What about what about on Philly, man? I mean, it depends on what, what you take off, but let's say it's like you replace like Tobias Harris with Pascal. Like, yeah, imagine that. That's pretty sick, man. That's just, that's pretty sick, <laughs> honestly. Damn, man. Yeah. No, I want Indiana or OKC to get in this because like they they got the assets. Doesn't oh, doesn't OKC I agree? Have, Indiana like, has a better option. Is a much better landing spot for me personally. They OKC, have better prospects too. Yeah, than, than OKC Atlanta. has like OKC has like twenty three players, don't they? Like, screen. yeah, but like some of them are like like Aaron Wiggins. Oh yeah, give me Isaiah Joe, man. Let's go. Isaiah Joe was like cut. Anybody could have like picked him up. Yeah, he's literally a cup of coffee, man. He's that's yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a yeah. Yeah, he would have fit nicely for the Raptors for sure. Um, what else? Rapid fire through. Man. Uh, assuming he ate some, this one from Jeff. Uh, what was his favorite Korean street food? Oh man, it's hard for me to pick, man. But I did okay. have um, I did have a beef tartar dish there. That was crazy. You haven't beef tartar on the yeah, street. Yeah, but it's like um yeah, it was like um what is it? Like one of those like Michelin star spots. You actually have it's to street food, but it's Michelin star? Damn. Yeah, because they had it at the Guang Guangjiang market, which I mm. guess is like pretty popular amongst the locals and stuff. So it's like a mix of like street food and then just like small restaurant shops there and stuff. Yeah. Um but street food like the usual basics there. Um but what, the what markets are there are basics? really nice, man. Oh man. I don't know. I'm too tired, man. Move guy eating. All right, all right, all right. It's making me list. Uh, what are we the Fung Bros now? We, we are the Fung Bros. In the off season, we are 100 percent Fung Bros, man. What are you talking about here? We the Fung Bros. Uh, Simon someone asked. Did, yeah. By the way, someone did ask that I didn't use, and I apologize. They were like, "Compare every single food item you ate to Raptors player." That's that's kind of sick, man. Yo, that's a homework assignment, man. <laughs> All right, do it for next time, then. No. Show your work. Uh, Alex's top five mixtapes. Top five mixtapes? Yo, what are we doing here, man? (laughs) Yo, why not, man? DJ Clue Clue for President, Joe Budden, Mood Music 2, (laughs) DJ Green Lantern, uh, Invasion mixtape with the Eminem freestyle, Uh, Lupe Fiasco, uh, I think they're called first and 15th uh, mixtapes. I don't know, man. What about the one in your car? The 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 one what, with like sound 15 bombing? Al- yeah, sound bombing. Yeah, is that about sound? I guess that's a kind of an official album. Yeah. Okay, all right. By the way, the Civic had to go to the shop again. Um, you weren't even here. <laughs> <laughs> what? By the way, big reveal as well because like last time I took it to the shop, uh-huh. like I had to go to my car manual because like it locked me out of my radio because they had to reset the battery. So there's, I couldn't even turn on the radio. Bro, God forbid. 
the one source of entertainment in I that car. I couldn't gone. listen. I couldn't even listen to Blair and Barker uh-huh. uh, on my drive home from from the shop. And when I pulled out my manual, I, I realized it's a 2002 Honda Civic, not 2001. Oh. So, but I think we should just keep calling it an 01. It no, doesn't sound o- the same. 01 Honda Civic sounds sick, man. Yeah, 02, 02, it's like kind of not really hitting, man. Yeah. So, right. anyways, yeah, those are my mixtapes. What about you, my brother? What? Man, I can't even name said, five mixtapes, man. This guy said Jay Chow's unreleased hits. Uh, Yo, were you no, old I, enough? Were you young enough, old enough to use Napster? Nah, that was a little bit before like my Napster, time. Just like LimeWire? a slightly. Okay, behind. So no, I use, use definitely use LimeWire. I mean, uh, I, I definitely didn't. Sorry, uh, but yeah, I definitely did. This guy didn't Bro, even have LimeWire an NBA. League, this man. guy didn't even have an NBA league pass plan when he was at Sportsnet <laughs> at the start. <laughs> I'm Yo, like, you don't understand. To, I'm talking I'm, to this guy about commercials on sports and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I always watch the the streams where you could see like the in arena feed during commercial break. Oh, so they'll yeah. show you like you know, like the little skits that they do with the players. It's actually kind of better to be honest. Oh uh, yeah. That's but cool. not now, because now I, I pay for Sportsnet now. Um and I, I'm not dead serious. And uh yeah, I watch it only through legal means with the express written consent of the NBA. Man, shout um, shouts to the shouts to the Sportsnet plug for uh Getting me two tickets to the National Bank Open finals on Sunday, man. Oh, you're actually going? Yeah, man. Damn. Anyways. And shouts to AK Wait, for getting me Jay's tickets. Who was the on plug? Hold on. Maybe I, maybe I need some too. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'll tell you off air. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's another <laughs> offline conversation. All right. Yeah. Shouts to Ali Khan too, man. Jose Bautista getting inducted into Level of Excellence. He came through with tickets. Oh, that's sick. First yeah. Time, they're, yeah. They're give, are you going to get a bobblehead? Um, him, I'm not him sure, doing the bat actually. flip. Yeah, is that is that what they're giving away? Damn, I gotta go. I, I'll tune into my first Blue Jays game two nights ago. No, there's no the, way, man. They, I feel like no, I'm serious. I feel like you've watched more than that. No, 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 no. I'm serious. I have not. Uh, even though I, you must to have Sports had it now. on in the background at least, man. I've had like maybe two innings. I'm not even kidding. Like Damn, we watched I'm one sure, game, man. but like no, I've just been. There's been other kind of things to do, but like two nights ago, I was like, "All right, let me turn on the Blue Jays game," and it was like nothing, uh, nil, nil, and like they... <laughs> no, this guy said nil, nil, like it's the first leg of Champions League, man. It, it was why, kinda... are you, why are you calling it nil, nil? No one says that. Man. <laughs> it was nil, nil through this four guy, innings. This guy thinks it's FC Miami right now. With Messi, oh, I've been watching man. a lot of that too. I'm actually considering getting an MLS pass. I can't believe it on Apple just for Messi. Oh, yo, have you seen what Messi's been doing? It's it's, it's yo, come on, man. That He's undeniable. Was, that free kick was kind of crazy, bro. He had a game-winning free kick on his first ever game, and it's like that is like it, like whatever you could say, like the keeper positioning, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like you could say, like the quality of defending is not good. Like it, it definitely is not good. Yeah, but like the goals that he's scoring, that like with the actual skill and the technique is is just absurd. Here, here's my question though: He's clearly too good for yeah. MLS. Why why isn't he still? like in a more competitive league i mean okay it's not so like he can't get the money he wanted to stay in barcelona but then barcelona yeah. ran into like essentially they hit the salary cap so they couldn't pay him anymore oh yeah yeah ernst and young couldn't figure out their accounting problems so then he left to go to psg of all places which wasn't the greatest career move but i, I honestly i don't really see what other options were like tangibly on the table yeah, I, saw, I saw i saw mbappe is leaving too no yeah, Mbappe wants to leave. He wants to go to Real Madrid. What's, he's like what's a, the P- he's, what's he's the a PSG, Ronaldo stand. What's the PSG locker room culture NBA comparison? Because it seems bad. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Brooklyn Nets. Because actually, it's, all... it's exactly the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> but why? Why are they all leaving? Um. Well. Okay. So like, 
they they had a lot of money they still have a lot of money they're still going to sign players um but it, it's i don't know like so basically psg doesn't really like have a purpose to compete in a national league like in a domestic league because there's realistically they have so much more money than any other team in that league that like so they're, they're just gonna win like 99 of the time um i think they actually lost it recently as well if i remember correctly maybe leon took it from him or something i don't know but i don't i don't very few people watch the the, the french league um, well, not very few people, but like it's definitely not as valued. Let's say, like, as English league is the most watched, I would say La Liga is probably second. Um, it, Italian league probably third. Italian league has been sick, by the way. Syria has been excellent. Uh, and then Germany and 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 French, they're probably like the tied for fourth. Let's just say. But yeah, so like they don't really care about winning that league. All they really want to do is win the Champions League. And, and then even though they have pretty stacked rosters, they've had some like famous terrible terrible losses. Uh, along the way so their whole thing is kind of like star chasing and, and getting big names and you know spending a lot of money they're also one of those like uh state fun back teams so i think oh yeah but but did all the yeah. guys hate each other like did Messi and like they don't really just have Mbappe a culture not get you know along. what i mean but did they uh, not like playing with each other or something here's the thing with the with, with soccer reporting like you just hear like all sorts of wild rumors and you just never really know like who's actually got the real kind of stuff for you. So you can choose to believe in all the rumors and in which case they had tons of problems. But also at the same time, I think Mbappe's always just wanted to go to Real Madrid. Um, he's like one of those guys where like apparently I grown up as a kid, he had like posters of Ronaldo in his bedroom and stuff. No, and obviously this, Ronaldo played. This you know, is like Paul George growing up a, a Clippers fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a lot of people have like, you know, they essentially want to relive his career kind of thing. Or it's, it's like a, I don't know. It's like all these players wanted to go to Lakers because they love Kobe back in the day. Um, so, yeah, he wants to go to Real Madrid. And so he's been kind of flirting with the whole situation. Every single time he does it, like PSG offers him like, here's another $200 million. Um, but I think he's kind of done with that whole situation and he doesn't want to wait anymore. He wants to join. And Real Madrid is a sick team, by the way. As they always do, but it's a really nice young up and coming team. In addition to the fact that they have like established core that has won like multiple Champions Leagues. Um, but that's what I'm saying, though. Why they also wanted Messi... to? They want they want to sell Neymar as well. PSG has wanted to sell Neymar for a couple of years. Yeah, but why doesn't? Oh, so. Neymar is the one who colors his hair blonde, right? Uh, yes, or is that the one whole of... Brazil team? <laughs> I was gonna say he's one of several Brazilian players that <laughs> does that. But, yeah. Maybe the bleach anime man. Um, but why, <laughs> why, oh, um, man. but why isn't Messi still playing in a more competitive league? Like he clearly, I mean, is he too can, good for he, MLS. He can, he can, but he's also like what thirty six, I think now. But but like he clearly is too good for MLS. I mean, like, no offense to MLS. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, he just won the World Cup and all that kind of stuff too. So like, no, but he, the he, things he's doing, like every game, like this is like ridiculous. I mean, I don't think he's going to continue at this current rate. Like, I think he's like he's. He's made like seventy percent of his shots on target have been like goals, mm. so it's like his field goal percentage is like seventy percent, let's just say. But in in soccer, a high field goal percentage is like fifteen percent. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, okay. he's shooting seventy right now. Even for like, this guy, player, this like, guy Daryl Moore right now, this guy talking about regression to the mean man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, also at the same time, like I don't know, man. Even when Messi was playing, like before PSG, for example, he's still scoring like a goal a game, even at Barcelona. So I think for him, it's like a career oriented move. Uh, well, not it's a family oriented move. But it's also a legacy oriented move. Like he's moving into the U.S. market. Honestly, he's done a great job of doing that. Like you know, like I'm already considering getting tickets to go see the TFC. It's probably going to be like a thousand dollars to go see Messi. I think when okay, when he comes around, maybe a thousand is like, too much, but five hundred at least. 
That's like more than going to like a Drake show or a Taylor Swift show. Um, with all due respect to Taylor Swift and Drake, I would rather see Messi. There's not, I'm, it's not even close for me personally. 90 minutes of, of Taylor Swift versus potentially 90 minutes of Messi? I don't know, man. Uh, for the same price? I'm just, I, I mean, I'm just saying like, yeah, like I would definitely, no off- again, no offense to the, the, the Swifties, you know, uh, the Eras Tour is very legendary. You would, uh, you would pay a G to watch Messi in person though, eh? I would honestly heavily consider it. Like it, and I'm I think you should just go cover it for Sportsnet and get. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be everybody in the company will be uh, fighting for those credentials. (laughs) I guess Faisal too. Faisal would want to go see this. Faisal deserves to see it. Like we should just give those tickets to Faisal. But like, yeah, I mean, can I be the? Can I be the gaffer? Can I like hold the microphone? Like, can I? uh, (laughs) What's a gaffer, bro? You're not, you're not, you're not, you're on film sets enough to know what a gaffer is, man. What's a gaffer? It's like one of those guys that like, I don't know, one of the production people. Oh, like when I used to hold the mic at Yahoo? Yeah, yeah. You're... Okay. <laughs> when, when I was Daniel Gafford? <laughs> oh, that's hard. That's hard. Damn. No, no but, but yo, Messi's having a great time, obviously. And it's like, this is better than anyone could have reasonably expected even with him being the goat you know it's just so weird seeing him playing for miami no the funniest thing too is just like he also brought over some of his like barcelona teammates oh he brought over a whole crew yeah so like you know busquets no, the, 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 bro. The, bro you went to the okay you know this you know when remember when spain is winning the world cup and stuff sure the tall guy who played in the mid the midfield. No, this is not gonna work, man. Come on, man. Okay, well, whatever. By One the way, shows to shows my go. Shows to my go. Gigi Buffon finally calling it a career. Yeah, where was he playing before he retired? Uh, I believe in Syria. Um... No, they use in Syria. <laughs> they use in the second division, honestly. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he was in. Two- yeah. Man. No, but anyway, cool. regardless, yeah, I mean, yeah, he brought over some of his Barcelona teammates, so it's kind of sick. Uh, also, but yeah, I mean, it's just cool, man. Like, it's just cool to see him, and he's like way more accessible. Like, I, I don't know, I never really like. I would have had to make like a trip to Spain and like book tickets well in advance, and it'd be very expensive to go see him like play for Barcelona. The fact that he's gonna be at some point playing at BMO Field is just like blowing my mind. But yeah, but for you, like, that's like a ticket worth like paying for. To no, say that's one that of those you, things you saw Messi in real this life. This is one of those games where it's like you go and then you tell your kids about it. You know what I mean? Like, like if I were at any of the recent games where he just scored that goal, I'd be the, the story I'd be telling to people. I'm trying to time. think. I'm trying to think of like another athlete that would. And be I'm not even like a Messi stand or anything. I just like love football, but like he's this is like this is like this is like a, like a MJ situation. You know. What so I mean? like, you would go watch Messi. What if you could go watch Messi versus dinner with Hove? That, what dinner with no man i'm not getting no i don't care man <laughs> i don't care about dinner with home i don't care man easily i'm gonna go see Messi, who's your man. favorite footballer of all time steven or like Gerard. football that's like around right now so dinner with steven gerard or watch Messi? probably watch Messi, man i get <laughs> what? What, what am i gonna eat dinner with gerard like like i mean it, it'd be closer but i mean yeah i i, I would i would probably still see damn Messi. when is he coming here well, I I don't think like anytime this season. I, I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch TFC. Yeah. Apparently, they went like six straight games without scoring or something like that. It's so what? nasty. How is that even possible? I know because when you watch them defending, you're like, okay, this is kind of shocking for this league. How do you even not just accidentally have an own goal? But uh, like, there were two hilarious own goals in the last uh, you know messy match. But uh, I don't even call them Inter Miami matches. They're messy matches for me. 
No, we can't be calling a team Inter Miami. Inter Miami. <laughs> no, so what funny. are we doing, man? Salt Lake City FC. Like no, they're oh. Real Salt Lake. Oh yeah, Real Salt. What are we doing, man? Oh, all right. Anything uh, else, man? Rapid fire. Uh, top five worst sports losses you've watched live. No, but we forget worst? live. Well, the ten angles of OG. <laughs> Were you there in in in, in Cleveland? Yeah, for that? man. Oh, and then sick. me. Me, I think, uh, who else? It was Josh Lewenberg. I want to say Mike Gantor was there, too. A bunch of us went to the Jack's Casino after. Uh-huh. And I think I lost like 200 bucks in blackjack in like three minutes. Damn. Yeah, it was a whole night of L's. That's tough, man. <laughs> yeah. This I guy mean, got swept in just one night. No, you know what? I, I will say five, five worse. I will say game one, game two, and game three of that series. Oh, like, man. They all belong on there. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, I paid four or no, i paid 200 dollars to see game four of 2017 that sweep oh man and, and the reason that was a big l wasn't because the raptors lost in some like blowout fashion like they weren't gonna win the game and they didn't win the game obviously but like it was close but, but it was close in the sense that lebron and Kyrie didn't even have to try that hard <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah like it was just a guaranteed l like i would was not only the, the raptors seri- down was that 3-0. the series when they did the alley-oop off the backboard like a minute in yes yeah that that's yeah. when the series ended yeah like that was the same was series he was spitting the ball in Serge's face. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the series the ended series. a minute in. He was gonna um, sip the beer. Yeah. Oh man, he was man. We can't, uh, we can't relive those. Man. Twenty twenty fifteen game. Honestly, all of those games in, against Washington were pretty bad. Oh yeah, I was in Washington for those, so I'll take. Game, oh, you were game four, yeah. <laughs> when they got which, swept. Wh- which was the one where Paul Pierce had the game winner? Game two. I want to say game three. Game three, yeah, and then game. Oh, four, that was in Washington. Yeah, game four was the one where they got blown out. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna take all four games of the 2018 sweep. That was also because even game four was tough. terrible when Demar Flagrant fouled Jordan Clarkson. Bro, that was the last act of Demar Derozan in a Raptors <laughs> uniform. Was him randomly tackling Jordan Clarkson for no reason. I mean, it was yeah. to stop a fast break, but come on, man. No, those. Like that whole series, that, that like all four of them, right there. That was OG's breakout. Was uh was game three right before LeBron hit the oh the yeah game he, over he hit a huge shot right before to tie it. Yeah yeah yeah. And then yeah then, that that uh, was when that was when Dwayne was searching though he was benching Demar. He was like, playing he, CJ Miles. He couldn't on, even Kevin find Love. five guys, man. Sometimes when we have CJ on the podcast, I, I I have this like evil urge in the back of my mind to be like, what was your reaction when Dwayne Casey asked you to guard Kevin Love? But I, oh, I feel like man. as a professional, I just can't like ask that in a very blunt way. I got to find a more strategic way to ask yeah. them that question. But I feel like you guys have built a good relationship where I feel like you could burn that question off. Like he'd be okay with it. You just got to do it not like random, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, very few NBA players are like Jeff Teague where they're like, here's my L's. You know? Oh yeah, Jeff Teague, man. Rising star. Yeah, yeah. I, I Although, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't, I've never gone out of my way to see a Jeff Teague podcast, but um, I, I suppose... That's not even a diss. I just meant like I haven't done that yet, but maybe I will. But I do feel like I see all the highlights and all the clips, you know? Yeah, Uh, If you were a pizza topping, what would you be? This is from Chris. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, man. We're nearing the end. No, no, no. We we got this, bro. We got this. If I was a pizza topping, what would I be? I'd be pepperoni, I guess. Why? You just want to be everywhere? Like I just want to be pep. Yeah, I just want to be called pep. (laughs) (laughs) That makes no sense, but all right. For my footy fans. Uh, oh, man. 
Oh, uh, what would you be, man? Uh, I would be, I don't know, man, mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. This is, you know what? I'm nominating this is the best question that we've gotten. Man. By the way, what do you think Pep is short for, by the way? Because his name's obviously not just Pep. Um, Pepper. <laughs> you think his name is Pepper Guardiola? This, yeah, that's hard. Man. This is your final answer. <laughs> yeah. It's my final answer. No, nah, it's, it's good that you never had kids, bro. You <laughs> what is has it? salt and pepper as kids, man. What no, is it? It's Josep. Oh, that's hard, man. Yeah. It's like what? like jo- like Joseph, I guess. Yeah, uh, damn. Okay, yeah. that's hard. They yeah. didn't even pull it from the front of the name. Yeah. That's it's, hard. Instead damn. of El Jefe, it's a nickname Jeff Down. No, nah, that's wild, man. Yo, if anybody's still listening, now you can give us five stars, man. Yo, give um, us five stars, man. You don't understand how hard we're working for this. This guy hasn't slept. I'm sick. It's not. I it's can't, not. I can't. I can't wait to listen to this in two and hours. This, <laughs> this didn't need to happen, man. All right, uh, what else, man? Let's burn. Next these question: all off. If you guys can compare your friendship to any duel in the NBA, who would it be? Mm. This they, the person here suggested Kyle and Demar. The thing with Kyle and Demar is just like. I feel like Kyle and DeMar, there was always, like, one clown and then, like, a more of a straight man. I feel like we're both kind of the straight man in this situation. You know what I mean? Like, mm. Kyle always clowned DeMar. No, I'm trying to think of someone with more of an age difference, though. Okay. Like, like yeah. old, someone older, like a real vet, uh-huh. and then someone more, like, in his prime. <laughs> Fat young Scotty? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. <laughs> I mean, we've had a couple, we've had a couple warm-up line fights. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't want to be Udonis Haslam, though. Because <laughs> I don't know why UD is always the first one that comes to mind. I don't know, man. I think I think we've done Kyrie and KD before. That's like, not, oh, yeah. That, you Kyrie, know what? Ky, Kyrie KD might work. Um, yeah, no, I think Kyrie KD actually works. Uh, on on yeah. multiple levels. Uh, yeah. Again, except, offline except conversation. I only, I only go on Amazon to order basics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah so let's let's make yeah, that how many let's people, how many people using amazon prime like consistently because i don't know i don't know i'm primed up man you're not primed you're up, primed up? Yeah, I'm primed up <laughs> who says i'm primed up <laughs> yeah they say it when what you, does that mean bro they say it when it's four hours I'm in man. Primed up. No, man. they won't let me out man <laughs> show some my guy pepper guardiola man. <laughs> no, this guy calling him pepper <laughs> Yo, Pepper's kind of sick, man. No, it's hard. That's, that's just kind of sick, man. Damn. All right, man. What's uh? Maybe what's we got to get you in a soccer fandom for real. Um, will the Raptors vibes ever be back? I feel like the the best vibes on the Raptors will probably just be on this show. Like, no, for real though. Um, I think I think the vibes on this show generally have been fine. No, like, we're we're recession proof, as I like to say. You know, <laughs> who started that? <laughs> who is this? You George W. Bush right now? <laughs> Yeah, I guess this show is recession proof. Um, no, yeah, no. I don't know, man. Vibes on this is pretty like I feel like in the middle of last season too, we just started like just just laughing at the team. Yeah, of course, man. Um, I mean, look, you have to like that's when the complaints. Builds, oh, I'm just kidding. No, you have to build some distance with it. I think only just because like if you're not if it's not in a great spot, like you're just actively engaging in like a, a more negative. Well, yeah. not even negative. It's just like a a more depressing product, you know? And like, I don't see like a full reason to engage with it as much when the team isn't as good. And to and be honest, not me like, being like a fair weather fan, but like it's, I, I'm definitely engaging all the content when it's 2019. 
when it's like 2023 and it's like you know this is our freaky lineup that we're gonna make sure it works otherwise we're, we're screwed uh it's not as engaging you know well also i also think at the start of every season like you just have a reset and you can be optimistic as you wish that's fair like, I, I, actually, I actually think that that's completely fine you know no and, and inevitably like you're gonna go into training camp you're gonna find reasons to be optimistic um maybe at a more realistic level like you're not gonna someone here just asked if we lose pascal but can we still be great by playing elite defense like you already asked this question man. that's no that's what i mean like that people oh, find yeah, reasons yeah, yeah. to believe no yeah. no but but I, I think like think about like how excited people were after like josh jackson's performance in montreal last season mm. in in preseason like you know you, you're gonna have those so I, I think you can always start off the season optimistic but i don't know man yeah you know you're right the vibes on the show are usually like pretty good I mean that's what the, that's the best part of the banter pod. Like it's just gonna be what it is, no matter what the Raptors <laughs> yeah, are doing. Like we we did we did like twenty minutes of Raptors talk today. That's pretty good for a four hour pod. Uh, from Pascal Propaganda, <laughs> bro. Pascal Propaganda, man. Like I Yo, know you're holding on to this. G, where's GTJ got next, man? Uh, he he's I don't know actually. Uh, who who's running that account by the way? I actually don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I, I do see him on my timeline all the time. So um, you know, that, it's definitely working. But anyway, um. What are your thoughts on the new leadership at Neopets, including the return what? of classic games like Mirka Chase and the introduction of new brand ambassador John Legend? What? There's the only words I understood from that was John Legend, man. What's Neopets? Okay. I would love for you to. You know what? I want you to guess what Neopets is. I'm gonna give you a clue. It's like uh, a. It's like an online game that people used to play on websites before it became. Actually, I think it's probably still played on websites. So Neopets. I don't know, man. Is it one of those like Sims type things? Kind of, kind of. Yeah, there's no humans, but like you know, you have a pet, and so you, it's like a, you... it's like a new age tam- Tamagotchi. <laughs> why are always why are these always your references, man? I don't know, man. What do you want? New references? I'm almost forty, man. Okay, fair enough. So <laughs> these these are my life experiences. There's no new ones coming. Okay, that's that's that's. Oh, come on, man. You're not even forty yet, man. Uh, you, you just had some in Japan, you know. So um, and Korea, but yeah, Neil don't, Pets. Don't is, worry, man. I got I got a therapy session on Friday. You don't need to hold me down. <laughs> okay, I got you. Well, regardless, I got you regardless. All right, but like the traveling, so, traveling made me realize therapy kind of expensive. Anyways. <laughs> What do you mean? Wait, what? What is the oh, connection? I, I, anyways, we'll unpack that later. What is the connection? We'll unpack that at the next live event. Dude. This guy got to unpack that like his luggage is in his house Yo, right we got to do a free live event and just pod somewhere, man. You just want to talk in front of people? <laughs> no, but like, just get a crowd, you know? Like, take these questions live, man. Like, can people we do gonna... one live event that only takes one day of planning instead of six weeks? People are going to corner us and be like, what's the latest on Pascal? Man, we should we should have linked up with, like, Ball Don't Stop or something. Like, we need, you know, like, some kind of collab. Like, we should have done, a like, a pod there or something. You want me to interview both of you guys as you guys both repeat the game is about a bucket? Oh, man. Me versus him in the basketball reference game? I feel like that would oh, be man. sick, actually. We're this not playing that today, by the way. Um, this guy's going to be like, I know who this is, man. It's Sheldon Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was the question? Oh, yeah. Neopets. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, um, just handle this. Neopets. So, essentially, you got like a you, – you could like play a game where you like have a pet um, and then you essentially like go to different virtual games and worlds and you play little, little mini games like card games and stuff like that. So Do you play this? Uh, I did when I was a kid, like when I was 10. Mm. And so, like, you gotta like take your pet to like eat, for example. So there was like a place where you can get like free omelets 
<laughs> I ain't trying to play these games, man. I'm trying to pay a mortgage, man. What okay. is this? This guy said he wasn't going to feed a NFT pet an omelet, man. <laughs> what? That is the game, actually. That's ridiculous oh, as that sounds. No, man, no. Please, man. All right, all right. Well, you can play card games, though. That's, that's all. Yeah, yeah, poker? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can play poker with your, like, stupid little dog cat thing. God damn. All right, man. Let's uh, scroll through. Eric Kareen, all right, friend of the program, asks, yeah, of the how, program. Does, how does Alex pull off a life-work balance when everyone else is doing a work-life balance? <laughs> that's that's hard. Damn, man. Yeah, that is hard. I might, I might got to frame this question, man. Um, I don't know, man. I don't even know how to answer this one. What do you want me to say to this? No, but like, but but you you don't understand what I mean. I think so. Okay, so from my perspective, and I think probably from Eric's as well, it's like mm. this is like an industry where the most people like feel like a lot of pressure to like do as uh, like as much as you can for the job because mm. it's such a scarce job. Like I guess we all enter in like a scarcity kind of mindset, mm. and um, you know, there's it's like a it's it's it's. I don't know. Everyone's kind of adopted to the grind set. You know what I mean? Like mm. everyone that I know pretty closely in this business, like Blake, for example, he might be the personification of a grind set, but like, mm. like that's how typically people approach it. And it's not to say that you don't work hard. Everyone knows that you work really hard at what you do. Um, but like, I mean, I mean, no, but you do, bro. Oh, come on, man. No, 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 no. I'm not even interviews for your book. No, I'm not. I'm not fighting that. Like I, I produce a show. I'm on a show. I've published two books in like the last three years. Yeah. Still doing freelance stuff. Like I think I think maybe I just um I just don't carry that work ethic as like a personality. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I think people yeah. see more okay. I think I'm more willing to just share like uh, I guess like, you know, when I travel, other stuff versus like, oh, I'm working on this, I'm working on that. So maybe people just I don't know if that's answering the question. Because I, I sometimes feel like I don't have good work-life balance. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I, I feel like, I don't know, you feel that way too. Like, I feel very extreme about it. Like, I'm either fully diving into work or fully, like, relaxing. Like, it's hard for me to find that middle. Yeah, I mean, that's part, that's part of the nature of the job. It's, like, seasonal, yeah. right? Yeah. So I guess part of it is just that generational wealth, too. It's just, like... I mean, yes or no, but, no, like... No, but it's, it's, it's like, if I, I know that there's a part of me that kind of just realizes that, like... Yes, like, you know, um, lucky to be in this position and like doing all the things that I do, but also like, it's also just my choice of like how I want to do it. Yeah, I think so, that's that's probably it. Like that actually is it. Cause I think yeah. for me, like sometimes I don't feel like it's my choice. Like I, it's not, sometimes I don't feel like I'm choosing to do this job. It's yeah. like the job has chosen me and therefore I, you know, like try my very best to sort of live up to those kind of like that bargain yeah versus for you it's you are choosing to engage in these things and so therefore it's not like it's on your terms but your terms are very much a part of like what you're yeah doing. and having yeah. things on my terms is like very important to me you 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 know that yeah yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you, absolutely bro. you you understand yeah again you know wait, honestly, jimmy, jimmy butler udonis has them as possible actually as a, as a combo <laughs> Somehow I'm Udonis Haslam, though. Yo, that's wild, though. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> no, no. I think, I'm UD, I think Ky- man. I'm, I'm I think, UD with the one like no, white I, hair patch on I my head. I think Kyrie's okay, but just to clarify, I go on Amazon for basics. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, all right. Well, what's good, man? I mean, do you have any more IG questions? Cause, um, um, not, not really, man. What else is there? 
Uh, is there anything to be excited about with the Raptors this year? Yikes. Yeah, I, I don't know. If you're if you if you're a Darko react, let's let's keep track of all the things Darko is able to accomplish this season then. Yeah, I'm telling you, if Darko even gets this team to 48, 45, 48 wins, like he should be. You talking forty eight right now? It, yo, it's it's not. What's like, their over? What's their over under? Like thirty five? They're probably going to be like thirty eight or something. Yeah. If they don't trade fair. Pascal, if they trade Pascal, I'll probably drop down to like thirty. Oh man. Maybe thirty two. Might gotta do twenty nineteen Raptors retrospective every week, man. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Raptors show. <laughs> oh. Uh, everyone, please listen. All right. Yo, we always joked about this though. Please like, listen. Yo, it would suck to cover the Hornets and stuff. We were really covering the Hornets. Almost. No, relax, man. We are covering almost, the Hornets. Almost there, man. Nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. You, you know, just... I was gonna, I was, was gonna make a problematic joke on the Hornets, but uh, I'm not yeah, gonna do that. Do That's that. not fair. Um. Yeah. What else do you have on uh, on Instagram? What no, else? Is, no oh, more, is Pascal man. versus Scotty debates getting as bad as the Brown versus Tatum ones? I mean, I mean, if you choose to participate in it. <laughs> exactly actually that's another how, part too how about you know what that? the lesson from alex is just like you know what live life on your terms it's ultimately your life like yeah if and you also, don't like it you just don't have to choose it there's nothing yeah. around that you know and and if you sitting sitting at your computer in august arguing about this then i need you to go watch the first slam dunk okay just go watch it spend two hours at the theater no but honestly you, you do there you just need to pick up more like i mean not need to pick up more but just like yeah i mean if it's not fun for you, then just don't do it. I think that is a good lesson from this this whole thing. Yeah, I hope I hope we can find some fun with the team next season because this season Cause was. I have not... to do a show. I have to do ten no, shows this, a week. But this season was not fun. Oh uh... yeah, when I, was, when I was at when I was at the 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 basketball bar in Tokyo, they pulled up the podcast feed and they were shook because they were like, "Oh my god, you guys have six hundred plus episodes." Yeah, that's only in two seasons. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you don't understand. I'm like, combined, probably do like nine shows a week. Yeah, honestly. Oh, man. Combination. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Any more questions? No, I think that that's it. Thanks, everyone, for sending Woo! in questions. We'll do more mailbags later in the, I don't know, in the summer. But uh, yeah. for now, Alex, welcome back. You're, you're back yeah, home. I'm, I'm, get that, I'm get, back. I'm back Monday, bro. Back get, Monday. Get, get the monkey sushi. Get, oh, get yeah. We, yeah. I guess I should have said this in the fourth hour. Pre, but yeah, we'll do the pre-order stuff on Monday. Pre-order your no, listen. Pre-order your book. Like it's don't don't it's, do it yet though. Do excellent. it on Monday. Do it on okay, Monday. Okay, all right. Is it not possible to do it right now? Or no? you can, you but do don't do it yet. We need to push on Monday. Yeah. Okay, all right. Tactically delay your pre-order. <laughs> yeah, if you if you pre-ordered it, cancel it. Okay. Honestly, people will probably do that because it doesn't change anything. It's not like you're yeah, not going to get just, it on that day of. And you're going to do it on Amazon. Just remember, you're doing it for me, not Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. How, how much? What's what's your cut in that? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm saying this stuff. Just. Yeah, I just want to see what I can get away with an hour. All right, hour have four. a have a great yeah. one, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, enjoy the uh, rate review. Subscribe to the uh, to the Raptor Show. Make sure you give it five stars. And uh, yeah, we will be back with more content. Okay.